tells a really interesting science fiction tale that yeah. is not extremely cliche, that is kind of novel, that it's not your, I think it's not your typical precursor race thing that not you kind all. of feels like you're getting yeah. into originally of like, right. Oh, find the markers. That's yeah, good eventually, it's going to yeah. pull out one layer deeper, and you're going to go, oh. Okay. That's really good to hear, no, because it, I'm like only it defies... a few hours in, and I'm like, okay, they're setting up this race, the whatever, and they're just like ancient aliens who saw the apocalypse coming, and like, they... So, like, hearing that, it gets a little more... Like in, the, in the case of the aliens, and just as with just about everything else in the game, like, it defies video game convention yeah. pretty much every step of the way. I'm not going to say there isn't... Okay, I don't want you to think that there's, like, a big twist coming, but I think the story is more nuanced and, okay. and actually more personal than, than just, like, yeah. this race of aliens that came before. <clears throat> well, and they I've, were all the, all the writings you find, and you may have seen enough of this to know already, it's all conversational. It's yeah, all yeah. Like just talking. I, I really like that. Message exchange. And, basically. like... Or a message board, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, I love that the, it's a race of just, like, corny science nerds. Yes. But like, literally making puns and right. being like, hey, great puns. But, but they don't, like, fall into that, like, Spock, like, supreme, like, logic lord kind of trap because they're super playful and, like, snipe at each other yeah. with, you know, scientific jargon and stuff like that. Like, they become super likable. Over yeah. the course, of, like they characterize that race in a really yeah. yes, and also in, like, uh, way. oddly fallible, yeah. and like also kind like, of spiritual yeah. or like looking for meaning. Totally, and, like there are, there are instances where they're the, debating the ethics of what they're doing. Right. There are other parts where like some of them, yeah, clearly take a more like religious view of what they're trying to do. Some things don't work for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like and, they fail. Yeah, it's it's and and it's. <clears throat> And it, and it, again, justifies the the world and the and the solar system here in, in a way that's like, well, why are there, you know, how come you don't run across them a lot, or, or why are they only on these mm-hmm. planets, or you know, why where are they, and, and all of that stuff by the end, just all those strings feel tied up, yeah. and what they do at the end, again, it's just like. They pull it off. A lot of games wouldn't. Sure. Or a lot of games would just go to credits and they, and they keep going in a way that it's not too long, but makes good on a lot of, yeah. the, of the story. One thing I've struggled with in, in the last few weeks is I've been raving about this game to anyone who will listen, and I, I've gotten a lot of friends to start it, and I've gotten the same text exchange with, with several of them where they've what been like, do? hey, this seems cool, but like, does this, what's the point? Like, What am I trying to do? Am I trying to stop the time loop? I, I don't know how to answer it's it. I like, just say, keep going, keep exploring, keep learning. Just like, keep I promise away at it. Pull yeah. up the thread. I it's, promise it pays off. It's, it's a game that you like can't talk about without just like ruining the point of the game for people. Yeah. Figuring it out and like the sense of discovery is the point. Yeah. I think that's been my problem with it is, you know, around the time it came out, I started it and played it for a while and did a handful of loops and flew to a different place every time. And it was like, this all looks cool. I sure would like to explore it at some point. I'll get back to this later. And then didn't play it until a few weeks ago when I was like, well, I guess I got to start over and kind of had the same experience. I'm just like, I'm just not into this. It's a slow burn. Yeah. It takes a while. Yeah, I, well, um, I think it's sort of a slow start, but I think once... Once I kind of figured out how the information mapping worked in my ship, I think I the rest clicked for me fine of like, oh, I see where I'm missing information. I see where I need to find information. I see when I have found all the information in a location. And once I had that, which, you know, took maybe like a couple hours, mm-hmm. I was like fully in it. Yeah, because sometimes you would see on your board like, okay, I have a ton of shit up here yeah. uh, for the quantum moon, but down here I have like one mention of the Ash Twin Project, and so I need to drill into that. And so each time you start the loop, check the ship, be like, okay, this loop, I'm going after that. And I think I think there's also something really awesome about, you know, me and Dan both went at it 
totally differently. Like, I started with, like, the stuff closest to the sun, and he started with the stuff much farther away, I think, right? No, I started at Giant's Deep, and then I went to Brittle Hollow. Okay, I spent well, a lot of time at Brittle Hollow. Yeah. Either way, that's yeah. those are, like, the last things I looked at. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. No I started, kidding. I did all of the stuff on Ash Twin, and then worked Wait, my way out. Yeah, even the I pro- saw even the, the center of it. Are you serious? And then that once I the... saw the center of it, I was like, "Holy shit!" That's kind of what happened to me. And I, then I, I started most of the Ash Twin yeah. stuff. Yeah, the, the Ash Twin, getting inside the Ash Twin project was the very last thing oh, in the entire really? game that I did, and it was just like, "Yeah, it was my it, last it, run was seeing the inside." Yeah, it yeah. totally blew my mind, and it made me anxious inside yeah, of it. Yeah, and like, yeah. I pulled the thing out. And I remember I got so much information in that one run because yeah. it was like I finally all the sand passed, and I got all the stuff, and I got inside, and I was like, "Holy shit, what is this?" And then I like pulled the thing out, and then it was like, "You've died for real." And I was like, <laughs> "I lost all my info." And then it, thank God, yeah. saved it all, which is like, just, that, like that's great. So but. incredible that that little touch is in there because yeah. if you if you die when you're holding the warp core, you don't the loop doesn't happen yes. because the warp core is what powers the loop, right? Like they thought of I, I lo- they, they logic through like yeah. this, this yes. insane like solar mm-hmm. solar system spanning contraption I, that they thought up. I like, really love that that bit of the story. Of yeah. the mm-hmm. of the why this yeah. is all happening. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not a small bit. It seems like it's almost missable. But like, if you go into the kind of what is actually happening, why this loop is happening, mm-hmm. it's cool. It's it's yeah. incredibly well thought. Out. I yeah. think that, and I'm sure that this is a problem that gets mitigated <laughs> by just num- sheer number of hours you spend with it. But I think that starting this game can be extremely frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I is. had a lot of moments yeah. where it was like, okay, I I've died of asphyxiation. <laughs> 15 times yes. in my life. Because you forgot to put the suit on. Because I forgot on. to put that goddamn oh, suit on. I never forgot like, to put it on. I learned that I went lesson, to the sun. Or like, I, I just like, and I, it's like amping up. My, my anxiety is amping it up because I know I'm on this timer. And so I'm like, I need, and my gamer brain is telling me I need to do this as efficiently as possible. And so mm. I'm running out the door without my suit I think on. That, that's, and you that's, hear the breath. Um, I think that's ultimately away. what makes it such a good exploration game, though. Oh, it made me not want to play the game anymore. Um, but I kept with it because, like, man, there's all there's all, there's a lot of really frustrating stuff in here. Like the first the first place I ever tried to explore was the Ash Twin, um, the 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 Ember, Ember Twin, oh, the Ember, Ember Twin, twin. Yeah. The, the one that like the, the sand. It's, yes, it's getting higher over time, mm. and I just wandered into a cave. And I turned around, and the entrance of the cave was blocked up because it got full of sand. And so I literally I just had to sit in that cave until the sun blew up for another, like, eight minutes. There was no way to leave the cave. I read, uh, so I never found this myself, but I read after the fact. Because after you finish the game, it's like you really want to read everything. I filled in every question mark on the ship log, did everything. I didn't know you could talk to, like, a nomai that teaches you, like, oh, here's how you can just reset the loop whenever you want. <laughs> you had to meditate, and then you can just reset the loop. Yeah, the I had no Wait, idea that was an option. That? If you talk to Gabbro twice, I think I think it has to be twice Which on... Which one's Gabbro? The dude in the, the hammock? hammock on oh, oh, oh. Giant's Deep. The second time, he'll be like, hey, you want to learn how to meditate? Oh, like, sure. wow, yeah. that's really cool. And then cool. even when you do that, it's not like meditation unlocked. It's just like the next time you pause mm. the game, there's an option to meditate. I, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Like, I think it's hilarious. It's like so in the spirit of this game that they lock that up behind yeah. like a random like a missable encounter. Yeah. And it, it, can't, just, it can be frustrating at times. Like I, I had a lot of times, well, one of them, <laughs> I didn't need to be as frustrated because there was a way out. It's bizarre. But I got eaten by a fish a million times. Yep. That, that mm-hmm. I struggled with that stuff. I found not, that very scary. I, that was like I, weirdly like, like the, the fish out. did not bother me at all. I, I avoided going there because I didn't. I did. I don't, I'm like so freaked out by games, but for whatever reason, the fish 
I, th- I think the actual scary part, and then conceptually, um, uh, the the whole was it what's that not dark I'm dark bramble dark bramble, dark bramble, bramble like yeah. conceptually was, mm-hmm. was very yeah. so mind bending yeah. yeah I like, think the thing that kind of kept me from going back to it for a long time after I started it is that I think I was really struggling with just the navigation of that game yeah. not and I don't mean, I, the, the flight put me off for a the very flight long time. does yeah. is not very friendly out of the gate uh you know just sort of the jumping around and kind of like just sort of the the way you have to sort of navigate your character through these spaces is not super intuitive out of the gate. And early on, it just felt very frustrating to me. And I did get used to it over time. Like, the more time, once I went back to it and I actually spent some time with it, like, I got much more accustomed to it and felt much more, like, I wasn't just banging my ship into planets so much as I was actually landing. Mm. But I think those early hours are are a hurdle. Like, they are something that people will have to get over. And you will have to kind of learn to play within the game's specific rhythm because it has its own thing. It's very much doing its own thing. And I think I early on I was really struggling against that because I just wanted it to play a different way than it was designed to do. I don't think it really gets the hooks in deep until you've made a couple discoveries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like I'm on a different planet, but then I read something about how, like, the cyclones work on Giant Steve, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I've seen those. Okay, i got to yeah. go back there and yes. check that out. Yeah. It's like the thing Abby was saying of, like, giving meaning to all these weird things that you've sort of taken note of and then dismissed. And yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, every single thing here is related to every other thing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. all... And, one gigantic and i think that's what ultimately won me over is that like just the pure construction of this thing like and the way boy. every piece is just kind of like put together and like the way they breadcrumb trail you to all these different things some of which are missable some of which are very you know vital to the to the whole construction like just it's meticulous in a way that i am like deeply impressed with yeah i um to go back to your point of the movement a little bit I didn't really have as much of an issue with it, but I did uh, really appreciate them, the quality of life stuff they have as far as, like, match velocity and autopilot. Like, I was really thankful for that stuff, and it it made it much easier for me. Still took some getting used to for me. Yeah, I don't know. It it didn't bother me for whatever reason. I mean, even, like, as recently as yesterday afternoon trying to get onto the quantum moon, I was, like, cursing the game, trying to aim my probe and, like, hit the surface I wanted to hit. You know, like, it's not perfect, but... But what it's doing is just so unique. And your ship's so pretty durable too. Like you know, yeah, you can yeah. you, can, you can really snap yeah, yeah, and repair it. Yeah. Did you know you can snap the cockpit off that thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh really? Oh, That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had this amazing moment where I slammed into something yeah. and thought you were still and like, okay, and I got the alert of like, oh, reactor's about to yeah. blow. You better fix this shit. And I like turned around. <laughs> I stood right, yeah. up out of the seat and turned around, and it was just open space behind me. Yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> was just it was just me in the cockpit like drifting away. That happened to me in the dark bramble, and then got eaten by a fish a minute later, and that. That's amazing. Scary. That's so it's, fun. Uh, I, I, I hit my stride with that game when I found the first escape pod uh, from oh, the, oh, the sure. And then once you can scan it, and then I was able to just have an objective. So do you like, just have to like wander around until you find it? Because I feel like every run yeah, I had was just, just really like, I, go, I went to a, a different planet. place, and it was just like, I right, just got in hand. Like, all right, cool. We're going to go over here. It's like, okay, here's like a cave I can't, or tunnel I can't walk through because it's too windy. So and here's this. It was just like, okay, I think what they the could, fuck am I doing? I think they could be a little bit. A little bit better in the beginning. If there about, was just like one thing that was just like, they here's a thing to the guy who says, go to the moon. Like, yeah. if you talk to a guy yeah. and say, where yeah. should I start? You go to the yeah. moon. Yeah, and I, I did that, and, and that was the first thing I did. And did went you there, do the, like, like, okay. audio, the, like, the looking tool, for the audio the tool? The the, the Those I found really helpful. The, yeah. the dude, the, or the explorer hanging out on every planet when you talk to them mm-hmm. will have, always have an option that just says, what should I do here? 
mm-hmm. and they'll rattle off like, yeah. "Hey, you should go investigate this, this, and this." But they, but they could be better about using the radio tuner yeah. to be like, right. "Find, mm-hmm. hey, that, just find the next Outer Wilds guy, was, was, and and that'll give you a place to go to, right?" I, and then they'll tell you what to do on the planet. They they kind of just mention it in passing as they're doing a lot. I think that I think like I got on the moon. And I was like, I got, I'm going to pull out this thing and see what I can hear. And it's like, okay, here's something way far away. Let's fucking fly over there. And, and I flew over there, and it's like, okay, I got here. What's here? Oh, I'm dead. Okay, so, all right. So if fuck. you find that guy, if you find the Outer Wilds guy, like Brad said, you can kind of talk to him and yeah. be like, hey, did you know there's a mystery with this or that and the other thing? That's very helpful. And then. Yeah. And then eventually you tune it to these escape pods where you're like, I want right. fun. Then you tune it to quantum objects. And you, yeah, you, you start picking one. up other like frequency yeah. categories. And, and, and those are really good ways to... Yeah. To, I just feel yeah. Like, like, yeah, you talk about the slow start, and I think like that's probably, probably part of that is like integral to what makes that sense of discovery work, right? Because yeah. you're like, because you earn it. <laughs> right, you do earn it. But right. man, I wish that there was some element of like, we're going to meet you halfway on the start of this just so... You get an example of what you might do in this game. Yeah. Well, instead I, of just fly places and go like, hot. I mean, the, this is pretty. This I, is all the, amazing looking. The the town you start in and the temporary little yeah, and the little museum and the yeah, observatory yeah. kind of is that. That's the thing. I, I equate that to like that plateau in Breath of the Wild, where it's like you're gonna do these four shrines that yeah. show that you know how to do right. the magnets and the freezing and all that, and then just go wherever the fuck you want right. and use that knowledge as long as you know that. I like yeah. that little museum is like, all right, here's the crystal that lets you walk on walls, mm-hmm. and here's the fish and a little yeah. tip about them. Here's how to repair the, the like, ship and quantum stuff. stone that disappears. Yeah, here's, here's yeah. the stuff that that's is, in the yeah. planet you start on. Yeah, in the very first area. Yeah. The starting area. And that's the area where there's the museum, and then that's where you first see the, like, the, statue, the, stat- the statue that looks yeah. at you. There's yeah. a wood path you go up. I, went, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I did that spot twice because I started the game over. I don't remember any of that. It, it's, I, think, I think a lot of stuff is missable. If yeah. there's a fault yeah. for that game, like, again, I really don't like games that have yeah. important yeah. stuff that feels like it could be missed. And I think every, just every little ounce of that game, especially all the writing, is almost story critical, right? Like, and yeah. you, you can miss a lot of it. Well, yeah, and I do feel like the more you play, it can get a little bit of, like, information overload. Especially when I was, like, I have 20 minutes. And I didn't get to the end of the loop that often where it was like, oh, I'm running against the clock. But there were a few times where it's like, oh, shit, I just got into this place. I need to just, like, yeah. read as much as I can. I'm not really processing it. I'm just trying to beat the loop. The great thing though is like if you, <laughs> there are many times I'd be reading something the and, and like I don't know I could hear something going or so, I knew that the end times were coming, uh, or I read something and was like I'm not really sure where to go next and then I'd go check the map and the map had an interpretation of what I read that was different than my interpretation oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. and it was like you read a thing and you're like oh that's interesting and then you read what his interpretation is he wrote that and it'd be like looks like they discovered a thing on this planet like yeah oh I didn't get that at all <laughs> yeah. from this I, I guess I will go there like, the, the, the map map is pretty good about mm. hey you've gotten everything that that being said i had to look up a couple of puzzles mm-hmm. and you know I, I, at some point i was like i'm banging my head against mm-hmm. this in a way that's no longer fun uh and i would and as much as i love this game and i i think this is one of my favorite games it is is flawed in some ways yeah. and it is imperfect uh and there are parts that feel cheap in, sure. in ways that are mm-hmm. like this is too hard to figure out mm-hmm. we, we made this you made this thing that is different than all the other rules that we have set up along the way and if you don't stumble into the answer it could be it could be tough and, and being to unclear on like what the super important stuff is like you can get hung up on something real quick where it's like okay i guess the end objective here is i got to land on the quantum moon and getting too kind of like tunnel vision on that and like there's this whole other stuff you need to be looking at you know and like the quantum moon you, well, you didn't, you didn't even get into oh. the fucking quantum trials thing so you didn't know about the uh, you didn't do the test for the photo right 
No, I got into quantum trials. Quantum, what was Wait, it quantum trials? Quantum Maybe it was you that did go in. It's where you learn yeah. the quantum imaging stuff. I'm pretty sure I 100 percented everything. What are you talking okay. about? Taking the pictures of quantum objects? Yeah, it was her I was talking to. I mean, I got on the quantum moon. I took yeah, a picture I, of it. We, I like, shot you, my thing oh, and I took you didn't a picture. Know? You didn't know I that was what you were supposed to do? I vaguely remember reading something that's like, take a picture, but I never did it with anything else. So you never did the tower. Like, wow. it was like the well, no, floors. I think what it was, was it was like, well, you have to keep looking at it. And I was like, well, i got to land on this thing. And the flying into it didn't work. So I think I like took a picture shooting so at it. There's a whole yeah. like, trial and it was whole the thing of like move around. In like in like a, one of the towers is like a hole. It's yeah, like a pretty long deep. part. It's a big tower. You got to climb yeah. up walls and. and I mean, did like, I totally miss I can, this? I, this I, is the I feeling almost, I had with the White Hole Station. I because super, I got on the quantum moon. I super yeah. I super miss it until my girlfriend pointed out. I mean, I guess I can just say where it is. It's it's inside. There's on um, Giant's Deep. Yeah. I thought Giant all the, I thought all the, one, the, the water tornadoes. Oh gosh. I thought all the tornadoes or the vortexes were the same. No, they're the same. Well, there's one that goes in deep. And then she pointed out. Well, no, no. That's well. There's the rotational thing but yeah. she also pointed out she's like hey that one's huge you should go in there and see what that is because yeah. it's like 10 times bigger than the others and I was like how the fuck did I this miss that this is a big one and you, fly, tower inside you fly in the middle of it there's <gasps> a gigantic tower in there <laughs> yeah. what yeah. See, I have this to is, find that, that it, it, as much as I'm, I'm with Vinny that like I think missable stuff that mm-hmm. is like kind of important yes. to the experience is kind of a bummer I love that there have been these like divergent experiences between everyone yeah. of like Absolutely. like the thing you had with the White Hole Station where you didn't even understand that, that there was like a teleportation thing there. That was literally the first thing that happened to me after I went to that planet. It blew my mind. There was seriously like probably almost thirty times that because I was constantly looking at Brittle Hollow because it kept saying I need to explore more of the Hanging City, and I would constantly fall into the fucking black hole. And I don't know yes. how many times I died in space where I would fall into the black part. hole, and then every single time I'm like I gotta fly to something oh, before no. I die, no and so way. I just look around 30 <laughs> fucking times. Know. 30 times, I bet. And then every, the best case scenario every time was I was close enough to the interloper <laughs> to fly to that and land on it and then die on a comet in space. That's so amazing. we were talking. I was like, well, why don't you just take White Hole Station back? He's like, White Hole what? <laughs> I didn't know. Exactly. I've read about that. Yeah. I went to White Hole Station. And like, so we went into the office. Like, like far, uh, Somebody from GameSpot came in and one of those two were like all loaded it up. And we're like, Dan, I'm pretty sure when you go through that black hole, it points you right at White Hole Station. <laughs> you are staring right <laughs> at it. Right in your face. And, and it, it wasn't just and me. And it could have like, worked out more perfectly where he just jumped in the black hole and just like, he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 I never thought before. But again, I think that's the impressiveness of the construction is that yeah. like you can have these wildly divergent experiences following what are, you know, it, technically pretty set paths. Like I mean, there are things yeah. you are looking for that like, will progress. By you. the game's very nature, all things have to be possible at all times yeah. because there is no progression. Every game yeah. resets. And so there have to be things that you can go around or it's just, pass. It's just really smartly done. Yeah. And I think the, the Eureka moments are great. And then there were times, like the missable stuff, when we went into the room to see the White Hole Station thing, I was like, okay, well, i got to fly to Brittle Hollow. What's the fastest way to get to the black hole? And I landed to the, the weird ice opening where yeah. you just get right into the Hangar City. And somebody in the room was Abby like, was like yeah. oh, yeah, what the sh- fuck? You can just uh, go right in there? No, when I found that shortcut, I was oh, like, oh, my God, yeah. this yeah. is yeah. fucking awesome. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, it's a hard one to find though that shortcut. Every time I always, I always had to hunt around. I was glad, I didn't really explore that planet yet. So when I saw that shortcut, I was like, hell yeah, dude! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> right well, I it. came out of it, and then I was like, wait, I can just fly right here, and then you just look for the two towers by all the ice. It's, it's the two towers. If you the water yeah. on either side is, has a different shape, right. so if you learn it's yep. the round shape and not the. I always just flew the goddamn tail. ship right into the hole, and uh, Does that also worked. Really? Oh yeah, I loved, I loved reading about like I it took me fucking forever to find the Southern Observatory. Oh, that's a pain. Like, oh, I, that was to get back the stuff I had to like look. Up, I kept falling out of those fucking teleporters to nowhere mm-hmm. so many times, yeah. and then I I finally got it. But I was reading about people that were just like, I was just like, fuck this! I'm just flying my ship inside the planet and like flying up into the. 
I uh, that's hard to do. <laughs> I tried that a bunch. Yeah. Well, then trying to puzzle stuff out. Like there's that one tower where it's got the gravity walls, but it's like a quantum tower of knowledge yeah. or something. It's also would, brittle hollow, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I would get there all the time, and I would just look up at it and be like. Okay, there's a huge gap. I can't jump this. I can't jetpack up. Park this. your ship upside down and yeah, yeah. I was doing all that shit, or I just stand there and just stare at it. Was <laughs> like, like a teleporter? That I yeah. No, it's time. You yeah. wait until it uh, goes through the black hole and then it warps out yeah. by white hole station. Oh yeah, that's And then that's it's right. in space yeah. and I go in there. I so found cool. I found yeah. that one by accident because that was one of those infuriating times when I fell in the fucking black hole. Yeah, yeah. And got super mad. I was like, whatever I was trying to do in the city just got flushed down the toilet. Yeah. And then I see the fucking tower <laughs> come out of the white hole right after me. And I was like, holy shit, now I could just like fly up the top of it, like totally by accident. And it, yeah. like, I mean, I've talked about this game forever, but like yeah. the inside the uh, interloper is so awesome. Dude, that whole yeah. sequence was like so heartbreaking. When yeah. You oh, that's so good. It's, it's, so good. Yeah. it's really, really well done. And just the sort of like mind fuck of like, <laughs> oh God, I got to shoot my thing in there. And it's like, I got to, the gravity of it. Like there's so many moments of really interesting uses of physics in it yeah. of like, you have, you know, the two planets where like stuff is falling back and forth between mm. them. You yeah. have stuff where you go to the core and you can see how the gravity is working in really interesting ways. That's and just, even stuff with like on the, the big giant steep where you see the planets going up and yeah. out of the, the like, the like islands going out of the planet. It's just like really mind-blowing, incredible uses of physics. One of the things I find kind of charming about it is that it really picks and chooses what aspects yeah. of physics and cosmology it actually uses and which ones it just says fuck off to. Mm-hmm. And it's generally the ones that would make it like not fun to play or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like the scale of everything is completely nonsensical and like yeah, gravity planets, matters yes. right up until it doesn't. And like a bunch of stuff doesn't really makes sense, but it's all in service of the game being like fun and playable yeah. and giving you that sense of awe at, at what you're doing. I have one major disappointment with that game, like very serious actual disappointment with that game, is you. I tracked down the uh, projectile from the cannon, the probe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I tracked Wait. that thing... I found it. I, I found it in my big map. Wait, I thought it doesn't I, it just like leave the solar system. No, you can find it. Lands on Temper Hearth, doesn't it? No, yeah. you're talking about the one that the probe cannon yeah. shoots right when you wake yeah, up. Yeah, I found yeah. like it was on my. I saw it go out, and I was able to get to my ship, and I, I tracked it down, uh, and I matched speed with it, and I finally found it. Wait, I, and it does nothing. Oh, but you even that you can do that is, is a that, cool thing. Is that not where they put the backer names? <clears throat> Oh, I didn't see that. I was, I was reading that they put all the backer names on a satellite that's like way outside the solar system. Oh. No, I don't think I don't think it's I where some the, I don't think back maybe, maybe that's maybe that's different. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I was like, oh man, I found it, yeah. and you know, matching speed, and it's going back and forth, and then nothing. I think there's oh. something kind of satisfying about having it be nothing though, because I think that's maybe more realistic to the world. No, but like truly, I think it's like incredible that you can go and chase a thing maybe. down. Not everything has to have a deep dark secret. I mean, the, in it, the, you game, know? the game is no, oh. but if you many spend time sure. like and you want. There's also so many deep dark secret yeah, things. The game, the game is game. so yeah. dense with detail and payoff that no. like, I just, like, whatever. You're the probe. I've, I'm the probe, and I, I'm full of deep dark secrets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I really loved the ending. I'm going to yeah. spoil it here because I do think it's worth talking about. But you know, the whole loop is like you know the sun is going to explode it's going to go supernova you have 22 minutes to solve it and you and like maybe a couple other people you meet are really the only ones who know that this is a loop happening and you're kind of playing being like well i guess i'm trying to like stop the sun going supernova i'm trying to save everyone like let's see what i can do and it ends with you getting to the center of this thing that like the center of the universe basically that like this ancient society was also trying to get to and couldn't get to it so you eventually get there and then you meet everyone and it's Basically, how it ends is like the sun goes supernova and your race goes extinct. 
It's even it's more actually, than that. It's actually that. darker than yeah, that. It's yeah, it's the entire, it's the end of the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. All the things are going that's, supernova. That's another aspect of where they like sort of compress the physics in a way that makes it very dramatic, even though it's kind of well, it was cool. But mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't realize this, and I didn't notice it myself until I read about it after I finished it, but uh, I think it's the dude on Ember Twin who's like, He's like, hey, I've got this lookout point. It's a really great, great place to look at the stars. Oh, you, he's like, I see so many. You might even catch supernova, a, You yeah. might even catch supernova if you're lucky. Apparently, if you keep going back over the course of the 22 minutes, he keeps becoming increasingly alarmed. Oh, oh really? How many supernovas <laughs> well, he's seeing all at once? Oh, and by, and by the a, end of it, he's just like freaking out existentially because he thinks the universe funny. is ending. Which I went like a totally few minutes is. in, and he was like, I saw a couple today, kind of unusual, <laughs> neat. Yeah. So that's interesting <laughs> to know that you can go back. Yeah. But I don't know. I think there's something so yeah, nice about a game that's like. You know what? Sometimes you can't solve everything, yeah. and that's okay too. Like, look at what you've accomplished. Like, there's something really, I think, just poetic the, about the it. The inevitability really nice. of like, yeah. like, no matter what you did, like you got to see some really cool shit mm-hmm. before it all went. But the way they tie tie that stuff into the actual reason why you have a 22 minute time loop yeah. is yeah. Dude, awesome. The, like, I saw somebody reference like Primer in sure. relation to this game, and this game is nowhere near that <laughs> up its own ass. But like, right. there is there is that level of intricacy to the way that they plot it out. Yeah, why this cool. loop is happening and how many different aspects of it there are. Yeah. I mean, look, the heat death of the universe is something that I'm certainly looking forward to. So any game that is willing to let you stare that down in a big emotional climax is A-OK by me. And like, I, I think like another poetic aspect of the way the story plays out is that they devoted their, even after they were marooned in the solar system where they couldn't get out, they didn't turn their attention to getting out and back to their race. All they could think about was tracking down that mysterious yeah, I, signal that got them in trouble in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> to the point that they like turned this entire solar system into this insane machine, purely in service of sending information back through time over and over and over until they found this thing. They were and it didn't for. work. And it didn't work. <laughs> and it failed. And it failed. At and the they, end of their right. insane, you know, d- the development process of this thing, like the crucial piece did not function. Yeah, that, that, that's that part. And they were, and then they were all wiped. Fun. And then they were all wiped out. <laughs> but then it only triggers because the sun then reaches its yeah. actual. Like the natural end of its life. Yeah, they though. need the they they try to supernova the sun to because it's the only thing that's enough power to mm-hmm. trigger this thing. To for they have to send a probe. They're trying to find the signal. Yeah, and to find the signal, the statistically they have to send a probe millions and millions of times or hundreds of thousands of times. And in one of those times, it'll find the signal. Right. Mm-hmm. The only way to do that within their lifetime is to send the probe, supernova the sun. Send the information back in time. Do it again, and the only time that it'll that'll stick is the time that it finds the the information, right? Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't work. They can't supernova the sun. But since it's the end of the universe, all the suns are going supernova. That's what triggers this thing in this time loop yeah. at the end. Uh, and that's super. It's, it's so a cool, cool concept. It's so cool. And they get wiped out by just some fucking comet going oh God, through the whoops. sun and yeah. dark matter exploding, and they like some random thing. The Nomai, right? That's what killed them. Yeah. 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 Uh, that just wiped out all life in the in the thing anyway. It's, it's like a really neat yeah. way to tell their story. <laughs> really also, I don't okay. know, seeing the eye is like wow. And then you, when you go to the quantum moon and you're wh- where it's like at the when it's at the eye because the quantum moon will like mirror whatever planet it's near. So when it's at the eye and you like see <laughs> yeah. one of them living is like such a I, powerful I, moment. I was like flipping my shit. I know. I was, like, hmm. like this long vanished race that I've been reading about the whole game. I'm like, here's one standing right in front of me. Like what the fuck? It's good to talk to him, and he's just like, he's hey, cool. it's good to meet you. <laughs> Yeah, then, I think it's I think it's a lady, but um, and if you if you talk to her enough, uh, she'll tell you because this is like hundreds of thousands of years mm-hmm. after they all went yeah. extinct, right? And like she'll tell you like I'm not sure that I'm 
fully alive anymore or something. Oh, like that. really? I don't in, think I. How'd you get that? Because I feel like I tried yeah. all the combinations. You, get, you, you, have, to, too, yeah. you have to put the stones. To, so yeah. there, are like, there, are, there are like verb stones and noun stones, yeah. but you can put two nouns together. And oh, still, still. I don't think I ever did that. It's a very like Schrodinger's alien. Yeah, it, it's, like, it's another like, alive. It, it totally dead. ties into all the like quantum superposition stuff. But they don't. Uh, they didn't uh, go like, extinct. It was just that group. Because well, yeah, you find that message board where they're all like, and they're probably extinct at this point. No, because you find a you find a. If you go into the dark bramble and find their ship, you find a current messages where they're like, hey, it's the end of the universe. We're all gathering at Wendy. <laughs> right. like their you race know, was like, so advanced that they figured out that the universe was ending yeah. and they went to found like the Somewhere famous else. place to camp out. And they're all going to die anyway, but like it's like the last bastion. Yeah. And, like, and, like, and they tell the story of the missing ship. Right, and, and like, this ancient mothership has been receiving these transmissions yeah. all this time. It's really and weird. there's a reference in there to how... like. They mention the disappearance of this yeah, plan that you're investigating, yeah. and they refer to it as like a myth passed down by the ancestors of the people who disappeared right. and but, stuff. Like, it's so well done. Both, like, lore-wise and just the things you're doing in this game, I don't think I've ever played a game yeah, remotely right. like yeah. this. Yeah, 100%. It, at times, it reminded me of, you know, Breath of the Wild, and then also The Witness, in the way that, like, yeah. knowledge yes. is the thing. Totally. And then in Majora's Mask, with the yeah. time loop. So it's like, I can kind of <laughs> use those to explain to people, but, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it, but it, it's a voluntary yeah. thing. <laughs> but no, but, I mean, it takes those concepts and runs with them, you know? Like, yeah. that's the thing it does is synthesizes all those influences in a way that feels like so incredibly cohesive. And yeah. I also think that they have a lot of good things in the world that add to the tension in the atmosphere as far as like the audio building and a lot of the other sort of moments around just sort of the narrative and the gameplay. Like the audio and the way the music works, like the music will build as the loop is about to end. Um, and also the music will build when you reach certain like story elements that just add to sort of like the Wow! Of them in the way, a really, really nice way. The way they use the, the "Hey, the sun's about to explode" music on yeah. that final run when you're about to yes. go finish the game. Special. Not, it's not just stressful, but it's also like a slightly different arrangement of the music. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. It's as soon as you grab the warp core and warp back to your ship and start flying to the dark bramble, like the music starts coming up, and the game has trained you over like countless cycles to hear yeah. that music and go like, "Well, this is the end." It, it's the but instead, running out of breath underwater music, <laughs> right? But yeah. instead, you hear it that time, and you know you're going to do the thing, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's, this is the end." And then you grab, the wait, is it, grabbing the warp core one of the last things you do? It is like, oh yeah, doesn't have to be. <laughs> no, I know it's funny because that's literally the first thing I found <laughs> in the game. Uh, and then oh, you find wow, one dark crazy. ramble. You could have gone a million miles. Like that's kind of what's so insane about the game is if you had known what to do, you could have gone and finished the game right in 15 minutes if you know what you're doing. I was so confused when I asked Abby if she beat it, and you're like, "I saw." But I didn't beat it. Like, what are you talking about? And then I got to that point. Like, oh, okay, I get it. Do you, yeah. know, there, do you know there's a third ending? You can you can know. like break reality in the uh, yes the I, experiment. I, I read it and then I yeah, did I it. When it's in the it's in the warp core experiments where you can if you send your probe if you send if you have send a probe while it's duplicating a probe you make two probes oh uh, and you can break it. Yeah, if you can, Wait, if, what? If you, you basically have to like pull the the, yeah. the warp plate or whatever in the middle of the experiment. So that there are oh. two oh. when you're doing the black holes yeah. and the it's, white holes. It's, it's when there's it's the little doohickey that lets you yeah. demonstrate yeah, you the, yeah. the, the causality yeah. paradox. And, and, yeah. and yeah, like if you break it so that there's two of the same probe in the universe at the same time, like the screen all starts breaking up yeah. and like you fucking like I did not figure physics. that on my own. I, I didn't that's either. cool. I just looked up yeah. a YouTube video, but there's so much that's crazy so shit. That's so neat. Like I need to Google more shit about it. I'm sure there's more stuff like the freaking giant tornado <laughs> that I totally missed. Like I, I read that. Um, Solanum the Nomai. If you don't do the Quantum Moon, she doesn't show up in the ending. Right. She right. doesn't. She oh. doesn't come. Also, if you shoot your probe into yes, the I did that. At the end. It I shows totally up in the, in the last. <laughs> the little the black. Yeah, I shot mine in there. See it go flying across. Uh, and yeah, and the whole thing wrapped up in this weird, very gentle, yeah. kind. Yeah. It was uh, like it was like heartbreaking, but also like kind of optimistic at the same time. Not even the, not even the ending. Just like the speed. Like it's a very 
humble, you know, they're putting together things with wood and like, yeah. you know, and getting just, your friends together and playing music. And yeah. The and, yeah. It's like very, it's, I don't know. There's not a lot like, of games like it. Like they, yeah. I mean, you literally watch like the entire universe blink out of existence. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then you have a campfire jamboree that creates a new <laughs> universe. That's how things work. That's yeah. fucking cool. It's so cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we have other videos. We about, uh, forgetting that. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's probably good to get that one right at the top. Just yeah. just get that yeah, one out of the way. Top one to sleep. Uh, all right. Um, the next game is. I need to make sure I've got the full title, which I don't oh, have right. in front of me. I just want to make sure I've got it right. Cadence of Hyrule: Crypt of the Necrodancer, featuring the Legend of Zelda. Yep. Yes. That's a lot of. It's a lot of words. Boy, that's a good soundtrack. That's a yeah. great soundtrack. How, how have they not released that? Like, oh, I know, yeah. I know it's Spotify Nintendo, and they don't sing Yeah, to do Nintendo much of that doesn't stuff. love to do that stuff, um, especially because the the Necrodancer soundtrack was so good because they had three versions yeah. of every song. Uh, I loved this game. I know uh-huh. um, it definitely had some issues. Uh, length is something that people kind of point to as being. One of them. I personally love having short games. I love that I can pick up a play. I love wanting more after a game instead of being like, oh, God, I'm finally glad this is over. But I think this is such a neat thing that I think could have been bad. Uh, I think they did a good job of – they could have just made Necrodancer 2 this time your link and <laughs> – it would have just been like, I don't know, I would have liked it and some other people would have liked it, but they went out of their way to make it feel like a Zelda game. Mm. They have this open world, they have these items, uh, you know, they have like, the dungeons are, are like Zelda dungeons in a way, um, the bosses are like Zelda bosses in a way. It's, I, I, I love this game. I really do. I, I played about half of it, you know, in the standard default way, and then half of it turning the fixed beat mode. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Oh, really? I fixed actually think I liked it better in fixed beat. Which yeah, I, I, I strongly. So fixed beat, you don't have to move along the beat. Everything moves when you move. Yeah, so it's like you oh. can know exactly. Like there's no stress. It's almost like a, a game where you know it's like, well, on this person's turn, they're going like to do this. Like a turn-based strategy. Yeah, game at that yeah. Point. yeah. So it's like, it I would be see, the default mode. I think. Yeah, I would see the enemy like doing his little dance, and then I'll know no, no matter how long I take. I know he's going to lunge after this, and then I could plan out my... It's like, well, I'm going to go up, and then I'll hit him on the side. And I, I thought it was more fun to do it that way rather than a yeah, rhythm I could, game. I could, I could see that. I, I played so much Crypt of the Necrodancer that, like, kind of getting into the beat and, like, yeah, making yeah. that part of my, yeah. like, you know, just the pacing of the game... And that's good, too. Like was, that was, like, crucial to it for me, so I always stuck with that. It's a totally different feeling, but it's also yeah. really fun. I just overall think I've enjoyed it more doing it with fixed beat. I think for me... I. I really like Necrodancer a lot, and I think I com- like I completely understand why they they tuned this game the way they did to make it more Zelda-like and to you know to sort of capture the the spirit of the license. But I think the things I liked about Necrodancer were not necessarily the, I think the way the dungeons were designed and the way that the game just sort of felt was more in tune with what I liked. I think that the Zelda stuff in this game was just not nearly as interesting to me, and I, I don't really know how to explain it better than that, other than like. They're do obviously this is the thing they have to do to make it a Zelda game, but I think that got in the way of the things I liked that were Necrodancer. Like, I, I didn't mind I mean? there being dungeons, but they were really combat heavy. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel like what I yeah. want. Like I was hoping there would be more like rhythm based puzzle in the Zelda style in those dungeons, but it was mostly just like kill a bunch of enemies for three floors and then fight the boss. Yeah, and I think that stuff is fun enough. It's like, not it's bad. Enjoyable. Like, but it's more of what you're doing on the overworld for the most part. But it's, it's also not... the thing that kept me from ever actually really going back and like playing it for longer than a few hours because I just I 
at a certain point, I felt like I had kind of gotten my fill of it long before the actual game was done, even mm-hmm. though it's not that long of a game. Uh, and so I just kind of I kind of lost the rhythm of it and just never really went back to it. I thought it was really clever how they uh, kept kind of the random nature. They were able to, to keep one of the random things of, of ne- obviously, Necrodancer is a roguelite, but having the um, map layout change for every player being different, I, I thought that was a neat touch. Um I think that the game had a difficulty issue. Yeah, I'm uh, with you. you became overpowered oh, at yeah. a point oh, yeah. once you had enough hearts. I thought, you kind of breathe it really out. didn't take very long to get there either. I, thought, I, I got was, there. I thought it was really hard for about 15 minutes, and then I found <laughs> the combo of stuff I liked, and then I just breezed through the rest of it. Um, I wish there had been. I mean, I know I said I, I like being be wanting more, but I wish there was sort of a like rogue mode or whatever. You know, yeah. a randomly there's, dangerous. There's some other mode, but I forget what it is. It's some weird. What is that? Did they add that post? I'm not sure. Some kind of endless mode? It's not. I can't remember what the twist is. It's it's not like um, a proper roguelike, though. It's not necessarily what you want. I like that you can play as Zelda and or Link. They're mm-hmm. very different. And then you get um, who's the Cadence? Cadence oh, yeah. in there. Is there a fourth character, or did I dream that? I That's think there I is, and it's like really hard and convoluted to get. I don't. I don't remember because like this game came and went in a week, mm. kind of. Yeah, like, yeah kind of. Did. Uh, the thing I, I'm bummed about is because, I, like, it, it, criticisms aside, I really like that Zelda or, or that Nintendo was willing yeah. to yes, totally. experiment with a non-in-house studio, letting them yeah. touch one of their biggest franchises and yeah. try something weird with it. Yeah. Like yeah. that is a great thing. Totally. Cool. Like, and like getting <laughs> Danny B to do the music for a Zelda game, <laughs> like, that like, that's like the only choice yeah. 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 for me. And, you know, I, I want to encourage them to try more things like this uh, down the road, even if this game wasn't like a home run for me or anything. Like, I, I, I the spirit of it is something I greatly admire, and I want them to do more shit like this. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like this is the thing that people have said for years. Like, man, wouldn't it be great if they gave some of these franchises to studios that... You know, smaller teams that want to do things with them. Like, someone is out there going, like, I've got the best idea for a Kid Icarus game. Just let them do it. What, right. if, what if Team so, Ninja made a Metroid game? Okay, I'm not saying every every experiment like is Phillips good. CDI Zelda game. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you're wrong. Zelda, yeah. Zelda Tactics at the time is now. Um, the only other thing that I wish was a little more balanced was kind of the pacing of the game because like you you do the whole overworld and then you go to the dark world at the end and I was like fucking awesome like yeah. I love Link to the Past like the music in the dark world is amazing I was like alright let's do this and then it's like 20 minutes yeah. and, and yeah. then the game ends yeah. it's like I just wanted more of that mm. once it, once there was this big scenery change mm. I wish there had been more yeah. where does it fit in the timeline <laughs> it depends what happens let me pull out my copy of the Hyrule Historia <laughs> flip to page 83 Okay. All right. That game's super cool. Yeah. Um. Speaking of cool, mm-hmm. I hear Bloodstained <laughs> Ritual of the Night oh. is pretty good. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> you you want to make a pizza? Pizza's pretty cool. You want to wear a wolf hood? I, yeah. Really? Yeah. Tough. Can I wear the wolf hood while I eat the pizza? You want to heretically oh, yeah. grind someone that's shredding on a guitar while, <laughs> and then yes. cook an omelet? I yeah. love the heretical grinder. Oh my god! I never used it. But that's that's all they, I use. There's so many things that's so good Vinny they do. nerfed it like three times. Did they really? Oh, yeah. They, they, they at least once. Yeah, at least once. Man, uh, what a... 
Talk about a weird fucking game. They <laughs> nailed everything that I think they promised out of like, hey, did you like Symphony of the Night? We'll make another one of those. And that's all I expected from it. And they did that and then added on like 90 layers of just weirdness that yeah. I loved. Yeah. All there are so many layers. Symphony yes. of the Night fever dream. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't really love Symphony of the Night. I know that's like kind of heresy to say, but like, I don't love no, it. I'm but uh, okay. Yeah. It's a cool game. It's top, a top, cool top, game. Top yeah. game of all time. Yeah, but, thank you. <laughs> Finally, the same person in this room. Uh, but but maybe there's maybe. Uh, yeah. There's Have argu- you played food fight. Uh, mm. God damn it, There's uh, arguably too much in Bloodstained. Like there is, <laughs> there are so many. What are they? Not the shards and there's the, the cooking, the recipes. Okay, yeah. yeah. The, the, the quest. I, I got overwhelmed with a lot of stuff passive ability. in this game, and and had to eventually just go like, I'm just gonna. Murder shit. Yeah. I mean, I platinum that and made every single wow. thing, got every piece of equipment you could do, and then watching you play the whole thing again, I thought, I want to do another run. I want well, to do that all again. You clearly missed out on stuff because you the never fucking high the jump, jump thing. That high <laughs> jump looks amazing. Yeah. I never used the heretical grinder. There's 8,000 shards in that game, <laughs> and I bet a lot of them are really cool, but I would find yeah. the ones that I like and just use those. Rarely encountered a game I wanted to play myself <laughs> less that I have enjoyed <laughs> watching someone else play more than I have with this one because I really liked watching it. And trying to break this game in a variety it, of different ways, oh, and there's still and it stuff. works. You're not quite done with it. There's still some stuff coming up. Did, did anybody like super hundred percent this thing? Uh, I n- no, but I've seen all the. You boxes. know about the like OD stuff yes. in the library, and like there's some weird shit that happens there. There's oh my god, the game just has so much. Like those optional boss fights. You've been to the eight bit nightmare and all that. I beat it. You beat you the, uh, the the evil uh, jackpot machine. The, uh, the I beat it. Yeah. Yeah. He beat the carpenter. Yeah. There's, oh, just, like, there's stuff in that God, game that's so weird that feels broken that I love. Just like, why would you put this is a broken oh, mechanic? Yeah. Don't put this in the game. And it's like, you, you know, it's the right Vinny, kind of broken. And Vinny, you haven't seen the accelerator yet. Did you get? You have seen the accelerator, Ben? Which one's the accelerator? That's the one where you go real fucking fast anywhere you want all the time. Uh, I have, after you do the race with the ninja. Yeah, I do have. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think then you can level game. it up to nine, and you're just flying across. Yeah, the that's map. like a, that's oh, like a, there's an old uh, Castlevania thing, like uh, I forget what it's called, but yeah, you just move. Oh it's, my it's a God. thousand games. God, I love one. that. Re- <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because it's one of the last things you do, close to the end of the main game, and yeah. like you're gearing up, you're like, okay, I know the end's coming, and then you just walk into a room, and there's a ninja, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta fight this guy, and he's like, no, let's race, yeah. and you just have to like do an obstacle course, and if you beat him, yeah. he makes you go fast. It's the end of American Gladiators against a ninja that gets you a magic shard that makes you fly around. In hour like 30 of this <laughs> Castlevania game, it's, it's, it's very You spent the last two hours trying to find white sauce to make some weird pasta. <laughs> there's some stuff that I wish, like, uh, like they don't really point you in the direction like to, to ride the train. Mm. Oh. Yes. Oh, I legit had to look up. I ended up points. stumbling onto it, like, and it didn't take me much time, but yeah, talking to you about it. You and your photo ID. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, like I knew, I knew how work. to get the photo ID. I talked to the fucking bookman. Yeah. Um, At the right time, OG. because you have to talk uh, yeah, to sorry, him. Yes. Old Dracula. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and so I, I knew that, but it was like that thing of like, man, sure as lucky I just fucking wandered in here and happened to fucking talk to this dude. Yeah. Because holy shit, if you missed that, that'd go, you'd go crazy. Yeah. Also, even the way they handle, like, I kept wondering, like, surely they're not going to do the upside down castle thing. It's like, that's such a memorable <laughs> thing from Symphony. Yeah. And it's like, they don't do that. No. But they do something different that's like, oh, fuck, that's completely they, they different. They found their way to put a twist and on it. And that's cool. Yeah. You love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, like, you, you really love that. I love that. You flip that all day. You flip yourself upside down. You just go, you, you just run around you the ceiling. And then just turn yourself over and you're oh, just you running just, like, along VVV, the ceiling. The whole screen just goes, but you can just do it constantly to stay in the middle of the screen. And of course, you can 
do it outside. The first thing is run outside and go do it. They oh, just fly yeah. into the sky. It's so it's wild just, that this conversation is happening because it felt like the deck was so stacked against this game for so long. Well, so when I first started like it playing got, it, I was oh, like, I, mean, before, I don't like I mean, it before it came they out. They delayed it. They yeah, got delayed it like, over and you know, over. They played it out to backers. Like and backers they, were like, this sucks. I, and I played yeah. it before it came out, and I was like, this this will be okay at best. Like, there were multiple, like, they, yeah. they sure made that thing, there I guess. Like multiple examples it, of like trade show and backer demos where people walked away from it going like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like They brought they brought in an outside developer to help. It was just like, there's no way this thing's going to be good. See, I played it at E3, and I was like, okay, well, I think it's kind of hitting on like the Castlevania feel. I don't know if I'm in love with the look of it, stuff like that. But at the E3 demos and stuff, you never got a sense of how fucking weird this game got. And you can see it like in the Vinnyvania stuff as we've done it. Like I'm not that into it. And then just as stuff <laughs> continues to escalate, you're like, what the fuck is this? Game? <laughs> what does my character look like? Why, why am I? Powers why I is there have? a cat? Why is there a giant cat just coming out of a portal? Why oh is there a guy God, spreading like photorealistic animals? Uh, why is this fairy singing a like, song when I sit at the piano? What is this room that does nothing? This the restroom. What does that do? Yeah, this is nonsense going on constantly. The game's just laughing at itself constantly. <laughs> the overpowered, the the abilities uh, you get, like there was a so there was a boss where Dan yeah. was just like, oh man, I'll, it's the first time I want to bet with Dan. Where he, every time we play a goddamn game, he says, "I'll buy you a sandwich if you do I this." Tell you, you owe and, me one too. And that's so not true. He's like, "I'll buy you a sandwich if you beat this boss," because Dan doesn't make bets unless he knows he's going to win. Of yes. course, uh, the boss. But that's I, just smart coward. It, yeah, it was the grinder or something, and then like I just went on the ceiling. Because you can flip around, just stood yeah. on the ceiling and hit the guy with like my now machine gun. No, it was a heretical grind. I forget whatever the fuck it was. A giant sword that just swings over your head. He's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. this is a video jumping game. and hitting the guy with the thing. And I beat him on the first try. Well, when there's nine thousand abilities and powers, there's so many interesting ways you can yeah. see stuff. And like, I don't see that as like an exploit. I see that as just like a fun way to yeah. creatively approach bosses. Totally. It was. It was. We- it's a weird game. I do and have some problems with it. Uh, I think the last few areas are kind of uninspired. There's like the big world, the which behemoth. is weird. I love it's it. Like here's all the old enemies, but they're big now. I love that. Uh, Work for Mario Brothers Three. Yeah, <laughs> great world. Yeah. I thought the like the last area, the ice area, was just like this is not. I mean, this it's, is like kind of uninspired. It's just ice caves. There's not much going on there except for the one thing it does have with that OD thing, like that. Yeah, but I that's like end that. game. You know that, that there's some cool payoff there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they were like. We got to make the first part of this game really sing, and then they kind of maybe be rushed in a little bit at the end. But I, I, you know, not every area in a Castlevania game is going to be stand out. I rarely get so obsessed with the game that has like equipment oh. where I'm like, I have different sets of like, okay, here's my luck build, here's my yeah. strength build, build, here's my speed build. This is my I need to explore quickly build. You Swapping know. between those on the fly is so cool. Yeah, I, I yeah. do wish that stuff was a little better. It's a little janky, Some of the, like the quick. Said it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. a, like we tried a lot of different permutations during the Vinnyvania mm-hmm. stuff of like, okay, if I just set one item, well, it just change just one item when I do. Just right. want to change nah. my sword yeah. out, and like it didn't, yeah. it took all nah. my stuff off, yeah. and then yeah, that, that could stuff, be a little confusing. That stuff yeah. was a little weird, and also there, I know some people are like, what's the big deal? But like. Just put the material shop and the crafting thing next to each yes. other so you don't have to run back and forth forever. Like, and then breaking down, like, I don't know how much time or, I spent buying Alcahest and then breaking yeah, things down and grinding for money. Be able to, it's 2019, you just be able to mark the materials you need to get, right? Yeah. Like, hey, I, in order to make this food, I need these three things. Put a note in my inventory. This lady wants me to kill six of these things. I, yes. Yeah. You should be able to track that stuff. Oh, I love that little thing of, like, I don't know if you guys realized while you're playing it or found out after the fact of, like, all the 
quest names. Avenge this person. They're all Castlevania characters. Yeah, yeah. I that and was actually, they, they do mark those on the map. I'm, I'm wrong about that. The the quests or whatever. Yeah. Also, there's a million different weapons that all have their own like fucking Street Fighter moves and stuff. Yeah. Like, not all of them, but like enough that it's like, Jesus, they have this too. It's like too much almost. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Symphony Night had that stuff. Yeah. And the hidden. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I also say I really don't like the sounds she makes. Kind of uncomfortable the way she screams when she gets hit by moves. It's a oh, little, really? it's a little much, um, and I felt awkward playing it at times. But <laughs> there were those fairies that Vinny would always fuck up and they'd be, "Ow!" Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw a <laughs> sorry to bother you. Heretical grinder at you. I think this game is really cool yeah. and weird. I don't know <laughs> yeah. that I would call it good, but I think it's great. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot. It's okay. maybe it's maybe the okay. most game. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. adore this yeah. game and it's extremely high on my top ten. Yeah. I, lo- it's I cool. love it. I, I came. To it is it. extremely high. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. I came to respect it in its, yeah. in its nonsense. It is oh, yeah. abject stupidity. I mean, once they gave me the flip the world over thing, I think they kind of sold me. <laughs> That's anyway. all it takes. Yeah. Someone it. was having fun. Listen closely, yeah, game and they, and they pulled it together. Which yeah, that's the thing is like the a lot of the pre-release stuff that that I saw. Or you know the, that they put out for backers too, or stuff. It's just like, man, this doesn't this doesn't Sounds seem like bad. it's going to be much more than just like, oh, you're kind of making, yeah, this is sort yeah. of Symphony of the Night. It doesn't necessarily like, feel time, like it. Time but Spinner I see what came out the year before, and mm-hmm. that was like, oh, yeah. okay. And also, like, there are a billion of those games now. Yeah. Like, you know, like plenty of people have made their own, you know, Metroidvania style game, and and so that that alone is impressive, though. That like that is a genre we've seen so much of in totally. the last five plus years. Yeah. And the one that actually did the most unique stuff that I've seen recently is like the one that's like supposed to be a direct successor to Symphony of the Night. Yeah. And it is so many unique. Well, it is. Things. It is. An it isn't right. Yeah, like yeah. The, the look, it was kind of pitched the, as the like look and, well, but I mean, like the look and feel and the general framework is that game. It's just that they seem to have added so much insanity yes. on top of it. Yes. So, like, I mean, this game is more Symphony of the Night than just about anything short of maybe Time Spinner. Right. But yeah, and like they added that, and that's kind of what that game needed because a lot of people put those games out and they're fine, and some of them are even great, but. It took a little extra something, something mm-hmm. to to bring it home. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, let's layer on a bunch of weird shit. <laughs> Just make it fun. Yeah. Uh, at maybe the expense of the preciousness sure. of this Totally. Thing, yeah, like, that's. I think that's way better. Because yeah. like, people have held that genre and that game in such high regard for so long and made all these just very devoted yeah, like anybody, love letters to that yeah. thing. And it's like, it's been done. And that's cool. And some I love some of those games, but I... Yes, them having fun with this, and just going, fuck it, here's a big dog. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's the miserable pile of secrets game, you know? Yeah. Like, anybody that's over, overly reverent about that is, like, totally missing the point. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I love it. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's there. I could tell the public narrative was turning on this game right after it came out when people started talking about, like, oh, if you attack again, as soon as you land, you can get a second hit in. Yeah. Just, like, just like the last game. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, all right, huh, maybe there's actually something here. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. Let's do more one more game here. Take a quick break after that. Which is they are billions. Which I. That's a lot. Can't remember. That came out of early access, right? Yes. Yeah, out. Yeah. Out. Yeah. I guess like when version one point Sure. Like it came out. Uh, it's neat. It's a. It's where I think a lot of RTS stuff has gone in these kind of survival. So it's a MOBA. No. Oh. <laughs> Thank oh, no. goodness. What? Um. No, MOBAs are fine. Uh, it is a survival. <laughs> it's a survival RTS. So um, you are basically building up to <coughs> tower defense style yeah. mixed with RTS. So you're trying to survive waves 
by building out uh, and turtling up, which is my favorite RTS <laughs> thing to do. But you also can't just turtle up because you run out of resources and space. You run out of landmass. So you have to keep mm. branching out. And as you branch out, you have more area to defend. And it's a very easy equation, right? Yep. Of you can defend a small area very, very easily. The waves are going to start getting bigger and bigger. And in order to get better defenses, you're going to need to So there's an exact out. right time to expand where before the waves get too challenging, but you have to you've ba- got the right yeah. resource you've got mix. To balance so, this whole yeah. thing out. Right. Exactly. Of, okay, can I make more area to defend? You can build fences. My second favorite RTS thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, can you make more Marines. Yeah, always. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. No. no. Uh, but you can it's make flair in this. <laughs> you can make automated defenses, which I love. You mm-hmm. don't have to be there to do it. So like I love systems that just work yeah. and I love a perfect defensible system that you shouldn't have to ever look at. Which towards the end of the game you'll never have because there's so many yeah. you have to micromanage. It gets overwhelmed. But too, yeah, I imagine. My perfect RTS game is a you have set it up and you just walk away and then you win the game, right? Because it's just working on its yeah. own. You have the right amount of resources, you have the, everything working. And their billions is a lot of that, and it's very hard. My biggest yeah. criticism of it is the last wave is always killer. They just, you, you think you've got the whole thing, and then it just throws every every zombie on the map at you. So if you don't have it all explored, you're to- this, this amazing wall you yeah. built just gets shredded. Uh, it's cool. I'll say the campaign stuff was a bit weak. Um, that was yeah, that stuff that came out with the release. Yeah, because it takes too long to kind of like open yeah. up the the units and stuff that are really fun. And then it also does a bunch of those. I, I don't know if some people like them, but like I always hated the Command and Conquer and Starcraft missions where it's like you're inside a base and yeah. you've got three dudes and go you know yeah, no go hack a computer. It's like no, I want to build a billion tanks. And that's the other thing. It's I like offense. Yeah, I like the conquering more than Which the like you building. I like you know? micro. <laughs> But uh, no, it, I, th- I thought it was super cool, even if it was not exactly. I like forgot the about I that campaign part because it's, it's not just great. So not in the spirit, I feel like, of what the original game is. Yeah, because like normally a survival mode is like a bonus thing where it's like, oh, after you're done with the campaign, if you want to try yeah. something else, here you right. go. And so when I started playing it, I just did the campaign. Uh-huh. And I think you told me like, try the survival mode. Yeah. I feel like that's the appeal here. Yeah, and that was way better. This sounds like StarCraft. If the best part of StarCraft was the AI skirmishes. Kind of, yeah. yeah. That, that was the best I part mean, of StarCraft. That was the best part of Command and Conquer. That's all I ever did in Command and Conquer. Well, and it's, it's if you knew... <laughs> two very different things. If, if you knew, like, on a ticking clock when they were going to come get you, right? So, like, yeah. hey, you've got, yeah. you know, yeah. a half hour to build up your defenses. 15 minutes, no the rush. Game. There you go. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really neat. I, I think it is one of the... Uh, an example of it of this kind of thing mm-hmm. done right. Yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. That sounds like something I should try. Should try it. Yeah. Don't do the campaign. Okay. Good to know. Um, okay, that's a, that's a chunk of games. That's a lot of discussion about said games. Let's take a quick break and come back and get back to it. How did the writers develop that plot? What plot? That plot? What inspired a character's signature outfit? Well, which outfit are we talking about? It took how many people to make that monster? Did the outfit have frills? Uh, maybe. I, on, on Netflix's behind-the-scenes podcast, you get an exclusive look at how its biggest series are made. Oh? That's right. Like, what kind of series are we talking? Well, you can find out how a season of your favorite show comes together from script to screen. Mm. Season one brought you to Hawkins, Indiana. You remember that. Oh, yeah. I've been there a bunch of times. Uh-huh. It uncovered the magic of Stranger Things' third season. More like strangest things. Uh-huh. That's... No. That, uh, now the new season of Behind the Scenes is going to take you into the adaptation 
of Andrew Sapowski's best-selling books and into the world of the Netflix original series, The Witcher. Ooh, I've heard of that. Yes. I know that guy. Yeah. He's those, a good old friend of mine. Those books, uh, those, are lo- those are long books. Uh, yes. And it answers questions such as, how did the writers, cast, and crew take almost 3,000 pages of original material and bring this fantastical world to life? A lot of um, deadlifts. Yeah. No, that's a lot. A lot presses. of curls. And, uh, yeah, you just... That, that guy, guy is... Pretty beefy. Oh yeah, he's, he's he's got some bulk. Yeah, uh, the series will explore the characters of Geralt of Rivia, uh-huh. him, Yennefer. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh 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 Yen. Yeah, of Vengerberg, mm. uh, Cirilla the Lion Cub of Sintra. All of them in yeah. detail. Yes, good friends of mine. Uh-huh. It, uh huh. It features everyone from executive producers to the cast to sword masters. Ooh, like yeah, a podcast talking to the sword masters yeah. about. How do you teach this actor how to flip this sword without killing himself? I like to hear about a sword play. Yeah. You know what's funny is when they use rubber swords on set, and you, you can't like really you, tell. Yeah, but you see a little bit of it. Behind the scenes and the swords wah, 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 yeah. around like yeah. a sword ought not. Yeah. Uh, this is your ticket to a deeper understanding of The Witcher uh, as, as, getting the, as you get through all those people. And host Brandon Jenkins will take you there through the adaptation process from the writer's room all the way to the screen. Uh, new episodes of Behind the Scenes premiere in mid-January with new episodes weekly. You can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Listen to shows about your shows. Shows about shows on shows on shows. Back with more of 2019's games. Dota. Oh, man. Yeah, but not, not just any Dota. Oh, well, I mean, I can talk about any Dota. Dude, you don't need to. Everybody gets their own courier. Everyone gets their own courier, Brad. Fuck. Uh, Desolator 2? Desolator 2. Are you kidding? We could leave, yeah. I can just go go out. I'm sorry. If they don't leave, we can just pick the game of the year. That's true. I think we should stay in here. I'll I'll get in. (laughs) All right. All right. I will endure. What's up with Dota? A different Dota came out this year. Yeah, it was kind of a weird year for Dota because uh, for part of the year, I would say like March through, I don't know, June, uh, Dota Auto Chess was more popular than Dota. It was this mod that kind of launched in January, and everyone, like, I I wrote this down. I I came prepared. I have notes. Um, It had 8 million active players in May, or 8 million total downloads in May, 2.2 million active players. By Steam standards, that's huge. Yeah, it was the number one game on Steam for a while, and it was a mod in Dota. Um, And so they eventually spun that out into... Several things, like the original studio who made the mod have their own version of it, uh, Dota Chess Origins, which is on Epic. Uh, <laughs> Did that come out store? yet? Yeah. Uh, I think it's they put Origins of, uh, on Epic? <laughs> There's a lot of words you said. Yeah. The, the irony of this mod starting in Dota and then coming out on the Epic store. Yes. <laughs> so uh, League has one, yeah. Teamfight Tactics, which came out around the same time. But the only one I really put a lot of time into, other than the original mod, is Underlords. Uh, Jan, I know you also Unfortunately, played, a, yes. played a chunk yes. of it. It almost got you to play real Dota. No, no, it did oh, get yeah, me to play real wait, Dota. Are you still playing? No, 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 no. Oh, man. I, what, what if you did? Well, you know, you started playing, or you downloaded it, Brad. Everyone gets their own courier now, I'm told. So. Can I put a blink dagger on a courier? <laughs> I hope so. All right. Jokes. I don't know. Auto uh, chess is like the football game where you put the guys on the vibrating thing, and they just kind of shake kind around, of. and you watch yeah. them fight. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. If, All right. if you also, like, uh, if every football guy had, like, a class and a race, and if you've got three running backs, that means all your units are going to have plus critical attacks. Or if you've got two 
I don't know what's another football guy. Quarterback. quarterback. Uh, Why quarterback. Get, no, I mean, so it's like it's a yeah. it's a drafting game, right? It's like uh it's like a, a card drafting game, but with miniatures, I guess. Uh, not it, an NFL drafting game. No. Okay. Um, everyone is pulling units out of a shared pool, so it's not like a deck builder where okay. you go in ahead of time with a deck and choose what kind of strategy you're going to go for. It's it's very like it's very adaptive. It's a very adaptive game. It's a game where you have to kind of be ready to adjust your strategy on the fly, which is really rewarding if you're willing to put in the time. But a game like this is kind of hurt by the fact that it's Dota in some regards because, like, it was easy for me to come into this game and be like, okay, I know what Abaddon is. I know what his aphotic shield is. That's his ability, right? I know Juggernaut Spin. Like, I know these things, and it makes sense to me. Um, ben. Ben, a Dota player. but Ben. For the moment. Yeah. Pretend that I don't know anything about Dota or Auto Chess or Abaddon yeah. or anything. Or, mm-hmm. or football. What do you want to know? Tell me, is this any good? Yeah. As someone that does, didn't know anything about Dota or chess, some stuff about football, uh, <laughs> I, I wound up having a crap ton of fun with this. Like okay. This, this was like, um, this played incredibly well on a phone and you could play with your Steam friends, and that was really neat. Yeah. I think that's what kept me playing Underlords versus Teamfight Tactics, even though I have a little bit more familiarity with uh, League characters. Uh, but yeah, like I would lose hours of sleep because of this game. Um, and then just figuring out the different synergies and then the, like, the different strategies that would pop up out of the woodwork. Um, I'm still devastated that the character that's named Tusk is not an elephant, or not a panda, because I thought it was a panda. He's a walrus, he, has, he literally has tusks, he's named Tusk, and he has That does tusks. kind of make sense. Yeah, okay. well, I was playing it on a phone. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, Jan mentioned that the, the you know, phone and PC crossplay is, is really good. It also like lets you just ad hoc switch between phone and PC, like mid-game. You know, if you're playing yeah. on your phone and you get home, you can just load up Steam and then hop into the game on your uh-huh. computer, which is kind of neat. Because um, it's round based, like you, there's a lot of downtime. Yeah. How between, much downtime? Uh, it's I mean, like a minute and a half between how rounds. Long, how long is a whole journey? That was another big problem. Is when it started out, games would run like forty, forty five minutes. Right. Oh, On I thought phone? this was like a two yeah. minute. It had a chunk thing. So yeah. that's 25% of my battery. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so they they kind of they realized that a lot of people weren't down for that, and they've kind of patched it and made it a lot shorter. I'd say average games now are about 20 minutes. Okay, that seems more reasonable. Yeah. yeah. And then once you have drafted and set everybody up, uh, you hit go, and then there's like a minute or two of fighting, or so it's, it's like a so it's an eight it's an eight person free for all. Basically, like we're all, let's say we're all playing, we all get our strats, and then time ticks down, and then you randomly get assigned an opponent. Like I would get matched up against Dan, and so and our pieces go onto a board, and, and we're all drafting from the same pool. Okay. Yeah, and then like you know, as you play more, you level up, and the the number of like good units you get increases. Like there's you know rank units are ranked like one star, two star, and then like by the end game you're getting five star units, and then you can and you're earning more gold units. that you can use to buy the units with and stuff. Yeah, like but that. economy is a big thing because there's like interest for how much gold you save versus spend. But it's always 1v1? Yes. Okay, so there's eight people in a in a ladder yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and then 1v1. And then everyone has health, and basically at the end of a round, however many, many units you have left, it damages the other person. And okay. you lose that health, and then once you're out of health, you're out of the game. For good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's like, it, I just thought it was really cool because it's like a very new kind of strategy game. Um, what Something that I haven't played a game. I haven't played a like game like this. It's not quite tower defense. Yeah. There's like maybe an element of that there. It's like slightly because the positioning yeah. is important. Like where you place your units on the board matters because units will have different attack ranges and stuff like that. Mm. Um, 
It's What's a little the, bit of Clash Royale, maybe a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Place the guys there and just watch. You it's know. definitely an amalgamation of a lot of things, <laughs> but put together in a way that I haven't seen before. Yeah, you don't see a lot of chess. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah there's, there's, the not, is, there's not a lot of chess to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's on an 8x8 eight eight grid. It's more auto okay. than chess. The name, okay. the name is pretty <laughs> misleading. Maybe a little Archon. If yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Except you don't you don't resolve the fights yourself. That's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and this, this game has changed dramatically since yeah. launch. On top of, like, adjusting the pacing of the matches from, like, 40 to, like, roughly 20 minutes. Now, like, I dipped back. I, I stepped away from it for a while, and I re-downloaded it last night. And it's almost a completely different game. Hmm. They're taking really big swings with how they change it. Like now you have, uh, you know, people at home can see the, the, the footage. This is way outdated because like now you have a hero unit that's kind of always on your board and you're leveling them up separately over multiple games and unlocking like skills for them. And they just like, you know, completely added a system called like jail where five units a day are going to be in jail and you just can't draft those units. So it, it's kind of like a banning thing. Yeah, and, it's even more. You have to be uh, more flexible because, like, you could be like, okay, I have my strategy yeah, that yeah. I kind of go Try for. But else. Have they started monetizing this yet? No. Are there, is there anything for sale? They yet? had a battle pass that was oh, free. Right. It was like, you know, weren't they calling it like an alpha the battle proto pass? pass. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know about the... I don't think there's actual... I, I didn't... I was poking around. I didn't see anything yeah. that in, like, huh. a credit card. Just yet. That's how they get you. And it's like, mm-hmm. there's still, there's still quite, I mean, there's still like, you know. Yeah, they have it on file, so. <laughs> they have like a 32,000 player uh, high, what's it called, max players in the last 30 days. So it seems to be like, you know, still. How, how, still going. How's the other one you mentioned? The Team Fight Tactics? Uh, that one, my understanding is massive. Yeah. That's yeah. the League of Legends one. Yeah. Oh, I meant the one. I like better. I meant the one that was a mod. Oh, the one on like Epic that the original team did. Yeah, I don't really know. I kind of checked out of that one once this one came out. There's a mobile version of that also. Yeah, okay. I played that for a while. Is that free or that's for money? That is free, but with like tons of loot boxes and stuff like that. Wow. And that did come out, or it's not out yet. The Epic version, I believe, went into Alpha. Okay. Um, so, but it's an actual mod for Dota? Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, they made a stand. Yeah, they, yeah, they rebuilt it. Just like it. Dota. Yeah. Dota's a mod of exactly. yeah. Warcraft. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Follow okay. the money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Brad. <laughs> it is, uh, I'm sorry. It, it is, How could you spill tea in here? <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it is on... No, spill the tea, Brad. It is on the Epic oh, Store. It is, just called, it is just called Auto Chess. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Auto Chess on the Epic Game Store. And there is a big fat get button, so I assume that means you can get Okay. It. Yeah. And then, yeah, the Team Fight Tactics, the League of Legends one is massive. It has, like, tons and tons of players. But well, that one, like, runs in the actual League client. So yeah. it was yeah. already, yeah. like, you oh, already okay. have that installed because you're a League player as opposed to having to go find your own thing Woof. or a separate thing, I guess. So Auto Chess. Yeah. 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 It came now out. Now I know what Auto Chess is. I played some of it and was like, I, okay, I see why people might super get into this. Uh, but, yeah, like, not knowing anything about Dota, it was just like, <laughs> I don't know, this guy's got a sword, he probably cuts guys, yeah. he's got a red icon next to him, if I get more red icons, maybe that'll work out, I don't know. It was definitely a game I wouldn't have played nearly so much of if I wasn't commuting every day. Like, mm-hmm. on the train, it was a perfect train. Yeah. Did you ever have to, like, put, this, if the matches were long, just, like, bail out? Uh, I mean, once in a while, but, like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you get home, and you can just oh. continue on, and also okay. I have the liberty of working in a job where playing video games is part of it. Fair. Um, not this video game. But not this video game anymore. <laughs> yeah, never not again. anymore. I feel like now I know what Auto Chess and Dunder Underlords is. All this <laughs> hero stuff. I, I haven't played it since it initially launched, and boy, it sounds more like Dota Underlords 2, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Ooh. Dota 3. Yeah. 
Oh, my God, Ben. Stop dropping everything. Put it away now. The Dota time's yes. over. Yeah. All right. Ultimate time to the Dota stone goes <laughs> away forever. Until we talk about Dota for the top ten. What? Uh, for, those, for those listening at home, that was Dan Racker banging his head against the table. Sorry, I fall asleep sometimes. <laughs> it's a condition. You <laughs> run, Jeremy. Dota is mentioned. <laughs> um, <laughs> all, right. all right, Alex. Ah, what? It's your time to shine. Oh, is it? Yeah. Time oh. to talk about judgment. Oh, we talk about judgment. Yeah. Here's the thing about judgment. Judgment is the game that grabbed me this year. This is the game that I spent literally months playing uh, over, you know, short stretches because I just wanted to keep playing it. And I hear it's long. It is. If you do everything, it's probably like 50 to 60 hours. Uh, it is not a, a short jaunt by any stretch. But So this is the Yakuza team. It is them making a game that is a lot like Yakuza, <laughs> but with a totally different character set, a totally different storyline, no real ties to any of the uh, adventures of uh, Kiryu Kazuma. Kamurocho, though? It is Kamurocho, yeah. and it is, you know, it, it, you are a detective. You're a private detective, ex-lawyer, uh, who is has turned to detecting because you got a serial killer acquitted, which almost never happens in the, the Japanese criminal justice system. And then that guy is accused of another murder, like almost immediately. So you feel, you feel disgraced. You're like, I need to, you know, get away from all this. So Yagami, who is the protagonist, starts his own detective agency, uh, and you inevitably get mixed up in a whole bunch of wacky shit, uh, including a serial killer storyline. Yes, uh, wacky shit like serial <laughs> killing. Well, look, in the context Drug of this, scene. yes, and, and, and also, like, you know, there's a, a, a whole mystery going on involving this drug company that has some ties to different people that are sort of related to this. There's all sorts of Yakuza uh, sub-bosses and what have you running around. Is there any aspect of courtroom drama in this? A little bit, okay. yeah. There are some scenes in a courtroom, but it's not like, say, a Phoenix Wright okay. where you are actually going out and you are, like, making real hard choices or decisions when you are accusing or that kind of thing. Like, or just cutscenes. If there is a part of this game I am like vaguely disappointed by, it is that you don't do a lot of investigating on your own. A lot of it is that storytelling style of Yakuza where it is like you are doing the things you were supposed to do and then the things that are kind of on you to decide to do are the side cases and things that are kind of around the edges. So a lot of the main story is just kind of like you know A to B to C. There's not a lot of like room for decision making in there. That said, I think the storyline is really, really good. Uh, it is a, a very twisty mystery. It is, it is pretty captivating the whole way through. Uh, and they really do a good job of capturing the sense of, like, you are just a guy that lives in this neighborhood and knows all the, eventually comes to know all these people that run the local businesses and, you know, kind of hang out there. And it is an insane neighborhood. <sighs> it is a neighborhood full of just angry dipshits and, you know, like, people like, like, ramen shop owners that have personal problems that for some reason need your help. Is it, it the is, thing where it's like, it seems like every block and a half, there's like a group of people that's like, let's fight. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There are, there are angry morons that want to fight you all the time. And yeah. that's, you know, that there's maybe like just a hair too much of that for a game that is not about Kiryu. <laughs> you are not the dragon of Dojima, but you sure do fight a lot like him. Uh, they got that engine. They got that engine. And you know, that engine is still fun and you are still, uh, you know, you're still running around looking at cats and, you know, uh, so many cats, so many pictures of and, cats. and, and eating ramen karaoke? and there's, that's the one thing they didn't include was karaoke. Mm. Is that and like I, everybody's favorite thing? It is, but I think the reason they didn't, and I, I don't 
know this for certain, but someone mentioned this to me, and it sounds believable, is that I think that guy has a recording contract. Exi- like, the actor has an existing recording oh. contract. Huh. And as we all know, music licensing in Japan is insane, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. they probably didn't want to have to pay whatever label to have him singing on stuff. So, But other minigames? Uh, yeah, there's okay. there's minigames, there's Mahjong. Old, old Sega arcade games? Yes. Uh, Virtual Which, Fighter 5 is in there. Wait, uh, wait, wait VF5 5 counts as old now? Yes, Man. it does. Been a while, man. Yeah, it kind of does, isn't it? Yeah. What's, what's the name of the the friend, the ex Yakuza guy? Oh, the one who's your partner? Yeah. Oh fuck! Uh, it's been just long enough that since I played it that I've now actually forgotten. Now I feel that like guy I rules. I, yes. I, I, I hate that I can't remember his name, but he like he's kind of you know a, your comic relief, I guess. Yes. But he's like he's the tough guy. He's your muscle. Yeah, uh, he's he's a he's a burly dude who with a heart of gold. Uh, he helps you out, especially with your inroads to the various yakuza families. So uh, yeah, I was going to ask any characters at all from those games because you're in the same. Spot generally, right? They reference a couple of minor things okay, from the Yakuza series throughout, but other than that, no. Nobody shows up? No. Huh. Like, none of the, like, they, it is the, what is it, the Tojo clan, but, like, it's none of the same people that you were interacting with in the, the Kiryu storylines. Huh. No Majima hiding in a trash can? Yeah, it's a whole different cast, and I think that's probably to its benefit, because I think the big appeal here, especially for anyone who isn't already a Yakuza fan, is that, like, mm. you can get into this style of game without any of the story baggage yeah, from the other that's ones. that's fantastic, yeah. There's yeah. just so much like legacy cruft built up with that series now. Totally. It's like I, Zero I'm, also did that well, and like yeah. they did all the yeah. Kwamis afterwards. So I feel sure. like yeah. recently it has been a okay time oh, to get into. There it. Like there's, never a, yeah, there's a time, there's a way to get into it. <laughs> well, sure. never been a better time. It's actually not, for me. It's not just about getting in. It's also about being able to get out. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like one and done. Just like here's a complete story. Yeah. I'm just gonna play through it and yeah. be done and not have to play five other games. Not have to play seven games. Yeah. That's the daunting thing. Like that sounds awesome. I really just play zero and and don't and then stop. Zero and six. Zero and six. Yeah. Uh, So I I played a few chapters of this. I'm going to go back and beat it eventually. I have one gripe with it, and Mm -hmm. it's minor, but it really affected my enjoyment of it, and it's the scanning for clues mechanic Mm -hmm. where you're just looking around a room with that really slow cursor, and you don't know what you're looking for. The nice, like... It's basically like a, a find, like a like an adventure game where you're staring pixel at is it this a hunt? room. A little bit of a pixel hunt, but here's the, the good news: is you don't do a lot of that. Okay, there they are front a handful, load a lot of it. They do front load it. There are a handful of situations later in the game where you'll do stuff like that, but it is not a regular feature of the game. I kind of like them. You find uh, a little, find a little cat butt. Yeah. I just didn't know what I was looking for half yeah. the time, which was a bummer. Like, and, and sometimes you can walk around too, so you yeah, might those be in are the right worst. Spot. Yeah, like, like there's one where you're breaking into like a yakuza building and yes. you're on the first floor. And you're like looking the, for a vault. the drone or the it's right after the okay. drone yes. stuff. Yeah. But like speaking of the drone stuff, I like I like how they vary because like Yakuza has all the mini games and stuff. But I feel like this game more than those games broke up the action better. With yeah. like here you're gonna like tr- trail a guy for a yeah. little while, and here you're gonna fly a drone for a little while and scan these buildings. Yeah, it's 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 got a good mix of stuff to do and stuff that just feels like the kind of shit you would do just to kind of unwind and hang yeah. out in these in this neighborhood. And, you know, the te- I, I think if they make another one of these, I would like to see them lean into the detective stuff a little more, like just try and branch out and try some different things, like maybe actually have you do some real investigative work as opposed to just kind of like hitting the story beats, you know, to get to, through each storyline. Yeah. But at the same time, the stories they write and the characters they write for this are really good. So I don't really have like any significant complaints about that stuff. Like I was really involved with like, even just like the the, the fringe side personalities that that crop up throughout the game, like I think are all pretty good. Uh, the comedy stuff is generally plays pretty well. Like it's it's a nice mix. 
And it's just, you know, Kamurocho is a place I like mm. hanging out in. I haven't gotten burned out on it because I haven't played all seven Yakuza <laughs> games. So I, don't, I still have some affinity for that space. And I feel like they explore that space well, despite how familiar that probably yeah. is to a lot of players. That's neat. Did they announce a Yakuza 7 or yes, something recently? Yeah. Turn-based. With Kiryu? Like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's a new combat. protagonist. That's right. Okay. Uh, it takes place in Yokohama, and it has the turn-based combat system now. You can that's summon right. the Storm of Lobsters yes. with your cell phone. Yeah. It's okay. that, whatever they're doing with that, I'm very yeah. excited about. <laughs> that dude is a big Dragon Quest fan and fights like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's another chance to start in at a new part of the Yakuza series. Totally, yeah. yeah. It's another branching point, so... Yeah. But yeah, Judgment, I, I think, honestly, is probably my favorite thing I played all year. I, I think it's not going to be to everyone's taste, especially if, like, the Yakuza style of game has never worked for you before. But it is a great way to start with it if you are interested in it. Looks like, like the combat a little mashy. In this yeah, it is. I yeah. mean, that was the same way in 6. Like, yeah, it's, it's, right. That, yeah, that, that system... Not my, not my, I liked it better in... In Hawaii, Zero. Or yeah. at least, right. And it's still PS4 only as of now, right? It looks yes. Like. Uh, a bunch been... of those games came to PC yeah. recently. And yeah. Game Pass. They're coming to Game Pass. Yeah, Yakuza is coming to Xbox. That's right. They're coming to Xbox, yes. Okay. So, oh. so this may this may come to Again, never been a better time. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they'll get it out there on some other platforms. Samurai Showdown. Yeah, they did it. They it's, made it's a it. Samurai Showdown. They, as it's, they say. And it's pretty up, good. Yeah, they straight up made a Samurai Showdown. I, I know. I, like, not a numbered one, like a yeah. reimaging of the. Well, it's a, they st- starting over. A reboot? Yeah, yeah. They were tra- I, I feel like the development of this was like, we've made so many Samurai Showdowns. Let's just dial it back, get back to our roots. You know, it's not. Um, there were some bad ones along the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, like polygonal Samurai Showdown games. There have been some. Oh, but even like late, like five special is considered to be one of the best. Like they're yeah. up to a point. We're still making good Samurai Showdowns, but like they, they all happen on the Neo Geo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not the Neo Geo, the hyper Neo Geo 64. Those were bad games. But, but I knew the first, I knew that the first time I played this and I hit the guy with a fierce move and it did like half of his health and damage. I was just like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. They're, 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 they're doing it. it. They're, they're making that game. Around. They made the damn game. Um, not, I, I don't have a ton of things to say about this. I, I played it for a few months uh, online a lot. Uh, I got really, that netcode. Spending some time with it. It feels like, yeah, okay. Yeah. This is a game that was also on Stadia, and I tried yeah. to play it there, oh, and never right. found another human player, despite uh. it being free to all Stadia users. Uh, I think it's only if you have that pro one. Everyone it? has pro right now, because oh, right. early access. Yeah. Down, right? Okay. <laughs> Find me. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I love Sam Show, yeah. and it's been a while since I have really even tried to get into one of these games, mostly just by virtue of everyone saying, like, those sequels, some of those later sequels are not so great. I've just had, like, I don't think I've really played one of these games significantly since three. Yeah. And honestly, like, I had a lot of fun with this one. Like, it's not, it didn't bowl me over or anything, but it, like, it was, it was Sam Showy enough for me to just be like, yes, this is fun. This is a good time. I'm enjoying this. I, didn't, I think my issues were just like, I, don't really care for some of the roster. <coughs> um, I think some of the systems around gauge use and stuff are not not your favorite. Not my favorite. So yeah, it was a thing like it's cool for what it is, and I get why people are getting into it. And I wish like w- with a few tweaks, I feel like I would have gotten way into this game. But instead, I I ended up playing it for about three days. I'm just like, <laughs> all right. It's definitely a different feel than like any other fighting game out there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very very slow, very deliberate. Mm-hmm. Moves will, as Ben mentioned, take up like three quarters of your health. There's even mm-hmm. you know special moves or like super moves that will like almost instantly kill you, and it adds a certain amount of tension to that that you don't find in other games, you know, where you're just kind of 
just barely just like moving back and forth, just waiting for anybody to make any kind of movement, and then you can fire something off to like instantly kill them. It's mm. it's, it's rough. I think it's I wish rough. it was like also like just slightly faster. Oh, maybe a no, little bit I, I, I love like I, I like the deliberate plotting, yeah. plotting pace of it to up to a point. Mm-hmm. But if it was just like if they were like, hey, champion edition, you know, like that uh, level yeah. of like, hey, here's Samurai Showdown Turbo, and we've you know, but it's still not that turbo. Set to three stars instead of two stars, you yeah, know, or, or whatever. Uh, I feel like I would probably like the game a little more. My other favorite thing to come out of this was watching uh, all the old like Street Fighter Four players play this at Evo because yeah. it's a lot more slower. It's a lot more deliberate. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of the older players, like an Alex Valle or something, could a, get bo- a boomer really ass like, fighting game. Yes, like for <laughs> sure. All the like top sixteen was just a bunch of boomers at Evo playing this, and it was great. It was like good old days of Street Fighter Four. I don't know. I didn't enjoy that. Come out of the woodwork, yeah. Yeah. We live in what I would consider to be pretty close to a current golden age of fighting games. Yeah. And I am always happy. Like, there's there's a a selection of things I can play right now that I'm having fun with. And this is one of them. And, you know, it's it's nice to have something that feels both familiar and, like, kind of its own thing. Yeah. It's cool that it's, like, that, yeah, fighting games are kind of spread out in a way. Yeah. what would you say is like the best contemporary fighting game though? Second oh, wow. seven. If we're in a golden age, yeah. second seven. Uh, I, might, really? I might agree I think with so. that. Gosh, yeah, I guess it might be, huh? Like I don't, I don't know. That's like, the thing. Yeah, like, MK 11s really good. It's great. I think it's Tekken Seven. It might be Tekken Seven. And Tekken Seven is by far the one I enjoy watching the most too. Like it is the the finals at Evo every year for that thing are yeah. always super fucking good. I'm not even like, a Tekken player, and it's always the most fun. I mean, I think yeah. the, the real reason I can ask that question is because it's not Street Fighter for once. Right. No. It, t- historically, and it, it has always been. Street Fighter. Right? Do people yeah. play yeah. Five for, anymore? Don't, yeah. 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 I mean, it's still yeah. around, yeah. but it's not. I mean, I mean the real, like there's now, still right? a tournament scene for it, but I, I doubt there's a league yeah. for it. The yeah, real absolutely. answer that nobody at this table wants to say is it's Smash Ultimate. Like, with, like, with a bullet, that gets the most entrance at tournaments. That is like, if you look at the Evo Japan entry numbers, it's like, number one, 1,400 people signed up to play Smash. Number two, 286 people signed up to play Tekken. I mean, the thing is, right. like, I'm in no way trying to discount Smash. Smash is not my personal thing, but, right. like, it's, I, it, by all accounts, this is the best Smash has been in ages. Is yeah. it bigger than Melee? Ultimate? Uh, uh, that's a weird, like, thing. It's to very hard out, to right gauge now, that, uh, yeah. It has more active players and a bigger scene, for sure. Okay. I like Smash. Smash is fun. It's yeah. Fun. I played yeah. a lot of Smash this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I just, you know, for me, Tekken all the way. Tekken 7 yeah, is so great. fucking good. I love Tekken. I'm so bad at it. doesn't matter. <laughs> I have tons of fun losing at that game. It's a good game. It's, it's amazing. Can Tekken 7 be our game of the year? Sure. sure. Yeah. All right, done. I'll allow it. You made the top ten, didn't it? Last yeah, year? Oh, oh, definitely yeah, made yeah, the top yeah, ten. Yeah, and they're doing another season of characters, aren't they? Didn't they announce? I think so. Oh, I don't are, know. There, are are they done with whatever the most I, recent season was? Thought, I thought they. Um, they I the thought there was Dead another one. Come out? Yeah, Negan yeah, came, came out. out. No one cares about him. Yeah. He's got a bat. Whoa! Oh, there's Leroy. They couldn't Leroy even make or... Negan yeah. good in Tekken. Oh, That's how bad that character is. All right, back to this year's games. Oh, yeah. You see that video of T Pain dressed as Leroy dancing? All right, we need to move on. What's up? The Sinking City. Oh, yeah, that game. What is that? Uh, it is a detective noir story set in uh, the Lovecraft-ass Lovecraft universe. Uh, it is an original story, but it is referencing a ton of Lovecraft stuff, including some of the hinkier parts <laughs> of that guy's I was, I was about to say, like, do they, yeah. Well, so we'll get into Like, So the developers, they put a disclaimer right up front. They're like, hey, depictions of a lot of stuff in Lovecraft 
mm. you know, is like deeply outdated, you know, and <laughs> you can say, that. yeah, that's, 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 that's the kind that. way of putting it. Uh, and so, but they, and they're like, you know, we understand that we, we are drawing from these sources, but you know, we understand that these were, uh, you know, th- these, are, these were very much of their time. The problem with that I have is that uh, in doing so, they aren't really commentating or doing anything when they are drawing from some of these hinkier sources. Yeah, it's like, ah, we just made our thing racist, too. Or, or, well, like, is, that, so, is that what it is? So or? the game, I would not say, is explicitly, is not explicitly racist in a major way that I saw. I didn't finish it, but I played a, a, probably about 10 hours of it. Um, there's a couple of stories that he references that are very specifically about race mixing in a way that or there's one in particular where the story itself is about a guy who goes insane because he finds out that his family mixed blood with like a bunch of uh, literally apes in Africa. Okay. Uh, and so there is a, a family in this game that is a direct reference to that story. Mm-hmm. They don't specify the, the, the yeah, details yeah. of that story, but the, the family they have ape-like features. Okay. And the only reference they really make to it is, we're very proud of our heritage. We come from a line of... Af- I think I don't know if they say African kings, but they say, yeah. like, a line of kings. And so the Throgmorton family just happens to look like apes. Huh. And then there's also a whole race of fish people in this game, too, who are mm-hmm. essentially the, the, you know, basically like the oppressed underclass. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing a whole bunch of weird stuff with that. Yeah. Like, like literal like fish people and ape people, but also like people people and old gods and you know like it's yeah, it's a very yeah. strange mix of of elements from the Lovecraft stuff and it's I think in a better game and a game that was a little more willing to actually engage with that stuff and comment on it sure it might have worked here there are some things about the game that I like some of the detective stuff is pretty good and you know they're definitely getting into like literally you're gonna wake up Cthulhu type shit at some point. But that's how all these things go. It's not a good enough game. Like it's it's not good enough to pull. It doesn't quite have the chops to pull all that stuff off. Sure. And also it's janky. Like it's just it's not that fun to play. It's navigating that world is not fun at all. Like there's a lot of flooded city stuff, and you're like Mm -hmm. constantly like getting in boats and getting out. Like traversing from place to place just sucks. I also think when we did the quick look, uh, didn't we have like some kind of issue where we couldn't go forward? We like weren't getting a prompt for something. Yeah, we had to like restart the quick look. There are some game breaking bugs in there too. They may have fixed them by now because this game came out in like June, but uh, it, it just. It's there. That there are the Throgmortons uh, in in the video that we are currently looking at right now. You right. can see what they look like, and it is yeah. It's they make some choices in this game that I'm just not entirely sure that they know how to deal with. Right? Yeah. There, there's there's certainly a way to do this. Yes. But maybe they didn't find the way to do it. Is that it? I think it's just that they tried to skirt the line without really yeah. getting into it, and, and it so just comes off kinda, weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's. In a, for a game that is not by a big studio, it, it has some ambition, but I just don't think it ever quite gets there. Hmm. I don't know. Like plenty of games draw on cosmic horror and use a lighter touch when they do so. Yes, or maybe like, don't explicitly reference certain that's, that's, stories. That's what you I know? mean. Like, yeah. pick, like pick and choose the parts of Lovecraft that are still relevant or compelling, yeah. and kind of like yeah, like when they when they get into leave like the other stuff in the past. Like Honestly, when, I feel like there's just so so much of it. Like every. Everyone just can't stop talking about this Cthulhu guy. Like, yeah, Eldritar. Yeah, Cthulhu, I, Cthulhu, Cthulhu. It just, it just feels like it. Last five years, or, or I guess maybe just because there was away. a Call of Cthulhu, Cthulhu game. Like, it was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. like late yeah. '90s PC been, games yeah. were just full of that shit. Is Cthulhu the new zombies? Not no. Cthulhu is the old zombies. Yeah, it's the old new zombies. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, you can't beat Eternal Darkness. It was the, the one that did it the best. Yeah. I got my fill of that stuff with Bloodborne, I think. Yeah. Probably good for a while, but anyway. They're old gods. It was yeah. a game I wanted to like. I didn't end up liking it very much. Speaking of old gods, Super Mario Maker 2? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah old God. Right? Returning Game of the yeah. Year winner. Yeah. Yeah. Your new God seems a lot like the old God. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, except maybe not as good. Yeah. Oh, like I, I mean, in some ways, it's better. It's, like, it's, in better in, it's better in some ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I wouldn't say it's not as good. It's just there is not enough that is new. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that the stylus stuff on the Switch works better than I expected. I thought that was going to be one of the bigger stumbling points. But, you know, we, we bought those like, third still, parties. Yeah. Even those, uh, you got those yeah, friendly yeah, sweet ones. Yeah, got a different stylus, but it's just like the, the piece selection, I think, is significantly worse. The wheel, uh, the the wheel, wheel thing. Even, is, even in handheld mode with the stylus, it's not yeah. as good? Yeah. yeah. Huh. yeah. I, I, I never just, really did controller stuff. I just did it all controller. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was... Like all prepared to put my Wii U away and then didn't. And yeah. was like, Are well, the server still up and everything? Yeah. The first one, yeah. Huh. It's when I was like, there was a two week period or so after this one came out where it's just like the magic was back and I was like, oh my god, I forgot how much fun, how much I missed making these levels and everything. Uh, but ultimately, I don't think there was enough new stuff that really kept me going. I think the 3D World levels were better than I expected. Yeah, totally. Yeah. At first, I was weirded out by like, well, okay, don't say it's 3D World and then have it on a 2D plane. Mm-hmm. But then... And, and all these restrictions of like, if you do, you can only do these on here yeah, and you can't theme. change the style at all because they'll break everything. Yeah, but there's enough new stuff where just they really do feel like their own thing. Yeah, like, that one level of yours I played from... 3D World. Is it really uh, the fast-paced one? Yeah, you're, like going, kinda, you're going down yeah, most, yeah, for that most of it. Like, yeah, that, that, was that, was, that was really elaborate and kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I made a few 3D World levels and, and really enjoyed them, but ultimately uh, that alone, is that's probably the biggest addition, right? Right, well, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, that's slopes. cool because... Slopes are good. Oh, I off switches. I feel like the pre-made levels were also a nice addition. I really enjoyed those. I like the story mode more than I expected to. I do wish it had more stuff that was like... Because it was very much like, play the story and then like make it in the game. And I wish there was maybe even more of that. Because don't they also, didn't they offer off, also offer a levels where it's like, make your own level with prompts? Or no? Am I misremembering? I don't think there, there was a I think guided, that's what little I wanted. bit of just like, like tutorial, like almost like, hey, do this and now just finish the level how you want. Like they, okay. they would do little bits and pieces like yeah. that. You can watch like I, little videos that are like, oh, here's yeah. how to do auto scroll and right. things like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I like the pre-made stuff. I think I, I wish I had more like prompts like that where it's like, hey, make a level with just slopes or make a level you can't jump or whatever it is mm-hmm. to like force me to make more levels and kind of encourage me to like spark my inspiration, spark my ideas. But I did like the pre-made stuff. I thought it was a really nice addition. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I just like having this on the Switch. Like it's a mm-hmm. really good if I just want to play something for like 15, 20 minutes, load it up, you know, see what's, oh, what's big this week or whatever, yeah. play a level or two. That's, that's most of my time spent with this game was just like playing the other levels or even yeah. just getting into the endless challenge and playing on easy or yeah. normal and just like, ah, this is just, I'm just having a, a real laid back time with this thing. And, and that's fun too. But. I was all excited about this. Cause like the first game didn't really click with me that much. And this time I was like, all right, there's single player stuff in there. There's like yeah. a little bit more to bite into. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm going to get in on the ground floor when everybody else is. And like, I'm going to feel the Mario maker zeitgeist or whatever. And then I got it and friended all you guys. And then you guys stopped making <laughs> levels immediately. Yeah. Like everybody I know who loved Mario maker, like dropped it. 
I think I look at this. Man. I kind of look at this game as uh, in a similar way as like how Nintendo's treating Smash, where I hope they really treat this as a platform. And like you know, we just yesterday they announced like the Zelda stuff, and it's right. no huge changes in our announcements yet. But if they just kind of keep <laughs> gradually adding stuff to this over the next like two years. I think it'd be, it could be really cool because there's still dedicated people out there making levels. You know, yeah. it's a smaller number and probably. The, the but. additions they announced, like they seem like the stuff that should have come in that first patch. Like the first yeah. patch being like, "Hey, we're fixing this co-op mode. No one cares about." Like, all right, well, yeah, the, 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 the boondoggle of all the online stuff is yeah, just yeah, and the net code in it is just garbage. Well, I don't mean just oh the, my god, but oh, yeah, yeah, but also just the modes themselves, the, pretty garbage. But not, and even, not being able to, like, I meant yeah. more of the discoverability and the, the problems yeah. with like friends. It doesn't, stuff. it doesn't use the the system level friends yeah. list yeah. at all, which is just. Did no, they ever activate ignorant. that website? They had that Mario Maker bookmark site for the first one, and it was kind of easier to, to see know. things. And I don't know if they ever activated it for this one. I don't know. I used to use that for the first one. I guess that's maybe been my thing, is that it's felt like whatever progress they have made with this thing since launch has been very slow. Yeah. Like, they have yeah, not really yeah. rolled out a whole lot right. since the game came out, and mm. it feels like they just really haven't capitalized on any of the early enthusiasm people might have had for it. Put in Super Mario 2, you cowards. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please, please. Like, the please. way they put in 3D World and having that be its own style that, like breaks if you change it to the other ones. I think paves the way for yeah, like yeah. a Mario two to exist in this framework, and that'd be cool. Ultimately, I, I see it almost like a, instead of being a two, I see it as like a Mario Kart mm-hmm. eight deluxe or Mario Brothers U deluxe. You know, right. it's just like okay, this this on Wii U and none of you had that, so here's a good game. Yeah. Right, and we threw some bullshit in there, not bullshit, but you know, some new stuff. Yeah, have mm-hmm. you tried the the co op level building? No, uh, a little bit. It's bad. It's not good. It's bad. It pauses the whole thing when you go into the selection menu, mm, and, you, uh, and you can't you can't move cool. while the one player is selecting stuff. Maybe uh, they'll fix that. It doesn't sound fun. Probably not. No, no, that's yeah. bad. It's really incredible the way the energy has changed from the first one to the second. I mean, one. Just, like it's, it's just, the same thing. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, for the most yeah. part, you know how it is. It is interesting though, considering like something like Splatoon, which I feel like it's the same thing on the Switch. I I think a lot of us are still pretty hot on Splatoon, who like Splatoon. Whereas there's something about Mario Maker 2 on the Switch that I feel like lost a lot of steam. It just didn't feel like they learned enough of the right lessons from the first yeah. one. I feel like, I don't know. Like it, yeah. It, it, there's just, and, and, you know, like I think people that were deep into that community were just like, oh, they've changed weird physics things yeah. uh, that, that mm-hmm. you know, enabled certain types of levels in the first game. And now that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And just weird little things like that that just seem arbitrary in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the weird tagging system where it's like yeah, the you know, short and sweet. There's three of the tags needed. made sense, but yeah. then like nothing else yeah, really there's did. A, there's just a lot of stuff around the edges that like if you were, you know, building, if you, if you had spent some time on the modern internet and thought about how people use and share things and then had to build a system for these levels to be shared, it doesn't seem hard to build something better than what they put in place. Uh, and maybe that's, you know, well, some of us have spent years building websites for users and all that sort of stuff. And maybe that's partially why, but like, I just look at it and go like, what the fuck? Like, how do you, how yeah. do you get this, this wrong yeah, the, the yeah. Old, or this rudimentary, you know, the old like, joke about Nintendo doesn't understand the internet. Stop being cute. Like five years yeah, ago. Yeah. Just come on and, and just hire some people, you know, figure this out. Right. Like that these, a lot of these are solved problems yes. that they are still grappling with. They're just like, I don't know. How about what? You literally have system level Twitter Twitter integration. Just like build it into the fucking game. What are we doing? Yeah, build the friends. You you built a friends list. Why not use it? Like I know that there's like this 
they probably have some mandate about not using it because it's kid safety. The new Pokemon, you can't just trade with a friend. You right. have to like yeah. set up a it, lobby and everything. It's, yeah, it's, it, there's it's just insane. a lot of nonsense around the edges of this that, that just make it a little bit more of a hassle. That I think it was a lot easier to... Like, like the first game was the first game. You know, it was the first time you were seeing this stuff, and it was like, okay, this stuff is a little rough around the edges, but it is functional enough. But now that they've had time to iterate on it, and they've got a whole new platform and a paid online service and all this other stuff, I think that, the, you know, the expectations just get ratcheted up accordingly, and they made it slightly worse in some ways. It you know? says something that whenever I finished a level, the easiest and quickest way for me to share it was to take a picture of the screen with my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's the new level. You know, like, I know I can press the capture button. I can go into the Twitter and, and, export and like, Yeah, and, like, people would helpfully say, like, hey, did you know that the Switch has this? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. But, like, guess what? My phone's right here, dumbass. Yeah. Who's got that time? That's not helpful. <laughs> Jack off. It, it also, like you know, we are kind of primed to have the best Mario Maker Two experience yes. because we have yes. a following. We have people who will play our levels. If yes. you're just, you know, somebody out there making a level, the chance of it getting discovered and played by a bunch of people is so low because there's just such bad discovery. And that was the exact criticism everyone had about the first game. Yeah, too. and they did not fix it at all. No. I, I don't know. But it's still fun. I, 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 I think, I think that game fun, is at its best when you're making a level for people you know and yes. sending it to them, yeah. and then they are playing it. Like yes. that's the, the discovery ability stuff. It is matters. A bummer. It does. It does totally matter. Um, but like to me, that game was always like way more personal than that. So uh, damn. I'm glad it exists. Yeah. yeah, I hope I hope they ramp up the additions, the content mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I really I, I miss really all the the, the like costumes and stuff, like all the, the amiibo the, stuff. The, yeah, all the amiibo. Yeah, stuff. I got like a hundred of them sitting on my shelf. I was ready to scan them all. <sighs> yeah, <well>. Jack <laughs> shit. I was like looking through the menu, Kirby. like wait, where do I do this? And you can play that in Kirby game and get some fruits for your fruit tree if you yeah. scan amiibo. I in. Those amiibos were kind of a waste of money. <laughs> no, no. Oh, there's more no. shovel knight ones coming out. You better get them. Yeah, you gotta buy more. I gotta get a bigger shelf. Shit. Fuck. Okay. Mario Maker. Uh, sea of Solitude. Yes. Or SOS. The game we kept calling the Sinking City or <laughs> vice versa yes. throughout, throughout the summer months. This paved the way for Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds. Yes. Um, yes, I think I'm probably the only one who played Sea of Solitude. Yeah, I wanted to play it, but it um, felt like the response was a little mixed. It was fine. Yeah. It, you know, I'm not, I don't have much to say about this game. I didn't love it. Um, I think... You know, the gameplay itself, I found it was, like, fine. I found it a little bit tedious. It's a lot of, like, sneaking around big monsters and whatnot. It's also, I think I'm going to sound really heartless when I say this, but I have played a lot of games about depression that are metaphors for depression and, like, difficult upbringings. And, you know, this one's just, you've seen one, you've seen them all, kind of, which is, like, terrible to say, but, like, this one just isn't doing enough new for it to really be affecting for me. It's not expressing itself in a way that, like, feels novel or different. Yes, totally. And it's it's also just a thing that, like, you know, I don't know. I It's just the story I just didn't find that affecting. Um, mm. And I think when it's a game very much about, like, the emotion of the characters, it's like, well, what else is there? Um, and I think that if it was maybe a story that really affected me more, uh, and I, I didn't necessarily... I I feel like I saw parts of it coming and it was just a little bit like, yeah, I kind of, I see where this is going. I see what's going to happen. Um, 
I don't know. I think if it was like that sort of thing where you're just like playing through it and you're like, yeah, depression. I get it. Yes, I understand totally. Yeah. And I think if it, if the the story stuff was hitting me harder, I would have cared less about the gameplay because the gameplay was perfectly adequate. It just wasn't amazing. Mm. Um, there were at certain times it was a little frustrating when like the monsters coming. And I know what I have to do. It's just like okay, let me just get there. But I don't know. It's it it was fine. I think maybe for some people it might be worth their time, but I think for me. You just didn't uh, do it for really you. Yeah. I like the art design, like the yeah. color yeah. palettes. Kind of I think it looks nice. Looking. Yeah. It's got a neat look. Some of the water physics, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, I put Soul Seraph on this list. <laughs> if only to say that Act Razor 3 should have been better. It should. Uh, Act Razor 2 should have been better. Well, that's, oh, yeah, I mean, that's that, that ship sailed a long time ago. <laughs> uh this was Ace Team, the Xenoclash people, yeah. the Rock yeah. of Ages people. Is, is it not good? Uh, it's it's not amazing. It's okay. They really did just try and make another act. Well, they there. did. But then there's also the weird like tower. That's the thing. Stuff. That's a big part. Well, so the platforming is not great. Mm. It doesn't true to act Razor. Kinda, <laughs> kinda. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> Whatever, man. You jump on that tree and it wiggles. <laughs> that's a fair point. It actually does kind of play a bit like a good bit like that. Um. I guess my biggest disappointment was that they turned the overhead strategy stuff into tower defense, more or less. Yeah. Like, there is still a little bit of the city builder aspect to it. I mean, uh-huh. you do still, like, plant buildings and have them be constructed and stuff like that. But, like, the first game was, like, almost more of a puzzle game to some extent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was a lot of, like, oh, your people discovered a cave with a scary mask inside. You better go find out what that is. Or, like, having to use your weather powers to solve different problems and stuff. And in this, all the powers are just, like... They dump lightning on the waves of enemies that are about to try to come to your town center. I don't know that it's necessarily fair to talk about this game and then talk about Act Razor as the first game. Because it's not literally Act Razor no, 3. No, it's not, but they, like, they are, they are definitely trying, they are definitely trying to make Razor. an Act Razor. Like, you are literally he, like Helios, the god of the sun, or whatever. I mean, like, they know what they're doing. A popular this figure. Is, this is Act Razor with Helios, a fake mustache right on. That's it. Yeah. That, is, yeah, like, it's, that is how... Hi, it, my name is... Actraiser. <laughs> would, would it be even less successful if, if you didn't reference Actraiser? Like if you didn't have a nostalgia for Actraiser and you came in this cold? Like if you just gave it to somebody who was like, what is this? Why am I playing this? Right, yeah. I just, I didn't think the game was all that entertaining in general. Yeah, that's the impression I got from it is just like, ah, oh, yeah, this this is not great. Yeah. And it's great that they love Actraiser probably the way I love Actraiser, but that doesn't mean that they translated yeah. that love into an act razor. Like I, I wanted, I wanted, the, I wanted the strategy parts to feel more like a, like a SimCity or a Populous, like yeah. that style of city builder strategy mm-hmm. thing, and not what they went with. And then there, there were those weird, like to seal off the monsters, you had to do those little weird, like yeah. one screen combat arenas. Yes. Parts of it felt very padded out because the yeah, fuck that. Was, I draw the road to the thing, and then the people stand around it and goes ting, ting, yeah. ting, and then totally it's closed. It made me very much want to go play actual Act Razor. Yeah. You should do that. I actual Act Razor is great. A, actual <laughs> Act Razor game yeah. of 2019. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Let me go uh, beat that boss rush real quick. Yeah, this is this was a mild disappointment. Soul Seraph. Yeah, sadly. Uh, Blazing Chrome. Oh, yeah. Speaking, Speaking of, of that, uh, yeah. are we just saying words now? <laughs> yeah. Hey, so Contra Hardcore is a beautiful, perfect creation. Yes, it is. And uh, this is basically... Is that the Genesis one? <laughs> yes, yeah. it's okay. just one of the best games ever. Uh, this is trying to do that, and it mostly just does it all... Pretty successful. Yeah, totally. I, really, I did not finish it. A little bit of Metal Slug in there, yeah. too. Um, oh, some vehicle stuff. It's, uh, it nails what it's going for. I... 
Not a lot to say other than if you want to play a hardcore ass hardcore yeah, game. Is it, how I, hard I, is it? It's a decent amount of Metal uh, Slug, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Wait, uh, what what differentiates the Contra and the Metal Slug to you? Uh, for me, the Metal Slug stuff has that kind of uh, overly animated SNK quality, okay. right? Like that kind of everybody like those mm-hmm. idle animations yeah, and sure. and more in level vehicles. Okay, of yeah. like one P standing over a blinking over a vehicle. Yeah. Kind of thing. To me, the char- the player characters are very contra hardcore, and then some of the enemies and bosses and vehicle <laughs> movements with all the like frames of animation right. and everything are kind of more. Uh, what was he is a dog man metal slug. Uh, there's not a dog man. Can you? There's a tiny robot. There's a buff robot guy with a mohawk. <laughs> um, yeah, there's different playable characters. You I can kind of choose which. Uh, I, have have a, I have a question apropos of absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you in vertical sections? Can you jump too fast and kill the other player by scrolling uh, them off the screen? I don't remember. I, I, I think, think you can. can. I think you can, can do damage that. them. Okay, yeah. that is very contra. I think contra. you can. I think that, that extremely that contra. happened in the in the quick list. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, four weapon slots. Are there like between multiple routes? Uh, so it gives you a map, and there's like main levels, and you can choose which one to go to first, and it'll tell you like difficulty meters and stuff like that. And okay. I think there's a lot of uh, vehicle, or, uh, vehicle difficulty options too. So if you want to make it kind of that true contra hardcore experience, I think you can do that. But if you also just want to kind of run and gun a bit, you can do that. Any overhead levels? I didn't. I, I didn't finish it. So. That was more okay. of a contra four. Thing. Yeah, well, contra well two, three. Two, the super Alien super Wars did that. Super contra. Yeah. Oh, you're right. The Alien on Super Alien Nintendo Wars. That. Yeah. Super contra has overhead too. Super contra, I think. I can't remember. <laughs> three definitely did. Uh, three mode seven yeah, the hell out of yeah, it. Yeah, I think the arcade. Yeah, All right. I think it did. Ranking of Contras. Let's go. Uh, so Contra well, Hardcore I number will, one to five. Four, First up, three. Blazing Chrome. <laughs> uh, I, I, will, I will go out on a limb and say this is probably the best Contra game that came out this year. Okay. That's accurate. Okay. <laughs> wow, bold. Yeah. yeah. Listen, uh, challenge me on it. I okay. Dare. I can't. Vinny, do you want to play Hardcore? Hardcore's great. It's really good. I mean, I've got one quarter I could beat it on. Okay, yeah. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's set the record straight on that one. Um, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Yeah. Did anybody play this besides me? I picked it up for like a couple hours. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I sadly did not have time to go back to it after the quick look, so I wish I had more to say since that happened. But it's definitely much better than the first one. There's a lot of quality of life stuff in there. Mm. Um, it's got more of a story structure to it. It's less like... First game was broken up into chapters, and every time you finish a chapter, you had to leave everything behind that you had done. Boo. And you kind of start fresh, and this is yeah. much more of a continuous progression. Yay. I like their goofy story of having you pal around with the... Yeah, the, the monsters. monsters is, is a fun. bad guy. Yeah. yeah, actually, the story, like, the writing is, like, really charming and weird. Hmm. Yeah, yeah it was when, a little bit whimsical. I, I remember the highlight for me was finding a blueprint for a toilet. <laughs> nice. Okay, sure. Um, and it was like, wow, cool, me and my monster friends can... I guess poop now in my house. Um, uh, the monsters only poop in toilets with washlets on them, so you're oh, going to okay. have to... I'm going to go. Oh, you know what? The, 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 PC, the Steam version will be out by the time people hear this. Yeah. It's going to be the That's soon. what I've been waiting for, is waiting for that PC version you're to come just, out. You're, you're so. just going to sheet engine that shit. Maybe. The thing I, now that you said that, I'm like, actually, maybe I should. The thing it's I kept hearing about this game uh, that kind of turned me off was that the first few chapters are a little... Plotting it takes and a while holding. to get going. Actually, that's the other reason I didn't go back to it is that they throw a lot of kind of busy work quests at you mm-hmm. as part of the main progression. There's a lot of like, hey, go collect 20 of these and like walk all the way across the map to mm-hmm. talk to this guy and then walk and then come back. They actually they do give you a pretty generous fast travel now that I think about it, so okay. that helps with that stuff. Um, you just reminded me though the whole premise of the game. Like the first game, you remember how you're sort of restoring the art of building to the world and everybody's like, oh my God, you're a builder. Like, holy yeah. shit, like those guys are awesome. Yeah. Build us some shit. In this one, 
the entire world has been like poisoned against the builders. Everybody thinks that builders are like evil. Oh no, Nazis. Like, yeah, oh. if you spend enough time on Facebook, you think building is wrong. Like, totally. Oh, like, wow. there's, there is, like, totally a monster religious cult that has sort of overtaken the world and indoctrinated everybody to think that builders are the worst thing ever. So you're on a PR campaign? Yeah, so you're, like, literally trying to break these people out of the, the uh, kind of mental stranglehold that the monsters By have building? Like, yeah, you, like, go around building shit for people to, like, prove that builders are not super evil <laughs> and, and just out to murder them. How does that work out? And then like, they're real conflicted about, like, <laughs> yeah, really cool that you built this for me, but... Like it's, it's they're actually, gonna kill me. Yeah, yeah. It's like actually kind of cool to see these people like struggle against their indoctrination oh, and like no. try to like. Folks, I got some documents here. <laughs> like it proves a, that the builders are putting fluoride in their building. Yeah, totally. It's like <laughs> kind of exactly that. It's actually pretty awesome. So uh, I, found, I found that pretty entertaining. <laughs> Did you ever try out any of the multiplayer, Brad? No, I, I just played it single player. Okay. Um, it is. It seems from my you know, first few hours I put into it, it seems like a much better game than the first one. Cool. I would like to go back to it. That's great. Uh, and yeah, maybe check out that Steam version if you if you're into it. Yeah. Like the PC. Um, I own one of a personal computer. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And it's Andy out on. or like a yeah. compact, like a Coco Three. Uh, what is Horus? <laughs> Dan knows. <laughs> it's a great question. You're Dan knows weird. the answer to that question. Who is Horus? Pixel robot uh, guy. Uh, uh, he's Hulk Hogan's nephew. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's uh, yes, nephew. of course. Yeah, future oh. Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, it's a it's a game that it's kind of the opposite of how I usually am with games, where I don't like the platforming at all, but I really did like the story and characters. Uh, I didn't finish it. the The gameplay stuff is really kind of. I think it's going for like a Meat Boy type of uh, you know really. Difficult platformer thing, mm-hmm. or so you're like a Lego, a Lego businessman who can walk on walls. Exactly. <laughs> yes. yeah. okay. Did you just say platformer? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the genre. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that stuff was bad. It seems too harsh, but it's just it, like, it wasn't what you wanted. It, and there were long stretches where the checkpoints were kind of fucked, and like it had cheap deaths and stuff like that. And a lot of the like visual, like it, it would be hard sometimes to see what would kill you. It and seems more uh, tedious than it was worth. What's good about, about it? Uh, just kind of like the story, and you know, I only played a few hours of it, uh, but. The character stuff seemed really good. A lot of weird character stuff. You know, it's referential to to other games and movies and stuff in a way that doesn't feel like pandery, like, oh, the cake is a lie jokes or whatever. And it Mm -hmm. has, like, a text-to-speech voiceover, right? Which Mm -hmm. is, like, very dry. I remember in the quick look, it, like, really played up the humor very well. Just Mm -hmm. this sort of robot talking in this kind of dry way. It's basically about... like dirtbag humans taking advantage of this very innocent robot man who yeah. just wants to help everyone. Yeah. Yeah, from like the the rich people that, you know, he was a experiment for some sort of like war robot whatever yeah. Yeah. bullshit and then he winds up like escaping after some apocalypse and then it's just a bunch of like drug dealers in a van they're basically using him to like break into warehouses yeah. and stuff. Like very naive robot like, yeah. "Oh, yeah. help, this per I left my wallet inside this yeah. other person's house. Like help me get okay. it." Yeah. Yeah. I'm they, on it. I'm on the case. They and do a pretty good job. They get we'll kind of weirdly you. dark sometimes. Remember that boss fight at the end or <laughs> what was just disintegrate like an old man with a shotgun? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, it has it, it has a very goofy, dry sense of humor, uh, and I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah. But I, I was kind of with Dan. Like I tried to play a little of it, and I think that the platforming is just not nearly good enough to to was enough to hold me through. But like they do some fun character work. Like they do like I think the the text to speech stuff is actually really well delivered, mm-hmm. and it's it was. They make some good choices. They make some bad choices. It's the type of game I would not continue playing, but like I'd maybe look at like a YouTube compilation of the cutscenes or whatever. Yeah, the, the character stuff is pretty. But it was you know it was a surprise thing. Like it wasn't a game I think any of us really knew much about. It was a then, slow week, and we saw it on stage. <laughs> watching, <laughs> watching you play it, I was like, this is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. So, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. Oh yeah, they finally made another one of those. Yeah, yeah, for the Switch. That was 
strange. Yeah. Um, also made in Japan. Also made in Japan. After the first couple were made by, like, what, Raven or something? Yeah. Pro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were Activision games. Though. Yeah. I think, I think Raven sounds right, yeah. doesn't it? How is it? It's not bad. Okay. Like, it, it's, it's totally playable, uh, very serviceable, uh, very much in line with, with the, the older games. I like the older ones. Yeah, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they, they play just fine. Uh, where it lost me, actually, is that there's just a heavy reliance on the Infinity Gems. I mean, that's mm. been going on in the Marvel Universe for like a decade now. And uh, this is no different. You know, this is, a, this is kind of a retelling of Thanos and... Oh, wow, and really? Stuff. Okay, that much. Just, yeah, like, you know, it's him and his Black Order uh, are going after the gems. It's up to everybody. Like Star-Lord, to, you know. Band together Morgan, and yeah. mm-hmm. mash buttons. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Stop evil. I, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's extremely straightforward. Um, there's no, like, inventory or anything mm. to pick up or worry about. Um, you know, you can assign, you know, skills to slots and, and such, and there's, like, a team synergy aspect. Um, you can have, like, up to four, you know, characters actually fire off the supers all at once, and it just creates this huge, like... And it makes sense? Like, everybody's super makes... Yeah. Okay, they work with each other? Yeah, like in the okay. previous games where, you know, you right. know, Iron Man would shoot a blast off of cool. shield Neat. and shit like that. So a lot of combinations. Yeah, but it's it's a pretty good roster of characters as well. Like, it's not just Avengers. They do have some X-Men. Um, Ms. Marvel finally makes an appearance as, like, a playable character, which is great, seeing Kamala in there. Um, How the outfits and costumes? Um, Not as many as like some of the other games, mm. I guess. Yeah, they've been adding DLC. Like I fired it up last night, actually, just to kind of you know brief myself. And there was like ten pages of just like notes, <laughs> patch notes, and updates, and new characters that okay. they added. They yeah, you know, they got like a season pass and stuff. Like so, they've been yeah keeping up with it. But um, it it was yeah moderately fun for 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 as long as I played it. I, I I really liked the first two games, and yeah. I found this to be pretty miserable. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I didn't see what was so different about this. I think I just don't did not like the combat or the loot or just the the, the way you built the characters, all that sort of stuff. I mm-hmm. thought was um, a little dull. Also, I think it is like really hard to see what's going on when you're playing handheld. Mm. Oh, totally. Like it was just, it's yeah, it's just all the just text and menus and, and, and just characters and the action is just like, is the, I'm trying to get these characters to all do their supers. Mm. Are they even doing it? I can't even can't tell even anymore. Tell, just right. like everything's blowing up and I guess that's good. It just, yeah, it, it was just not a great handheld mode game. Uh, and then when I docked it, I was like, Oh, it's kind of looks like crap. <laughs> like I, I, did not much care for the the look of it either. Yeah, blown up like in in motion. It's 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 okay. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's yeah. The, the the game's okay. I think yeah. A lot of this alliance enhancement screen and just all the the boosts and stuff that you spend like none of that felt worthwhile. Worth yeah. yeah, Switch exclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forever. Nintendo published. Yeah, published by Nintendo. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So they kind of made it happen. It's intense. Yeah. Um, yeah it was like a, a Marvel a, property. A, a surprising shift yeah. for sure. But yeah, I I just I liked those other games quite a bit, and this just did nothing for mm-hmm. me. Uh, I mean, those were a long time ago. It was, right? that. yeah, for sure. Just changed. Yeah, well, like you know, they, they were kind of in that era of just like that Baldur's Gate Dark yeah. Alliance, like yeah. like that style of of game happening, like X, X-Men Legends, or, right? Yeah, or, or the, yeah. the, the yeah. console, console Diablo yeah. games, you know, yeah. uh, and and this. I don't think captures that feel or modernizes it in, in, to, to be in fair, good like, ways. They but. had those re-releases not too terribly long ago, and I, I tried 
yeah. booting him up. And I, I can't say that it's been time has been kind. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're 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 definitely right about that too. Yeah. Um, right, like I have fond memories, but and I don't like know if having I go those back kind of say. side by side, you know, in comparison, they they do seem pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. This, this game made me want Marvel heroes back. <laughs> sure. Like it wanted wanted sure. that kind of just like give give me the Marvel Diablo kind of thing that that you know Ultimate Alliance was edging up against back then. Yeah, it's a pretty good yeah, multiplayer round. And uh, like I said, I like the roster. should be noted that, yeah, like all the uh, the Spider-Verse characters are in there as well. Like Free or do you have the... You have the for buy? free. Oh, okay. For free as well. Nicolas Cage? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Mm. But cool. just Nicolas Cage. Okay. Yeah, not actually. Not better. Spider-Man Noir. Even yeah. better. Just Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. playing all the other spider <laughs> yeah. yeah, great. He had a tax bill to pay. <laughs> he always does. <laughs> um, next, a lot of Switch exclusives today. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah. Yeah. That came out. That's a good game. <laughs> like yeah. a three houses on fire. I've heard People, very good. I feel like yeah. really liked it. People I, really seem to like this one. I, I really liked it. liked it for a lot of it. Uh, I didn't finish it. I think I kind of wished I would have played with Permadeath on yeah. uh, because I was finding it just not difficult. And yeah. so, like at a certain point, I kind of I used to like the monastery stuff and running around doing all the gift stuff and everything. And ultimately, when I was just kind of blazing past every mission, I was like, well, I don't need to be getting every little item and worrying about the gardening and all this stuff because I don't need stat boost. Like, I'm just, everything seemed too easy. So did you play casual normal then? I think I went with just whatever the standard default non-permadeath thing was. Yeah. Okay. So. That's ca- So it's casual or hardcore determines if it's permadeath or not. Okay. So I probably did casual. And then easy, medium, hard were the so options. Probably I did, medium. I did hardcore but easy. So I had permadeath, but the game, I was literally auto-battling by the end, just hitting the like Y button to automatically do moves because the, the CPU was good enough. Like, that's a game that I made a mistake on by playing it on easy. Like I wish I played it on hard. It was just it way too easy. No, oh, oh, bummer. I, dug, I really so dug in. It's yeah. really long, and I didn't oh, realize. Like it, I was like, oh, it's got to get harder. It's got to get harder. It's got to get harder, and it just doesn't, doesn't really. But I mean, you know, that's not a fault of the game. I, I think the game itself is good. Uh, I. Uh, what house did you pick? Uh, the one with Edelgard. Yeah, red, uh, lions. Golden sure. li- Golden light? No, no they like the Black Eagles or something. Black Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Um, did you, how, how much did you play? I didn't get to whatever the big change was. Okay, and okay. At a certain point, like my wife beat it and I asked her, I was like, does this get harder, more challenging at some point? She's like, nah, not really. And so yeah. that's when I was kind of like, nah, you know, I think I'm good. I, I had a good time. I, I like it. Better than any sense of awakening, I think. But, yeah, I totally fell off. So I didn't beat it, but I really liked the story um, from what I saw of it. Jan, I know you you oh, Golden God, Deer, yeah. right? Uh, Golden Deer beat this twice now. I fucking loved this game. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was I think, like, uh, we have – you guys have played through a different house than I have played through. And I think the story doesn't differ too much at the ultimate end, but just enough is different that I, I think, like – you guys would have gotten something completely different than I would. Because, like, yeah. my, my group of students were, like, a bunch of ragtag little memeing assholes. <laughs> um, <That's> terrible. <laughs> uh, but they were super fun, and I really grew attached to them. I come to, like, a Fire Emblem game because of, like, the tactics. And here it was kind of lacking because it became so easy. And I made the same mistake you did then <laughs> of I was kind of auto-battling or just, like, going into autopilot of just... You, Put my three strong units out in the exactly. front. They'll soak up everything. And that or like whoever I had recently recruited, like, oh, okay, I'll put them up front. Oh, they died because they're super weak. Well, whatever. I got my strong people in the back. But like, I really, really enjoy the story. Like, I really were... liked like talking to you, you know, after. So there's like a time skip. Uh, and there's this character, the Flame Emperor. Yes. 
uh, early on, who's like set up to be the big bad, and uh, it turns out that it's Edelgard, like one of the house leaders, uh, is her, and that's consistent no matter what house you pick. So mm-hmm. I was in that house, I was hearing about it from Edelgard, like and getting all that, and then talking to Jan, he's like. What what happened for you? Like, how different was it? Because she's still the main bad guy right. from the other yeah, houses. Yeah. So it, it kind of, they really go for it on their different playthroughs. Like, it sounds like they, you know, this is really a game that if you like it, you could play through like four times. So yeah. Edelgard is like the main villain of the game? Uh, not main main, right? Yeah, not like, main main. But there's like, there's like a heel turn at some point with her. So there's a heel turn, but like, since I was in Golden, or since I was in the Black Eagles, I got to hear from her basically why she did the heel turn. She's actually rebelling against an evil, an even more evil. Okay. You know, so like, but. So it's a face turn. So it's a, is there a thing for like, it's like a, a double turn? turn. The like tanker double was double. working for Vince at the ministry. Of course. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Okay, now I understand. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's exactly like that. Like, <laughs> Excellent. No, no bullshit. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and I like that you mentioned the monastery stuff because that, I, I agree with you, I eventually got to a point where I didn't need to do it, but for the first few hours where I was doing it, it was really cool, like running around doing the gardening. and just The like, teaching stuff was fun? Yeah. Like yeah. Deciding how you want to min-max your characters, like which trait, like you're, you play as uh, the teacher for this ragtag house of lords and whatever. Um and so you actually, like, I'm like, oh, that's just a way to get me in a room with all of them. But, like, you do teach them. Like, you come up with their class paths and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you, like, decide, like, okay, you're going to be a knight. You're going to be a priest, you know. And you, like, have them work on those skills. But they show, like, an affinity for, like, oh, this might actually, like, unlock something if you follow this thing. Yeah. Like, it, that stuff was a lot of fun systems, I thought. Yeah. Like, different, co- completely different costumes for all the classes mm-hmm. was cool, seeing, like, how weird they got with some of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just wish... I don't know. I I wish it was a little more challenging. Not just necessarily more difficult, but like Jan was right, there wasn't really a tactical depth to sure. it. Yeah, like yeah, the Gambit system I don't think added too much, at least no. when I saw Would it have been if you were on a harder difficulty? That's the thing. It's a, Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I would have enjoyed it right. way more. Yeah, so like if, with if I want to play this game, what do I plan on? I think, uh, is Permadeath scary off? I don't know. Kind of? I would say uh, no, norm- no, Don't even worry about permadeath because they added, I think there's a great addition. Oh, yeah. They yeah. added a, a, a rewind. rewind mechanic that you have limited right. uses of. Oh, right. right. Um, yeah. So, huh. so I would say, wrong. like, if you like tactics games, I would straight up try this on hard to start. Okay. Hard. Because there's, like, a hardcore mode that unlocks after you beat it. And that's separate from the permadeath, right? Yeah. Like, permadeath is a separate, is a separate setting. setting from difficulty, is that right? Yeah, it's what? casual or whatever the hardcore thing is. I see. Yeah. Is there, like, a default setting? I think it's normal. I think it was easy, normal, hard, and then there was, like, nightmare mode that came after. Right. Yeah, but if you just like, I have never played this game, I don't know, I'm just going to do the default like I always do. Normal, it'll just normal pump you into casual, it. Casual normal is the default, right? I or is it hardcore normal? That's casual normal is, casual yeah, normal yeah, yeah. is the default. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But even even then, like, if you have, like, any experience with tactics games, like, it's it's going to be, it's going to quickly become a breeze mm-hmm. if you choose to go that path. The part that I really liked, and I, I think, because I was the only one to play through Golden Deer, is that it, it tackles a lot of stuff with my, with my house specifically about not coming from a noble family and like rising from the ground up as a bunch of no one is I, there are a couple of noble characters in uh, the Golden Deer but like specifically like these are all, all a bunch of like not necessarily rejects but they're all banding together because they all believe like hey we should probably stop this bad thing from happening mm-hmm. so let's put our differences aside and then there's enough like intrigue within the house itself, I wound up stop. I wound up not caring so much about the big overarching story. And I really cared more about 
the interpersonal relationships with my students. Um, and there, the game got a little bit of flack that like, Oh, you can't marry anyone or you can't romance anyone, but oh, you yeah. can like have tea. I, when you do finish the game, you kind of can choose to marry someone. Who's and Mary? I married Lysithia because she was going to die if I didn't. Oh, no. whoa. That's not yeah. a great reason. Talk about a, talk about a shotgun wedding. Uh, but because she was like my MVP of the team that I like willingly went down on one knee. Uh, but, but anyway, like even through my <laughs> second, you into that sense. Yeah, me too. Even through my uh, <laughs> second playthrough, like I wound up recruiting more and more students from the other houses that uh, it, it wound up switching everything up dramatically because I wasn't relying on the same group of students I had done in my first playthrough. Um, a lot of the mini stuff does get tedious after a while, but like, it's just, I, I just wound up having fun just having tea with some of my students. Being yeah. like, hey, like, tell me about your life. What's going on? All right, you're going to awkwardly stare at me for a bit. That's cool. That's fine. Um, the team in the game is, I, I like it, but it's weird where you just have to kind of guess what topics they're going to be interested in. It'd be like, Cute nights, Fortnite well, or Fortnite, yeah. and you're like, uh, I don't know, you seem like a, a zoomer. How about Fortnite? Yeah. And they'd be like, I do love Fortnite. Mm. Uh, the props I want to give to this game, also though, almost everything is completely voice acted. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and for like a Switch release, uh, like Pokemon this uh, year came out, and there's no voice acting in at all, and it kind of falls apart here. Like you actually, it's in English and in Japanese if you choose to, and I don't know I got a lot out of it that way. I think I grew more attached to. Uh, the students and et cetera in the story. Yeah, I think it was, I, like I think they made a good Fire Emblem game. There's no like huge thing I can point to in the game itself that's bad. It just was lack, like I really come to those games for the tactics more mm-hmm. than the like. Per, I mean, this is the definitely the most social link kind of persona y it's ever been. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that that wasn't there for me was kind of a bummer, but you know. I I think they made a good game. I think that people who like Fire Emblem are going to like this game. Yeah. Hmm. All okay. right. Great. Um, for life. Yes. Um, that's a pretty big chunk of games. Mm-hmm. Why don't we take five before we come back and get back to it? We'll be right back. Squarespace. 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 Do you want to make a website? I sure do. Then Squarespace is the way. Squarespace. It's about more than just making a website, though. Oh, oh yeah? That's oh, right. It's about turning your dreams into reality. Turn them into digital, digital the thought dreams into digital dreams. That's right. Your digital dreams on the digital domain. Ooh. On the digital frontier. Ooh, can I get some special effects? Probably. Squarespace Ooh. makes it easier than ever to launch your digital effect-laden passion project. Ooh. You starting a new business? Uh, maybe. Okay. All right. Hey, just, Maybe. Yeah, hey, keep that in your back pocket. You never know. Uh, You showcase your work. You can publish content. You can sell products. Whatever you try to do, Squarespace is the tool for you. For me? For you. Man, that was very thoughtful of them. I know. Make a tool just for me. It's nice nice of them. And they also, they went to the extra mile here. Yeah. I mean, it's that time of year. You know, they're in the giving spirit. Well, they're also giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. I think I could get some, like, some nice snowflakes falling on my webpage. Look, like, not, not like animated GIFs, but I mean, like... Actually, Actual. over the page, like animated. You know, I like I, falling. You've got the ability to customize just about anything with only a few clicks. I think I can get like a Jingle Bells MIDI. Uh, JingleBells.mid? Mm, I yeah. don't know. That's uh, that's pretty pricey, but yeah. I bet you can customize these world class templates uh, to do what you need to do. That's exciting. To make a beautiful website all by your lonesome. Squarespace also has powerful e commerce functionality that'll let you sell anything online. Um, uh huh. Wreaths. 
Sure. Fake wreaths. Tis the season. Yeah. Tinsel. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, I, I know you've got like I know you invested sure. big in the tinsel game. Trash bags on and trash bags. You got that stuff. You've got to move that stuff. They've Tins- got analytics to help you grow your site in real time. You can see if your tinsel is moving the way you need it to move. I had my tinsel emporium. Mm-hmm. You've got everything. Op- off. Yeah, everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. Hmm. If people want to buy your stuff from their phone. Sometimes you're out walking uh-huh. and you're like, man, I need some tinsel. I need like nine trash bags just, full of tinsel just, just sell ASAP. It, sell it by the uh, bushel. bushel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is simple as well. Mm. And in the event that you do run into a situation where you need some help, Squarespace has you covered with 24-7 award-winning customer support. You think there's a dot Xmas? No. No? No. Mm. We, should, we should petition for that. Yeah. Squarespace empowers millions of people, from tinsel enthusiasts, designers, lawyers, artists, restaurateurs, all over the place. They're all turning great ideas into something real, and now you can too. Ooh. That's right. Head over to squarespace.com slash bombcast for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code bombcast, and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash bombcast, and the offer code, it's bombcast. Games, it's time for another chunk. I love <laughs> of them. Break me, break me off a hot hunk of video right, games. Okay. I'll take that line again. It's me. No, we got no, it. Right. Perfect. All of it. Three, two, it was a perfect take. I got a slab of games for you here. That's right. All right. Uh, a hot brick. That's right. Starting with Kill a Kill If. Yeah, not a lot to say about this. I just wanted to kind of put this in as a counterpoint to what I was saying about Jump Force earlier. Mm. This is um, another arena fighter based off the Kill a Kill franchise. Its whole thing is it was a, er, it's like a side story, so you can kind of see like, oh, what if this other thing happened in mid-season in Kill a Kill? So it it had that uh, aspect of service for people who were like really into Kill a Kill. They could get these other plot lines, which was Mm -hmm. cool. I thought that's interesting because so often anime fight like arena fighting games are just like we're just retelling you the plot mm. of right how like how many times here's do you play the cell games the, the, the yeah. fucking frieza arc yeah. of a dragon ball fighting game right um me not that many times <laughs> me too many times uh but then the the game itself is like really fun and it's got an honest combo system it's got a really weird look to it yeah i really like the way this game looks it's like when supers are popping off and everything in the combat it it looks Real sharp. They they worked with um, Trigger, who is the studio who oh, did yeah. the anime. anime. Um, and it just like it goes to show that they you can make one of those, but put some love into mm-hmm. it. And I think that this game probably not a lot of people are going to play it, but it's sort of like an artifact of just like you know you can make good anime games for the people who really want them. It feels like a weird, uh, just being an art, it feels like an artifact of like a bygone era yeah. of like this, this game was, the PS2 was rotten with this game <laughs> yes. and versions of this game. Yes. And they don't make as many of them anymore. Or when they do, it's always like, here's another Dragon Ball game or whatever. Right. Or Jump Force. Like the things that seem like safe bets. Uh, They're doing like a One Punch Man open arena fighter. That's, yeah. That's gonna be- Terrible, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. So like it's it's kind of nice in a weird way to see some of that stuff happening again, except for the part where I guess that means that anime is like ascendant in a you know in a yeah. Real, whose fault is that? Who would be? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I think know it's why. us. Yeah, yeah I think we should probably, end this new era, yeah. a new yeah. age yeah. of anime. Yeah. We made it cool. Mm-hmm. You're we welcome. The, the world had almost forgotten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Congratulations. We should. There's more. There's more anime out there. They made more of that. We should check some of that out. Yes, I agree. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's your anime minute. All right. Kill Lako. 
Kalakil. What is the if? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's, 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 like it's like the Metal Gear Survive. It's the Marvel What If. As, but I, they as I said that out loud, I remember <laughs> that you said this was a weird side story thing. What if? Um, Wolfenstein Youngblood. What, what if? Yeah, Wolfenstein Youngblood. What if they made a Wolfenstein game and it wasn't amazing? <laughs> yeah. This is such a bummer because yes. the demo I played of this uh, around E3 time was so cool. And just the, the, it had this lighthearted feel to it in the story sequence, like at the opening of the story. It was like, man, this could be like their weird wolf. I mean, not the wolf, wolf, I got a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, they're yeah. extra weird. Yeah, like they could play a little more loose with it and have like just a funny Wolfenstein. Like game. a side story where there aren't like super serious consequences. Yeah. You know? They could just like have These girls are just out here just murdering Nazis and just loving every minute. And I was like, that's I can fucking sign the fuck up for that, but then no. There, there is none of that. There is exactly one scene in this game which we played on that stream that even comes close to recalling just the sheer like audacity of the last game. Mm. And it's that nobody cares right now. <laughs> no, let's talk about it. Um it's when the, the two underground resistance leaders you've been working for reveal themselves to be Nazis. Whoops. Yeah. Oh. Uh, like, they go from using fake but convincing French accents to very thick German accents. <laughs> oh. They blew their cover. And, yeah, it becomes very clear what is happening. But also that scene is hyper-violent and, like, really oh, just yeah. sort of borderline stomach-turning in a couple ways. Like a girl gets a knife put into her eye. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And, like, lives. It happens. Um... Stuff like, like PT. I, I but, was just so excited about the the, the co op stuff, and yeah. every single area I felt was the same thing. Where it's like, okay, let's go into this long kind of rectangle, and you go from the left, I go from the right, and we'll try to do stealth until that falls apart, and then we just shoot everything. I felt like that repeated itself time after yeah, time, it and does. like the armor system, I didn't think was that great. Yeah, like, oh, this type of bullets will shred this yep, type of armor. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was you know like the initial ideas of just like you're going to pick an emote and it's going to give the other, you know you armor so you can throw up the horns for more armor and stuff. I was like, yeah, okay, they're like they're they've got they're having a light touch or they're trying to have some fun here. But again, that was me playing like the first forty five minutes or hour of it, and that in initial cutscene of them killing the first Nazis and throwing up and, like, you know, stealing the helicopter. It just had this, like, teen madcap hijinks vibe that the rest of the game just doesn't cash in on. Yeah, they, they, such they a bummer. front. I think there's such a better game here than what yeah. they ended up making. The problem is that I think the game they were making was specifically designed just to make sure there was some Wolfenstein as opposed to a yeah. thing that, like, actually felt like it's like it justified it existing. Right, yeah. but, like, you know, at the same time, like, Wolfenstein... Plus co-op like mitigates like if you remember the last Wolfenstein like the difficulty curve was a little fucked up. Yeah. Uh, there was moments in that game where you're just like this is like terrible. Like, this is not this is not fun to play. Like playing through that with another person who can get you up and like having those systems in place like in a perfect world yeah. helps mitigate some of that and makes the co-op engaging and fun. But yeah, it's but the, but the, the designs they made for that co-op, like the world designs and just like the yeah. things that you're supposed to do totally. with your co-op partner are Dull. just not that interesting. Dull. Not at all. What uh, a bummer. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't do much with the eighties setting. Yeah. Not really. Uh, no. Other than some more, here's some more German versions of music. You remember yes, there is a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of the, this kind of turned me off and I didn't really play much of it. And maybe it's telling that I can't remember how much I played of it, but the leveled enemies just, you know, like, Hey, it's oh, 23 yeah. over their head versus no. like a five over their head. It's the same enemy. Like that stuff to me. Just, I don't, I don't it's, mind. It's got a real direction. Well, we could generate assets to make these Nazis look tougher or just put the number over their head. Yeah. Or, or not have to think too much about the encounter. Yeah. Just, I mean, of, they're not, I don't, I don't, I don't mind a little bit of kind of faux RPG getting in here because yeah. like Jeff was saying, I don't think the shooting in 
the last two Wolfenstein games has been great. Like, they're not doing the old Wolfenstein thing well, so they might as well try to do something new with it instead. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that well either. Like, they, it just wasn't balanced well. Like, the enemies were so bullet spongy, and yeah. bullet ammo spongy. was a problem, even though you needed specific ammo types to kill certain guys. And, and again, stuff. because they're doing these open areas, you are essentially, these guys just respawn yeah. over and over yeah, again, yeah, which yeah. is not, I, I just don't want to do that. The environments were a little too samey, and yep. kind of got repetitive because you went back and forth so much. Like, the auto-generated missions were not, there was, mm. there was nothing there. It's just not, uh, it, it, it just doesn't deliver on nearly enough of the things you would want from this particular Wolfenstein series. Also, and they may address this in, uh, let's hope a Wolfenstein 3 is forthcoming, um, but this game really just blows past a lot of the stuff they set up at the end of New Colossus. Right. Like, this is, I mean, you know, by necessity, this is, what, 20 years later or yeah. something, yeah. but like... There's, I figured that was deliberate because they... Yeah, totally. Like, if Wolfenstein 3 opens with flashback to what happened after 2, yeah. and then flash forward to after this, fine. Like, that's that's fine. Do you guys remember but, when I played this on UPS on the Switch version, and how oh, God. broken it was? Oh, it, wow. was yeah. it was, like, the boss, the first boss bugged out and, like, forced me to replay the entire level again. Cool. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it started us at the very beginning, and then I think after that I'd gone back, and then I had jumped... I was, like, maybe... When you get to the open world section, jumped in to someone's game, and then it started me back on the boat. Oh, God, also the fucking checkpoints. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, my God, I just remembered. Like, <laughs> they added checkpoints. Like, a subsequent update added better checkpoints because there kind of were none. Oh, man. I lost over 30 minutes of progress when I was streaming this from home. one Because oh. I, I played through the whole level, beat the boss, and then there's a little survival wave after the boss, and I died on that wave. I needed to do it again. Back to the beginning of the entire level, and I was just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Yeah. I, it's just, it's just rotten. they did not bake this game nearly enough yeah. in, in nearly every facet. And they, it's a shame. They have an uh, official next Wolfenstein game announced? No, no, no. They, they, they've no. they've they all but said it, but they haven't said it. Okay, there's nothing on the record? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. It sucks because it feels like maybe their time was split between like this and Cyberpilot, which is also disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cyberpilot is very fluffy. Not much there. I feel like that's... That's been Bethesda, the, Bethesda's VR stuff. Totally, yeah, that's been the story been of it. like either incredibly fluffy or here's Skyrim, but in VR. Yeah, and... Wait, did they put out another version of Skyrim? Oh, yeah. You should check it out. What? People seem to like Skyrim VR. Yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't tried it, but... There's a lot of Skyrim out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to... Block out the world to get more Skyrim <laughs> injected into my fucking body. One day but Sky- if there's good VR, take it where you can, right? Yeah. One day Skyrim will be the game running on the back of your airline seat. Um, this is yeah. go- no oh, longer Doom. God, yeah. Um, a toilet would run Skyrim. <laughs> Ported Skyrim to my TI-86. Speaking of toilets, Madden 20. Wow. Wait, what? Whoa. Good one. That was, I like I that one. I actually wasn't going to go that hard, but I mean, I, honestly, I, now I, that I'm here, I know, I'm like... I know nothing about the quality of <laughs> Madden 20. <laughs> so, I just know that Dave Nolasco is apparently the best Madden player in the world. Oh, yeah. One. He's pretty mm-hmm. good. He's uh, at 0.001%. That's right. This is as much about Madden as it is sort of my stand-in moment just to talk about EA Sports in general, excluding FIFA, which I have never played. Uh, Keep it that way. Yeah, that's the thing. EA Sports does not feel like it's in a great place right now. Uh... The NHL games exist. Uh, the NBA games kind of don't. I mean, they canceled this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, they canceled again. this year's again. And Madden continues to just sort of limp along. Uh, the ref really should have pulled it out of, of play to, mm. to get that shit looked at. It has not done that in a while. And the injury is specifically the fucking Frostbite engine. Uh, this game is broken in a way that... Ma- I, and I don't know. I stopped playing it. Like... Wow. 
like a week after it came out because I was constantly running into weird glitches. Tackles weren't working correctly. There's a, there were a lot of glitch videos, definitely yeah. at launch. Like uh, stuff that like worked last year. Totally. Okay. Things that were functional, yeah. like did not feel nearly as busted last year as they did this year. Weird. They, they, they scaled back on the story stuff because they clearly did not have more than one of those story modes in the tank. <laughs> that second one was real bad. So this year it's more of like a, here's a little bit of story to set up your personalized character and then you're just kind of in a career you just mode. Just go do a football. Yeah, it's, it's it's sort of analogous to what the NBA 2K games have kind of yeah. gone on to do. And it's not that interesting. Like, just nothing about this Madden felt good. And I think the thing we learned is that everyone is at EA... Football is bad, and so it's mirroring... I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. Football is, is often bad. Uh, but the bigger problem is that, like, this Frostbite shit has just, like, totally... Like, it just feels like it's taken the entire EA Sports franchise off the rails. Like, it yeah. feels like it is, especially in the case of Madden, like, they when they switched over to that stuff is when things started kind of sliding down as mm-hmm. far as, like, the quality of the games over the last few years. I feel like that's, you know, you, you could probably pin that onto a lot of non-sports EA games sure. over the generation of just, like... They made some choices about in-house engine tech and then mm-hmm. lived with those choices, for better or worse, mostly worse. And they walked that back, right? Now they've said that we're they're no longer committing to Frost. Jedi, well, Jedi Fallen Order is on Unreal. Okay. Yeah, but like so, at the same time, like respawn. I don't know how much time it's going to take them to go back to another engine. One you know, more year, they got right. new consoles yeah. next year. They that's better the thing, yeah. Hopefully. It's like, okay, that, that's, then you end up in, in two situations, right? Like either you can brute force past the Frostbite problems with uh-huh. power, or you... Put in the work on yeah. I mean, engine, you know, like, yeah. look, any engine can be made to do anything with enough work. Sure. It's just a matter of whether they devote those resources or not. Like, yeah. the story has been the kind of core support group for Frostbite across EA is just stretched too thin for mm. any studio to get what it needs. Yeah, and so. it's it just it hasn't really benefited anything that was not a dice project, you know. And like, yeah, I need, think Need for Speed had yeah, 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 there's a lot of stuff. This was the first year I thought about actually just sending a message to John Boyce being like, we need Breaking Madden back. <laughs> this, like, the game needs you, yeah. the world needs you. And I understand Except that EA is doing it now. Yeah, internally. they're breaking it for you. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it, this, was, this year was, was a real bummer. Mm-hmm. And they've been on kind of a downward slide the last couple of years. Boy, that exclusive NFL license really paid off, huh? Yeah, huh? Well, look at it this way. They're eventually going to worm their way back into college sports now that the door is open for them to pay the players directly for their likenesses. Yeah. Uh, and We'll see. XFL? Then they'll be making two football games a year. THQ is going to come back from the dead specifically to make an XFL game. Well, THQ Nordic. Yeah. No, just reg- real THQ. <laughs> they were probably going to make the original XFL game. Okay, but think about Respawn making an XFL game. <laughs> Sliding Tig. around. Tig is going to make an XFL game. Okay, where would, where would there be an opportunity for them to put write the word Respawn on the screen, though, to hit a, and have to hit a button? Wall running. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wall running. All right. <laughs> okay. Just NFL Street. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, okay. Respawn. What's the league? Respawn yeah. Slam Ball game. Yeah. Yeah. But with robots. Anyway, yeah. Cyber Slam Ball. With Titans. Okay. Yes. Bill Lambert. Bill Lambert's combat <laughs> back. It appears that we were not, in fact, ready for some football. Yeah. And it is uh, no longer in the game. Let's move on. Uh, to Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Yeah. A cool game. A cool game that... I stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, like, I think we all kind of did. Like, it like everybody point. I know thought it was fantastic yeah. for like a 
two days. And then yeah, you can drive dicks on your ship. I definitely... That was super fun and <laughs> unexpected. There is an incredible creation yeah, ship in that game. really something. The, the fact that they just let you get an MS Paint icon, <laughs> like a mouse cursor, and draw graffiti on your ship. It's very yeah. Forza. Can you make your ship fly totally sideways? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know if it can Ooh. do that. It doesn't have the gummy ship tech. Uh, but that was, a, that was a cool thing. Great yeah. radio stations. Really yeah. killer, like space radio. It, it just really nailed that space trucker vibe. Yeah, I feel like the like the vibe of this game and and all that stuff is killer, and I wish I enjoyed playing it more than I did. I think the biggest problem that I ran into, and I've heard from other people, is you just kind of do the same thing yeah. over yeah. and over and over and over. And that's kind of like what Rebel Galaxy was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's, that's kind of right. what space trucking is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah. is. I mean, I'm good. They made that for the people who like that, but I mean, look, I, I play American Truck Simulator. Mm-hmm. I got no. Pro- I played a lot you of Death truck with American Truck Simulator. I have no problem just going around doing deliveries, whether it's in space, on the roads, it's uh, over mountains of America. Yeah, wherever the porter. fuck, I will deliver some shit wherever you tell me to deliver some shit. I think this game is pretty good at the delivering shit. I just kind of fell off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think good if cool. I if I had not a lot of other things to do it might be one of those games you kind of spend time with, right? Like if I were a, a younger person, let's say, had a summer off and like you know, oh, plenty of time to play games. It just again, it's one of those things. I had some wisdom teeth pulled. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how I, I played Tie Fighter. And here we go. Yeah, I would go yeah. out there. I would get some cargo and I would hit them space highways. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like if the story had been more engaging, maybe people would have stuck with it more. Yeah, something else that's, to pull you yeah. along. But uh, I'm so glad they continue to keep making games. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I the first Rebel Galaxy was a cool surprise, you know, and this uh, this feels like they they make some some good improvements. But yeah, they're getting closer and closer. I th- I feel like they're gonna hit at some point if they keep going down this path. Path they will hit. Hopefully, like their Witcher moment, right? It will hit the ideal. Like, breaks through and it's mainstream, and some yeah. people are like, "Oh, the the series that was finally space simulators. They're <laughs> back. Yeah. They're back." Yeah, because no one else obviously is doing that. No one at all. Yeah. No, no other companies are trying to make any kind of space simulator at all Definitely for not. years at a time. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely nope. not raising nope. a quarter of a billion dollars. Real, no one has done that. It's a real market opportunity here because there's nothing filling that void. No. Uh, Dicey Dungeon. Dicey yeah. Dungeon. Dicey Dungeon. Dicey Dungeon. This game, um, it's a fun game. It is <laughs> also... We like those here. Yes, we like fun games. It is also a deck-building game, um, but this one has, like, a dice mechanic. So, depending on the, the dice or die you roll, um, you can use those to basically play your cards. So if you sometimes uh, the cards are like if you roll above a four you can't use it or if you 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 have to roll like odd numbers or even numbers in order to use the cards and sometimes the amount matters of how much you're hitting and other times it doesn't um, and you play with different characters going through a world um, basically going through different levels. It's like know. a gauntlet almost. Yeah. yeah, it's like a game show. Is it just yeah. single player? Yeah. Uh, single player. Yeah. It's not a okay. It's no. not like not some party game aspect or anything. No. Um. And each of the characters you can play as have like different abilities and mechanics, uh, and they all feel really different in really interesting ways. It's really fun to build each deck. So each time you do a run, it feels like a very different experience because you're getting different cards and you're playing those cards differently with each other, and you can kind of organize your stuff to make it feel like truly, you know, different. Yeah. It's. It's. I found it to be. Uh, an interesting take on the deck building stuff yeah. because instead of the shuffle, the luck of the draw on your deck, you get the same cards, but you're reliant on the random factor of rolling them. Yeah, so it's almost like a, a Yahtzee situation of yeah. like you roll all the dice and then decide what you're going to count them as. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. you get, like Abby was saying, that different characters have different abilities. You can re-roll sometimes. Mm-hmm. They get specials. It's, it's a neat take and 
a good surprise. Yeah, and I think it's really, I think it's very charming in the art style and like the presentation of it is very well done. It's, you know, it's funny. It's done in sort of this sort of like fake game show, but kind of like a little bit yeah. evil and weird, but it's very cute. A little Running um, Man esque. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm a big fan of this game. I think yeah. it's great. Um, it was uh, sort of a surprise to come out, so I really, I really very accessible, it. very yeah. like easy Absolutely. to pick up and and just maybe take like a, a hand or two and you kind of figure out yeah. what's going on. Okay. Um, remnant from the ashes. Yeah, yeah, kind of coming out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Most I'd... memorable title <laughs> of the year. Uh, yeah, this Sadly. game came out of complete, completely nowhere for me. Yeah. Um, and I had. All it took was seeing at least the two people say it's Resident Evil 4, but Dark Souls, yeah. and I was sold completely. That's a pretty good description. Uh, this really does feel like a spiritual successor to RE4. Um, wow. It's obviously, like, n- n- not even an accident. There's stuff in there like the elephant gun and the Chicago typewriter and all those, like, fun RE4 Well, I, I would say guns. the movement is very different. Like, the movement is much looser. Yes, the movement is closer to souls. Yeah, well, there's also kind of a gears element. Like, you've got that yeah. generous side roll and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you're no RE4 you're, stuff, but, no, no. You're very shooting. mobile. You're very, like, what is RE4? They're typewriters, okay? Like, it's the it's combat, the shoulder. the way the zombies work, the way, like, the you shoot a guy in the shoulder and he buckles back in yeah, the shoulder. The shooting oh, feels so leg, good. And limps a little the shooting bit. feels so good in this game. Um, but then it also has that full stuff of, like, okay, there's bonfires. There's, you know, fast travel between those. There's a, the overworld you can go to. But then, like, it really does nail that sense of mystery that those Souls games kind of had, especially when they were first coming out. Um, the the neat trick to this game is it's when you start a game, it's randomly seated, and there's basically, you progress through the same dungeons, like you go from the post-apocalypse area to the Egypt area to the space swamps to whatever. Right. But within each of those, there's multiple branching paths, there's different bosses that you, you know, one person will fight in their game, the other person won't fight in their game. Right, like everybody's first dungeon is the sewers, but not everybody's first boss at the end of the sewers is the same. Right? Yeah. And or bosses, even like enemy types right. in those dungeons. Totally, and like different bosses drop different uh, unique like recipes to make different items and armor and stuff, so you're even going to come out of those dungeons with different stuff yeah. than other people you know. And they handle the co-op really well where it's just like, if I'm in your game and you get something, we all get it. Totally, yeah. Like, I had somebody join, I forget who, so you? Somebody, I think, joined my game and played through that first dungeon and got a different boss than they had gotten. Yeah. And so they got the cool item off of my boss that they didn't have access to before. It, it, it felt like something you bite into and you could recognize most of the ingredients but yeah, never right. saw them in this particular yeah. combination. Yeah, but just executed really well. Yeah, like all these things, you you know where they're coming from. But um, um, Does everyone play McCree? <laughs> Everybody I know picked that class. Every single person. Every yeah, single person is, is the Roland-ass gunslinger? Well, uh, so you Maybe start out... He's, he, he's got self-heal, which is kind of, I think, the real reason. Oh, okay. Everybody plays that that well, then, I think that I feel like, if I'm I'm going to misremember this, but I feel like in the character selection, is like up-close melee character, yep. and then there's a sniper character, and then there's the one in the middle that's like, good at both. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, middle, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mid, mid-range guy with a heel. Yeah, mid-range with a heel. You're like, oh, okay, I don't really know what this game is yet. I yeah. should go for yeah. that. Yes, totally. I ended up playing the the long-range guy, but like this, uh, I was going to mention the skill system is really cool because like you start learning skills as you play. By the time I stopped, I had like 40 of them, and you just drop points into stuff, and it it, it really lets you like I, play your way. I love the way you get skills in this game. So like, uh, you know, the Disco Elysium, like the CRPG thing or Outer Worlds or whatever of like 
stats are relevant to multiple arenas of the game. You know, yeah. it's like stats matter in combat, but also in conversation yeah. and also like hacking stuff. Like this is that, but for skills acquisition, if that makes sense. Like skills can come off of beating a boss or picking up a book or right. uh, reviving somebody. Reviving somebody, like, like, and you don't even know those are like hidden challenges. It's just like the twenty-fifth time you revive somebody, you get. A, a buff new, to reviving a new, a new ability that you didn't know was even in the game. And, yeah. and it's shared in the multiplayer, which yeah. is nice. If somebody picks up that book in the multiplayer, oh, everybody right. gets it. And yeah. that, I always appreciate So you're like you're constantly getting skills without knowing you're about to get them just by doing stuff in the game. And, they, cool. and they can come from all directions. It's a really cool thing. To mention it's a multiplayer game. Yeah. 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 Ever, Two, yeah. Three. yeah. It, and it, I think it does the multiplayer really well. There's revives. Uh, but is I think, there value in like class diversity, like you know, synergize like, like that type of thing be. outside of the first area? Oh well, I mean, yes, like you could definitely be like spec yourself towards more of a support player, where it's like uh, there's straight up one of the buffs, one of the first buffs you get when you join a co-op game is like if you're standing near another person, you get buff- you both get buffed. Okay, and so like you could really like go hard on that and like mm-hmm. reviving people and stuff, but. Unless you're playing with the same two other people every time and you like know like okay right I'm the guy who's going to stand near you exactly but you can I'm pretty sure maybe I'm misremembering again it you that starting class selection yeah. stuff goes away pretty you're quickly you're not locked in yeah. Okay. yeah because you can you can get new yeah. weapons you, and then it's really just what weapon and what skill you have yeah. and then you can buy the other starting skills mm. and you put mods true. on your weapons and okay. yeah there's a lot of customization. Uh, I think the game does a big disservice to itself uh, by starting out in that really drab city area because it gets so out there. Um, It really is, like, reminiscent of, like, the Space Egypt stuff reminded me of, like, Quake, and then there's, like, some cool, like, green swamps you're treading through and finding guys like this stuff. uh, There's, like, um, you know, like, alien kind of, like, Xeno... Xenomorph. Xenomorph vibes, like black goo and tar everywhere and stuff. It's got like a Stargate. Yeah. 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 There uh, it is. Level Definitely. to it. Uh, when you said Space Egypt, I assumed you meant Stargate. <laughs> right. So, yeah. yeah, all right. I knew what you were looking for. This, this was the first game in quite some time where I found myself like excitedly talking to everybody I knew who was playing it about the cool shit I saw yeah. and hearing different cool shit from them. You know, it's like, oh, did you find the thing? Did you... Did you know if you go talk to this tree when you're oh. wearing the bark mask, <laughs> yeah. it'll pick you up and like kiss you, and then you get the new <laughs> <What>? ability? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Of course, I, of course, I knew that. Yeah. Everybody um, knows that, Brad. But, but lots of and like cool ways to solve problems in different ways. You know, it's like you get to this guy, this this bandit leader, and if you don't have the pocket watch that you might have missed, you have to fight him as a boss. Right. But if you do have the pocket watch, which again you had to like talk to this random NPC five times to get, he'll see it and he'll be like, "Oh my god, you have my grandfather's pocket watch." Hmm. Like you're my homie. Let's, which can be a little confusing if you are playing multiplayer yeah. when you're like, yes. like why did yes. we? It was especially weird because I think we were in one my of your game, games I and I was choosing the dialogue yeah. options that resolved the fight. Like, where the hell did you get this watch? Uh, a ton of cool secrets though built in. Yeah, I think. But my favorite part of the thing that sticks with me the most is the the gunplay and the impact stuff. Where yeah. the, and yeah. specifically when you have a lot of stuff running at you, which you often do. Mm-hmm. And you're you're firing off all your rounds, and the impacts look good, and the last person just kind of collapses in front of you. That that yeah, I mean, switched to your second weapon, you, you just made it, uh, and I feel like that happens a lot, and it feels weighty. Yeah, that's a good yes, word for, for it. sure. Um, my only real complaint is I just kind of burned out on. It's a little more combat heavy than I would like. A I lot think, of combat. I think the procedural generation might have something to do with that, like the. Environments are not handcrafted. Yeah, there's not there's not the element of a Dark Souls of learning your way or in, like becoming really intimately familiar with an environment. It's much more just cookie cutter pieces stuck together, right. and you just kind of make your way through and kill. The most you get from that is it will be like a puzzle where like 
in one part of the map, you'll see the, how you need to walk along this certain tile set, right. and then you walk along the tile right. set. That, right. That's as, as interesting as the areas get. Like a little more balance of, of other stuff to combat would have been better, but it's just kind of mostly combat. And there's a, there's a story in there, but yeah. uh, I don't remember it. Oh, yeah. I beat that game, and I barely remember <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel like it was pushing me along mm-hmm. that much. Mm. Uh, you know, and that happens in multiplayer games too, where you're just like, if you're playing with a bunch of people, oh, yeah. it's like hard yeah. to pick up any of that stuff. They've been uh, supporting it really well post release. They've added new dungeons and stuff. They've added the ability to sectionally re roll parts of your world. So okay. you can be like, oh, if I want to see what happened in the swamp on path B, I can just tweak that one thing instead of going through the entire game again. Which I think is really cool. Remnant. Yeah. Also, From um, the ashes. It's, uh, I guess it's worth mentioning, it's Gunfire Games. They did a VR game, right? Yes. So this game is technically a follow-up to that. Oh. I, which I did not know. Same universe? Yeah, it totally oh, is. Like the whatever. Did you play that game? I forget. Which I can't one. remember. Was that after I think they, Dark I want to say they did three? a couple, but um, four. Uh, Darksiders three. Darksiders. I forget when they made it, but anyway, like after we did the quick look and we were so excited about it, some people wrote in and were like, "Hey, this is actually like the you know the same universe, the same story that they started in that VR game." They did. Did it have a better mm-hmm. name? I can't. I also can't remember that name. Storm so rising. probably not. So. Storm rising. Mm-hmm. Cloud yeah. origins. origins. Uh, also, I think this game's only forty bucks. Like it's yeah, uh, it was, it's, cool. it's it's a nice surprise for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, it's not the follow-up to From Other Suns. I don't think so. That's a space. It's a sci-fi game. That's the this has sci-fi. Not kind of. It's got space. Uh, you go space Egypt. <laughs> you give the nice animal. That's not sci-fi. That's real. A payday. <laughs> Is it the follow-up to like Dead and Buried or Chronos? Chronos. That's the one. Mm. It's a follow-up to Chronos. Weird. That's, that's oh, what that's I a large weird. one. Right? Yeah, those are yeah, very yeah. early. That's what I am told. Yeah, by, by multiple people. Huh. That's like a Zelda hmm. type thing, wasn't it? Kind of sort of, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Interesting little connection there. Um, okay. Uh, the next game is Telling Lies, which I'm going to have you talk about while I run out of the room for five minutes. Oh. I'll be right back. Okay. I was going with the, the guy from Upgrade. Yes, the guy from Upgrade and also Prometheus, uh, as well as a few other actors. This is the follow-up to her story from Sam Barlow oh, and sure. his uh, his collaborators. Uh, I wanted to like this way more than I did. Um, and I actually did not finish this game. Uh, I, I played through almost all of her story in one sitting. Like that was a game that I was super into and wanted to experience the entirety of as fast as humanly possible Mm -hmm. because it was, it was designed specifically for that. Like you're, you're, you're in the mix, you're, you're doing the thing. You were just trying to get through all these videos. Yeah. And this is trying to do that on a bigger scale. And I just don't think it works as well. So with her story, there was the one character. That's it. You're just hearing this right. one woman talking through. Like, she's in an interview, but you never hear the interview where it's just her talking at the camera all the time. And you were trying to make sense of the story through her mm-hmm. answers to these interview questions. Until you are satisfied. Until you are satisfied. When you know yeah. that you are satisfied, yes. then you're good. In in relatively short video clips. Yes. So this... Uh, that's all I need to be satisfied these days. <laughs> so this... It, the, some of the clips are longer. Some are still short. Uh, there's four characters to keep track of. And all the videos that you're looking at are parts of video chats that they are even have, they are either having with each other or with other smaller characters that are, like, a little less mm-hmm. central to the plot. And you're trying to solve this mystery. The problem is that, like, the way you're still doing the database searching the way you would in her story. Right. But there's no way to really keep track of which videos you've seen except to tag them. And you're often watching one side of a conversation, then trying to find the other side of that conversation, and then just watching that. There is no way in the game to combine those two videos 
into one coherent conversation. Right. Which I understand why he wouldn't do that, but it doesn't work as well. Because you're sitting, basically sitting there watching long pauses where the person is not talking. It's like there should almost just be like a, hey, uh, remux this video file and drop the video, the audio from this one on top of it. Yeah. Put them together. Yeah. So that you can see what the complete conversation looks yeah. like. And, by by virtue of not doing that, I found that I was just kind of getting into repetition of shit that I already kind of knew pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and then just sitting through pauses. Like you can you can scrub through the videos to a certain degree, but it's not the easiest thing. Like it's not it's like a lot of footage of people just going like, uh huh. Yeah, there's there's a decent amount of that reaction and, shot type stuff. And so yeah. you're still doing the keyword searches. You're still trying to piece these things together. And I think there's some nuggets of interesting mystery in there. I just think the way it's delivered and the scale that they're going for right. here doesn't work nearly as well. Hmm. Which is a bummer because they got good talent. Like the actors seem like they are they are doing a good job with the material they have, and I think the core story could be good. I just think that like the way he's using the limitations that were very much by design in her story here just don't it just doesn't play as well. Mm -hmm. All right, so that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, Well, next up on the list. uh... Ah, fuck. Here we Ancestors, go. Ancestors, the humankind odyssey. Yeah, the monkey game. Uh, <laughs> Ape Escape. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ape Escape. Is okay, great. Wait, are you Ape telling Escape. me this is a sequel to Ape Escape? No, Ape Escape is a great you monkey said the monkey game. What about Ape Out? Uh, Ape Out's pretty good, too. Uh, this one. Do I wash their pants? Oh, boy. I love the idea of this uh, when we were looking at uh, games that one meeting. Like, oh, there's some monkey game coming out and seeing you swing around through the trees and all that and... That seemed fun, big open world monkey thing, but it's just like totally impossible to tell what the fuck you're supposed to do. uh, Whatever it is, I'll say monkey. Okay. Um, I'm sure Patrice really, really appreciates having his game referred to as, oh, it's it's that monkey game. Yeah. I'm sorry, the boring monkey game. It's called the chimp game, goddammit. It is just coming out on consoles as we're recording this, and they've apparently made updates. Kind of acknowledging uh, along the way that it was missing. Maybe a tutorial, tutorial stuff. I oh, really? get what they were going oh, for. Like, they wanted it to be like, you know, oh, what if you were a monkey and you didn't know how to talk or know things and you ran around and there were scary things in the woods and you had to figure out how to, like, have sex and have monkey babies and stuff. And, like, sure, you wouldn't know how to do things because you're, you're a monkey. Uh, so I get what they were going for. A monkey knows how to do something. I know, but like they know, like natural, like oh, I need to eat, or my stomach hurts, so I got to eat a fish or something. But like, like the weird yep. things where it's like game, when they gamify it, where it's like oh, we're outside of this radius, and you know, it's like you're scared, and it's, it's hard to figure out where the fuck you're supposed to go, or what that box means, or how to rub a stick against a rock and turn it into a boat, or like whatever the fuck winds up happening. Interesting concepts that are maybe hard to explore. Yeah, yeah it just didn't work yeah. at all. Video game the, mechanics. Conceptually, yeah. it seemed neat with trying to have the apes find their instincts or like you know like you're like oh this is dangerous but i don't know what this is or but uh, i did not play it uh i have not actually even seen footage of what this looks like past of simian's no has anybody made it no i just kept killing monkeys Is there is there definitely stuff after that? I don't know. I thought they're supposed to be. I yeah, they're supposed to like evolve. If it's stuff, the humankind right? odyssey, there's <laughs> a whole assume. screen where it's like if you lay down in the leaves and you hit something, you can look at like a, a neuron and it's uh, you yeah. can see things stretching out. It's like the beginning of Fight Club, and then uh, <laughs> I think somehow that equates to leveling up. And it's like, oh, now you can like rub a leaf against your ass, and I don't know what that does. Okay, yeah. great. Hopefully yeah, that turns into sanitation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, if you don't know what that does, yeah. we gotta have a talk. Three <laughs> shells. Yeah, it's uh, conceptually sure, but it's uh, not fun at all to play. I'm I'm still intrigued with this game. 
I, hopefully <laughs> it'll too. be like a No yeah. Man's Sky thing where like we can get in there and everything's different. I'll give it this. It is a hell of an ambitious thing. Like yeah. they're, they're really sure. trying to do some wild shit here. And I mean, the, Assassin's, the first Assassin's Creed felt like it had some pretty bold ideas at the time. So I'm kind yeah, of it was a bad game too. Not surprised to see, the, yeah, but <laughs> this is, and I think this is the first game he's made. Patrice Desolet has made since then, right? I mean, he, I thought he was on some of the other. Oh, he made two. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was, he was there through two. But, yeah, this is but better or, or worse than Death Stranding? Probably better. What? Okay, Probably. Well, play can with. we can we address that when we come to it? <laughs> I just, I'm trying. They seem like similar games. I'm just trying to get some reference. I'd rather play this. Huh. You'd rather play this? Yes. Okay. I respect that that is your view. I, I mean, cannot join you on this journey. <laughs> it's a, it's a, can, no, at least, like, you don't have to make this choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah, not going to be... False. <laughs> You're going to present our next feature. It's either Death Stranding <laughs> or Ancestors, and I have to yeah. choose. Uh, <laughs> choose Death. <laughs> um, death Stranding. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. If we had our fill of Ancestors. Yeah, I think I, I, yeah. I, I kind of wish I knew more, but didn't have to go through the process of knowing more. Like, I kind of wish I knew if I liked it or not, and yeah. didn't have to put you the money in. You see the lid on leaves, and you yeah. see the neurons. <laughs> That's How right. will you know when you are satisfied? Uh, by paying them money and getting it and playing some hours into it. It sounds, sounds like that. a lot of hours have to go into this game, mm-hmm. from what I have heard. Yes. I just... Uh, my, my time is valuable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just Googled to try to figure out if it has an ending or not. And, uh, I believe it does. Did not come up with a definitive answer. <laughs> All right. Sounds about right. I saw that it was 40 to 50 hours, and apparently there's a way to, like, it has a game-ending fail state is how this headline described it. Mm. Oh. Like, you can do something that ends your game prematurely. Oh, boy. Wow. Your monkey like, falls off. Okay. Become yeah. Neanderthal. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, you, yeah, you <laughs> went down the wrong evolutionary pathway. Sorry, you got out-competed. <laughs> You're a fish. You're extinct now. <laughs> These humans are going to bash your head in. All right. I really thought three legs was the way to go. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. Uh, okay. What's up next? Next up is Control. Oh. Yeah. All right. That's a pretty damn good video game. It's, it's Hell great. yeah. Yes. Control was great. I really yes. like that game. Uh, this game just grabbed me from the opening, like, literally, let that the lady walks in the building, there's mm-hmm. no one at the desk, and she's like, well, gotta figure out what's going on here, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you fucking do! Why would you? Why would there be no one at this front desk? Like it just like I don't know. I I, I loved the. I love that. That's the thing that grabs you. The front desk. Yeah. There is just the very yeah introduction. You know, just from the very first moment, I was like, okay, like you've already got me wanting to know more hmm. about this. And then you know, you get to the 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 former director and all his his, his grisly end and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I just felt like this game was like very much off to the races, like right out of the gate, and and that's very cool. Um, I did not like Quantum Break. No, you did not. It's not a good game. I did uh, not like it either. Like from a combat perspective, it doesn't pop. It, it just the the abilities you had in Quantum Break don't flow together very well. Like it felt like a game where after everything, you were almost like planting your feet and going, like, "Okay, what's mm. next?" And Control, I think, addresses that. Uh, and it's got a, as you layer on more and more of the abilities and get further and deeper into the game, uh, I think the, the weapon variety and the, the skills at your disposal, I think work out really well. And it starts to, you, you get into that flow of just like, all right, yeah, here I'm killing this guy, this guy, this guy, popping up the shield for this, flinging it over here, doing this. And just like, there was, uh, a lot of really cool sequences where it was like, man, I can't believe I put all that shit together and did that. Um, I think I think my only I, I really like control a lot, but I think to that point my only complaint about it was I think about 
three quarters of the way through. Once I had all the abilities, yeah, and I mm-hmm. maxed the tree pretty much out. Like what you wanted. What like, I you don't wanted. need the last level of shield because it's not. Yeah. Or because mm-hmm. I knew what I was doing. Like right. I knew that, and the game didn't force me mm-hmm. to change that up. Right. Like I knew. Yeah. yeah. Like I knew yeah. I can use that charge gun for the. I really like that charge gun with the two yeah. shots on it. And I think I stayed with the the charge and the regular pistol. I think those felt very. The regular good pistol was the only weapon I got to like max level by the end of the game. Yes. And yeah. uh, and then I was like, okay, I know how to do these encounters and but then when i knew i wasn't going to get another ability it, it, the encounters became less interesting to me like one yeah like they it gets combat heavy towards the end yeah like, I, I, I think that yeah is, is yeah there's problem. there's definitely like yeah the the end game and the run-up to the end yeah the the run-up to the final moments of that game i think are combat heavy and not in a, a particularly interesting way yeah. it, it yeah. like peaked i mean we're talking about spoilers i think yeah. it, it peaks at that um that hotel, not the hotel, the the maze, the, the ashtray maze. Ashtray, 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 ashtray yeah. maze. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. cool. The combat yeah. encounters here are yep. cool. Yeah. I mean, you are solving that... a puzzle with the power of Prague. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, um, and then that like gauntlet at the end. I was like, yeah, less interesting. Yeah, like yeah. the astral gauntlet. Like the, that, yeah, I was I was so bummed out by by that because by the time I got there I was like I could not go to bed I could not do yeah, anything until right. I saw the end of that game like I fucking had to see how it was going to play out. I think and then the I game, died like three times on those waves. And the checkpoint on yeah, that. And those checkpoints are terrible. The game should have ended. I think this game would have been perfect if it ended with that puzzle where you're just like doing the office tasks over and over. You're like oh, delivering right. the mail. Like, yeah. I really like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the yeah. game's all about, right, it's all about um, rituals. Yeah. Right? And rituals you start, like, and bureaucracy. And you're like, okay, I got to start doing this shit. And the world gets a little bit more fucked up <laughs> every time. That is a cool part. Yeah. Yeah. But then after that, you just like find a bunch of dudes. Yeah. If it had been that into just like here's a final encounter or something and you've broken out like yeah that that might have been a, a tighter way to wrap it up for sure but it does pull it together like once you once you beat it i think the the da- the game does well by itself to pull all that stuff together for the end game like the, yeah. the, the 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 post last encounter they have a lot of stuff to explain <laughs> and, and i think the the way they deliver it is totally in line with the rest of the game it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't break yeah. its own fiction in, right. in a way and i i think that's super cool it's, it's there, there's a part of me that wanted just like a little bit more yeah the very very ending was a little bit rote to me i feel like they had to like be like hey and we'll be back with some dlc they are in fact going to be back with some dlc so. but, yeah i like dude i'm so hot and cold on this game because as soon as i finished it i had to restrain myself from starting over and playing through it immediately again because I had other game of the year stuff. Yeah, but I think that. But I also like I've got some reservations about aspects of it. So like I'm glad they leave the world explorable at the. I mean, you, yeah. I feel like the only other way would be to close yeah. off some of that. I, I don't know how much time you guys spent. I mean, we're just gonna like talk about the end of the game, I guess. Yeah, like, they change a decent amount of stuff in the world after it. If you go around the bureau, talk some to more. people. Yeah. yeah, like there's some new dialogue, but also like new set dressing, and I'm trying to think. There's some other stuff. So I had a lot left to do because I was not into doing a lot of the non-plot critical shit in that game. Like, like this, some of those like other boss fights and things that go on. Like are miserable. They're miserable. And I, I, mean, I love those I side quests. Okay. I but love I everything about the dressing of them. I just the didn't... lore you get from that stuff and like the way that right. it is built into the fiction and the world. Like that shit is all like, super fascinating. The world to me. building is so good it's, in this game. It's the one. It, it really bummed me out because it is, I think, the best. Dish, like example of world building of any game this year, and I it's the only game like this where I have just actively not wanted to do the side stuff, mm-hmm. and that really bummed me out because I think that the core, the like the core main thrust of what you're doing, like the main mission objectives, and stuff, is all pretty solid. 
I really wanted to keep poking away at every corner of that house. I wanted to keep trying to find all this shit. At a certain point, it just didn't feel worth it to me anymore. Like, I, I will eventually probably go back and do that stuff because I do want to see, like, kind of what the story threads are that come out right. of that. But that's the only reason. Oh, the it's nature, not fun. The nature of the side quest is so good, though. Like the, yeah. The Trips guy. Uh, guy's great. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, although that boss, God. again, that boss. I still haven't rescued that guy that's trapped uh, in that yeah. room. I He's need to have a bad time. Oh, help that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You need to help that man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, well, the, uh, but, but I think that stuff, the setups were really good. The man. mirror, the mirror side. Yeah, I thought the yeah, mirror was, so was great. Like, yeah. holy shit. And, and but it, it's a case of just like, that, so that fight, the in in the mirror the edge fight yeah, yeah, yeah is is basically that was the part where I probably died the most yeah I, mean, I, I died like three to go or four so times I, I wound up it. like cheesing a bunch of fights in a way that maybe robbed myself like hiding behind a pillar just yeah. waiting for yeah, that, yeah. you know the power to go back up yeah, shoot and hide behind I, I really didn't I, have much trouble with boss I died on the uh, moss one the big plant boss so in, that in pit mm. that I, bugged out on me I, same here like, oh, oh, like I died yeah. on it twice and the third time I went back and it, just stand still? it never started its combat yeah. Uh, I just sat there and yeah. shot it until it died. That happened to me too. Yeah. I, yeah, right. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to me. Uh, the anchor fight, I sucks. I did not enjoy that. I, I think I, I so I had one side quest. Left. Is that the Panopticon like round up the objects quest? That's uh, the one with the clocks. Uh, okay, so I keep reading about a clocks quest. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I did the, yeah, I did the, the it's one of the ones the, where you can fall in a hole. And yeah. like, that one also yeah. have the stoplight. Boss, mm, that's a different. Thing, that was I cool. I really yeah, like, that. The, like the objects of power thing. Oh, it's, it's a great, it's a great like, like, all that stuff setup. It's, it's a great, tremendous fucking, concept. And yeah. I've hated the motel stuff. Really, I, I thought it was fantastic. The uh, first time I did that, oh, I think man. I messaged Alex because I was like, I've legitimately because you had been playing it yeah. a bit further than I had. I legitimately was like angry at the game in the first hotel because I didn't. I just didn't understand what was happening, and they no. give you very vague directions that I like took on a very different meaning. Like it was way more, li- it was way more literal. Yeah. And I was like, "What's the video game layer?" No, none here? of, none well, of the mean, puzzle stuff is very challenging. It's also just not very interesting. I think it, I yeah. think it is. I think because it, eh. it rewards you paying attention to the environment. Like the reason later ones are better once you know well, like what they're kind of looking for you. So to that do. first, well, so you do if you like really eyeball. Like so, getting into that hotel for the first time is because you pulled the yeah. Yeah. thing three the, times, the yeah. says which that, they right. have set up with documents yeah. that you found. I've read yeah. all the game, that. I, I did get a little stuck there the first time because it was just yeah. like I pulled the cord like nothing fucking well, happened. Yeah. I, pulled again, I pulled it again, nothing well, happened. I'm like, all right, well, well I guess nothing happens here. The whole reason I knew yeah. what to do there is because if you zoom but in yeah. on the sign next exactly. to the light cord, yep. you wear the yeah. rule of three. This object, this object applies to the yeah. rule of three. Totally. So yeah. like, they, no, I, I swear I re- re- did it three times and nothing happened, but I didn't go look at the right door. That you probably just didn't do it enough times in a row. Yeah. Like it probably reset itself at a certain point. I saw the sign and I, I figured out the three thing, but I feel like I never finished a motel puzzle on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, like I was dude, constantly I'm, like, okay, that door opened. Ah, I guess I'll yeah. move this like thing I, or I, something. I, I thought all of them were great. I never even I, knew what it wanted me to do. Like, and I love puzzles and games, but I would look at every room and be like, like, do I make them all the same? Do I make them all different? Do I, there are like sound effects that go along with it when you do yeah. the right thing. You can. Kind oh, of I didn't catch that. Yeah, at all. I didn't. Like, I just set the time one. Like that one was pretty. Which one? Obvious. The one you have to set the clocks or whatever. I think that's the one I got on my first try. Okay. Yeah, I kind of just wish they'd either gone a little further with them and made them more elaborate, or just scaled them back. Because I just did not enjoy. I want to open the other rooms. Yeah. Kick those doors open. Yeah, that's what the DLC is for. I also, I don't know. This game didn't hook me like it hooked everyone else. I still need to finish it. Um, I liked it fine, but I didn't like love it. I also think part of the problem for me was like I also love the world building. I liked finding objects and reading them and figuring out what's going on with the situation. But I found that like any kind of like story stuff was 
okay, go talk to this person. You have like a huge information dump of just like, here are a bunch of dialogue options. They're going to talk at you for 20 minutes. I love that stuff. Like, I, I think that is the, of, the yeah. least engaging way to present information, though. Yeah, I could see like, that. I wish that they just presented it in a but, different way. Because I, I really liked all the, reading all that all stuff. The, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I, I like, like finding, you know, finding like the, papers the yeah. television screens and stuff and getting information yeah, that yeah. way, too. I thought that was sure. better, like the, the scientists. Like, again, I like the world building, but I think it was like all the stuff with her brother. I'm like, I don't know. I thought her in like internal monologue, like, yeah, the, the, the way they, really, they uh, did the story that way. Actually, sure. really like. Can that we stuff. talk about the cast of characters? Because like I think I, I, all star. Just like honestly, yeah. the director yeah. was like great. Fucking Tati Casper Darling. Casper Darling is like the best character of the year. Oh my god! The yeah. the moment after like the ashtray maze is great and really fun and amazing and like this huge musical moment and then you get in that hotel and you see that music video yeah, yeah. dynamite music video is so fucking it's amazing so fucking funny it reminded me of the the if anyone remembers the breaking bad where you watch gail yeah. do karaoke yeah yeah oh my god it's I went and found it on YouTube and watched it like three more times immediately after because it's just it it makes sense like you've you've seen this character you've never interacted with him you've only watched like recordings of him talking but you're like of course this fucking nerd has his like you know dress up and like sing a song about science and he like recorded and because yeah. that was all his his whole shtick yeah uh, I like the the captions for uh, uh, oh, yeah. oh the, the, board. the board. Yeah. yeah yeah like that stuff so the the writing on that I thought was really great that, I think that, the whole the, that whole a slash b construction yeah. that they do like they use that in some really amazing ways yeah. like there's there's one like it's just one of the like the board countermeasures or whatever the little side mm. challenge things mm-hmm. and the description is like so and so something like they want you to go kill something it's like kill slash video game them yeah <laughs> and it's just like this written this stuff writing this is so good the uh, writing the font work. Yeah, titles. When you go into a new area, yeah, yeah. really oh. good. I really <laughs> wish the console versions were better. Oh my yeah, god! Dude, the, yeah, and I'm not just I am not just talking about like ray tracing shit because obviously oh. the PC version yeah, has yeah. that. I, the PS4 version of that game running on it, even on a pro, it doesn't run great. I, but on a on a base, that thing was. It, it, I could feel my console dying. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that they have put some work in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's... I, I went back to it yeah. like the last month okay. and it feels a little less chuggy I, I, but it's still kind of chuggy. I played yeah. through it on an Xbox One X a week and a half ago and it's okay. still like 20 frames a second. It was legitimately it's without bad. fail if I was coming out of a cutscene soft lock for four to six seconds. It's, yeah. It's so, and that bug where the map, when you pop the map up, it doesn't actually draw yes. the map in. It's yes. still there three months after oh, launch. Like, uh, it's and people can say that is... all of that, I still get play. Yeah, I know. I I was like obsessed with this game. I suffered through the half of it. Like, I... There are so many amazing things. It was the first it. game that I played start to finish after getting a ray tracing graphics card, and yeah, it, it made that stupid amount of money feel <laughs> worth it. Like, it was like, okay, yeah, this I, stuff I, looks I could, great. I could see playing this game like at a solid sixty with yep. better effects, making it a lot better. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'd still have just like basic design issues with combat stuff. Yeah, there's there's core stuff in there that I think just doesn't work completely. I the inventory but. system was. Shitty. Like, yeah, like the upgrade. Feels, yeah, it feels like kind of so tacked on. on. I'm just like, yeah. okay, like it's it's maybe yeah. a little fun to interact with this stuff. But then, like, you, you, you have a something cap to do. on your items. Yeah. You have to go through right. every Always, like, hour yeah, or two. Yeah, and just like, okay, delete all the items. All the that and your the, items. You have to grind materials occasionally. Yeah, 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 yeah like that and like the weird time quest stuff Like felt like them trying to insert stuff from games that are not this. And it just didn't, it never felt like it fully applied. They really needed to disable those pop ups during dramatic sequences. Yes. Major uh, like pivotal story moments. I had like, like one of those things pop up in the middle of like some serious <laughs> shit. Yeah, 
There's, like, the there's, conference room is under attack. There are a lot of little things that I think could have been much better, but I think the whole of the thing works way better than I ever expected. The, the things totally, that are yeah. good about it are really good. Yeah, they yeah. are. Uh, yeah, the, just the, the tone, the straight-faced, yep. uh, bureaucratic yeah. nonsense. Like, I went the... into this expecting an X-Files game, but it's like X-Files played like like severely straight. Yeah. You know? Like, I would take it deadly seriously, and it's, like, amazing. I was, like, kind of worried when they introduced Ati, and I'm like, okay, yeah, he's the Twin Peaks, like, I, sure, I know yeah. more than I'm leading on kind of guy, but I think, like, they really nail it they with nail that him. Stuff too. Yeah. yeah. This is probably, I don't know, I'm still kind of getting my list in order, but this this is really up there. This might yeah. be my favorite game this year. Yeah, yeah it's, it's way really up on good. my list, too. Really it's really good. Yeah, man. I just I, uh, the only thing I wish is they had at least paced out the powers a little more. So you, you yeah. got yeah. right before yeah. you hit the end, you got something like well, over the top. Yeah, I, 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 have to say, I have to like, say, though, I have this game for a long this time. This game, oh. like probably the best late game upgrade in history. Levitate. The ability to fucking fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when yeah. I got, it's I not that late though. Yeah, it's not that late. I did a lot of side stuff with that levitate. When huh. you, well, like I fought the anchor. You need it for a it's bunch. It's the of last stuff. thing you get. As it's well. the last thing you get, but you could you could definitely get that and play a lot more of the game. Is it out yeah. of sequence or like is it a side thing? I can't remember. It's uh, not a side thing. I don't think. Part of the, because you can, yeah, because there's areas you just straight up can't go oh, to until you have that. But I think some of those are plot critical. And you get mods for your guns that are like you know more damage while you're levitating. Ammo in the air and stuff. I don't think the ashtray maze or that final encounter would be possible without levitating. No, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Right. But I'm just saying it's the last major power you get. It's the yeah. last column on the skill tree. But like, you, you know, it's one of those games I felt like, oh, when I get to the end, I'm just going to get like melt people. Yeah. You know, right. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. energy, huge energy blasts or something. I, I, I thought like fully upgraded throw kind of was that because was, you start out, oh, that felt, you start out, so good. You start yeah. out throwing trash cans at people and yeah. you end the game throwing forklifts at people. Yeah. 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 It's really, there's a, there's I just comboing yeah. like, Throw a guy at another guy, and then take the guy's corpse you just made, and grab that, and throw that at another guy, and then guy. possess his friend, and make that guy shoot that other guy. Yeah. I think there are a few issues with like combat readability. Like I thought, shield kind of fills the screen a little too much. It's a little hard oh, to yeah. see around. I never, I never use the shield. shield there are, are, I also yeah. never use shield. I, I, I tried it in there. I would have used it more. I think if I felt yeah. like it was easier to parse. And then there's a couple three enemy types that I just fucking despise in that game, like the invisible things. Mm. Oh yeah, I remember the yeah, things yeah, yeah, the yeah. flying guys that would dodge or paint. Yeah, there's something about the incinerator. You got to fight a bunch. Here's of the trick: if you, you possess enough of those guys, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Because that, they do cool. some work. Hijack um, things great, and just like the combat balance. Like I feel like a lot of the enemies could practically do all your health in like one or two moves. Oh, like her her whole thing is that she is not a strong character. Oh like, yeah, yeah, but like, I don't think that translates well. Yeah, it's a bummer when you're fighting eighty dudes. Do you know how that checkpointing works? And and with the way the health system works, because oh, yeah. a lot of the time the only health available is in the middle of a bunch of guys, and yeah. if you're about to die, there's nothing you can so do. Use the shield to get to it. Yeah, I, I felt like it, it inspired a little bit of aggression. Like yeah, you were like, yeah, I have I to get out it. there. Like you can't yeah. just hang back and snipe. Like you have to get up in there right. and 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 do work. Yeah. And of course, that's another area where the frame rate kind of is problem. Yeah. I had one checkpoint. I was before a boss, but to get to the boss, I had to ride the elevator up, which was a whole other cutscene. That was like, let's come on, that's video games 101. If you're gonna put me at a Checkpoint before a boss. Just put me before the boss. I don't have to go through. Yeah. I understand video game that elevator. Thank you. They <laughs> are trying to do the Metroidvania thing. I understand why they built the checkpoint system the way they did. I just don't think it works that well. Mm-hmm. I think that is the the really the Achilles heel of the whole thing is that like they just don't give you the opportunity to get right back into the thing that you want to do often enough. Especially for the boss fights. Yeah, yeah especially the side, for the, the boss fights in particular. That's a problem. I but, guess uh, I felt like I, I don't know. I, there, there's definitely like the. Um, 
when you're out there at the the turnstile, there's a side boss over there. That's like the first guy you see that he runs Tomasi. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, he the takes off guy? and you go fight him later. Yeah, like that was the only one that was like the the checkpoint felt like far away from the fight, or yeah. just far enough away from the fight that I was like, Ugh. there was the the, but I, yeah, the I anchor one was huge, also kind of far away. Yeah. Like it, mm-hmm. that's what like more so than the the boss fight being annoying, having to run all the way back through that, that fucking yeah. that huh. that corridor to get back it, there was enough to make me not want to do you, it. Anymore. You pass through at least one or two groups of enemies to get there too. Yeah, I thought yeah. That you, to, you can run through them, but yeah, you, there were a few too many rooms where they just like spawn enemies constantly every time uh, you run through. That I did wish you do the the pit with the fungus? Yes. That's, that's yeah. a I started that to, and then I was like, that's you know what? One. No. Same here. I that's a checkpoint that you have to keep jumping down that pit yeah, you have to, until you get to the next. You have to go right. through all those melee plant guys to get mm-hmm. back to the boss. Yeah, elevator turn. shaft or something. Yeah. 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 Which, was, you know, again, is fun when you realize you can just drop and then dash at the very end. Yep. Uh, yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I just, I think a tighter version of Control is one of my favorite games ever made. Right now, it's really good, yep. but yeah. it could, I feel like there are a number of ways it could have sure. been so much more awesome. Well, I, th- yeah. I think Absolutely. it's probably the DLC I'm most looking for. Yeah, yeah me too. Like, like okay. I'm I'm straight up going to go play through the PS4 version now because that version's getting the DLC first, and like I have to play that DLC. Oh, wow. Yeah, I really want to see how that stuff... Like, it, they, they have created a world I'm super yeah. anxious to see more yeah, of definitely yeah yeah neat really it's it feels like it's like you think about the thing remedy has been trying to do all along mm-hmm. like to me this feels like they finally got it like the the tech got to a point and like they got to a point and this like it all really comes together yeah it just makes uh, me really bummed out for the parallel universe where quantum break was the runaway <laughs> success and they have to make more of that more tv shows yeah oof like it's it's remarkable, and I don't mean it as a backhanded compliment that like the collectibles are maybe the best part of the game. They totally yeah. are. Like all the hidden lore stuff, like all the collectibles. I like, to, like I had to read every document I could possibly. Totally, find. it's great. The way they build up the. Um, I watched all of those trench cutscenes oh, because yeah. like mm. it, I uh, look, I want to hear the Max Payne guy do kind of the Max <laughs> Payne thing anytime he wants to do it. But like this stuff is really good. There's so much amazing backstory of the bureau hidden in some of that stuff. Oh, did, you guys, yeah. did you guys pick up on the Northmore stuff? Which is the Northmore stuff? I don't remember. Northmore the name. is I, I granted I just played through it a week ago, so mm-hmm. I remember the stuff. Northmore was the previous director before Trench, right? Okay, yeah. And some of the Trench monologues, he talked about how Northmore oh, was like yes, Northmore yeah. was obsessed with more power, yeah. more yeah. control, more order until until he exploded or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. And there's one of those monologues where he says he, he says at the end of the day the director's first duty is to keep the lights on, right. mm-hmm. and when you're going around the power plant stuff. It's called the the NSC, and you're like, what do you call it, the NSC? And it's like, oh, better not talk about that. Like, you don't want to know what we have in there or whatever. Anyway, if you, point being, if you explore enough at the end of the game, like post-game, you find that NSC means Northmore Sarcophagus Container. Huh. Because they literally imprisoned the previous director in the like inside of a oh, reactor. That's, power that's right. And there's a bunch of fucking X-ray shots on the computer monitors and of, of this fucking human body writhing inside this power plant. Wow. He powers. The, <laughs> he's the power. He's, he's the power for the thing. He's literally the thing that generates the power for the building. Oh he, wow, that's dark. He man. was that's like cool. so. He was so radioactive or whatever. Again, shoved him inside a power plant. Every power. weird tangent of that yeah, game is dude, the best part. The guy who had to take apart an entire airplane because there was one. Yeah, I love that email. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Yeah, he's like, a, do you know how many parts there are in the airplane? Because I do. I, I had to that. inspect every screw and bolt. 
Man. Uh, the way they... Uh, whatever, I guess so. Yeah, we could talk about it forever, but I just, it's, it's rad. The way they build up all the stuff that happened in her childhood, like the fill-in blanks very slowly, oh, yeah. yes. without filling in too many blanks. And you're just like, like in the repl- replica town. Like talking about how like Neil was a dog, you know? You remember that stuff? Yeah. Like, like their friend Neil became <laughs> yeah. like a melted dog. Yeah. <laughs> and the bullies became dung monkeys yeah. because they were drinking the milk of the not-mother. It's one of, like, what the fuck? It's honestly what, like, uh, honest, uh, in a lot of games like this, when they try to fill out the character backstory slowly like that, and they sort of kind of give you the backstory, like, how they, the things got to this point, like, I feel like it's more often than not super disappointing. Yeah, absolutely. But in this case, like, every new detail they added to this thing was just like, oh my god, and the I was way super they convey it, Like, when yeah. you get to that part where it's just like, here's, we literally recreated this garbage dump. Yeah, we, we brought it yeah, here. We moved the whole landfill. We moved it here. But it all, like, in their world, yeah. it all makes perfect sense. Yeah, this is how you yes. do it. And you file have to the right paperwork. You have to yeah. do it. This is where you have to file do it. the paperwork. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, yeah, that part was a, my favorite part of all the paperwork. Yeah. All, mm-hmm. Nobody's surprised. It's all just like, and they're all scared of computers because yeah. fucking. <laughs> These Bad are the shit, rules yeah. of their world, yeah. and they all have cell to phones explode if you bring them to the building. The old oldest house doesn't like technology. Oh, that stuff's so good. All right, we should probably stop talking yeah, right. about Control. We'll probably talk about it more later. Yeah, I, I hope so. There's I some other so. stuff that I think is pretty fucking good in that game. Um, it's probably a good place to break. Yeah, yeah, sure. Handle a few more before we take off for the day. Yeah, how about we call it there, and uh, we'll be right back. Next game on our list of 2019's games. Come on down! Oh. A terrific multiplayer game. That Hell game yeah. is so Oh, fun. that game. Yes. Yeah. Okay, it right. Is super good. It's probably maybe my favorite quick look this year that we did. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. That was the first time you guys had played it, right? Yes, yeah. and that was like a quick look. I came in, I had like run three miles that morning on like no food. I was feeling very bad. <laughs> and I played that game and immediately felt so much better. It was so fun. It was, like, it, I mean, immediately good energy. It is one of the most instant, like, you know, when I was home for Thanksgiving, I, I showed some family members that don't play a yeah. lot of games, and it's just the most instant, like, okay, this is grab with that, this right. is grab with that, this moves your arms, let's do it. And just people are just howling within, like, a minute of playing this game. Yeah. If there's one thing I would say that's maybe a downside is that I don't know how many times I've taken different groups of people and been like, check this out, and then we play and we crack <laughs> up through the same early, you know, first, like, couple worlds or whatever, yeah. and then you stop playing eventually, and then it's not like... Okay, let's get them all together and like let's finish the game. I feel like I've played those first couple oh, a billion yeah. times, yep. and that's not to say that I'm sure the later stuff's good. Yeah, but once it gets to the, like the longer like scrolling well, levels, the dark and stuff, levels, and yeah, yeah, we just didn't keep going. Yeah, so. it's yeah, it's awesome. It's a, like physics game, swinging around, Barton, Barton game. I think yeah. it's like the perfect amount of simplicity where it's like really easy for anyone to pick up. Um, it's very it's it it they it has a lot of tools for fun antics despite how easy the gameplay is. I mean, easy yeah. in quotes, but like you have the fart mechanic, you have a moan mechanic, and then you just have to grab and swing. And then if you want to add the additional complexity, you can do the coin. The and like coin. There were, that led to funny things where it's like, I had to rest the coin on my ass while yeah. you guys like <laughs> held on to me and I farted it up the chamber. And, and yeah. of course, we <laughs> mustn't forget the betrayal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. There's a lot in that one quick look. Not, mm-hmm. that, not that people betrayals. <laughs> a lot of farting. 
And that, yeah. Because of that quick look, I think every time I'm in the cup before someone, I'm just like gripping for uh, life in case yep. someone comes in and farts. Oh, yeah. I love just farting in that cup. <laughs> no, I have a very specific uh, thing that happens now. Anytime I'm in that cup, I have to grip because I know yeah. what's coming. Yeah. Uh, it also has, um, if you're on the level too long, it'll give you aids to get across, like yeah. a, a rope. There's an umbrella you can, or a, 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 a balloon you can grab onto. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and just a rope you can just take yeah. to the other side. Yeah, it's so different it's, based on the level. It's, it's, it's those mini games that yep, the mini like, games are very and how fun they are. Yeah. I like the basketball one a whole lot. Uh, so yeah, I think it's got. It, it can be pretty challenging to play as a, a group. That uh, having played this with my kids, it can be tough. But adding in the rope and stuff at the end, it's just like, all right, let's just get past the level. Yeah. I love all those moments where you're just staring at the the chain. And you're like, okay, wait, okay, Benny, you let go <laughs> yeah. of left, and yes. no one else touched anything. And <laughs> yes, it's it's really good. He was uh, awesome. Yeah. I also really like the look of it. Like it's simple. Yeah. It, the way that like your splatter covers the stage over time, yeah. mm-hmm. and just like, oh, this all the places I died. Yeah, is this a platformer? No, 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 not in not the traditional all. sense. No, 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 at all. I thought I thought we liked Massacore for that. No, it's platformer. I don't think we've ever, I've never heard that before. I don't think we've ever liked any of these terms. I, I didn't actually yeah. like it. I, I, I just mean scientific it was, okay, term. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm up for anything. <laughs> You're up for some Massacore? Uh huh. I'm also up for some Wilmot's Warehouse. Yeah, Vinny Big Sigh. No, no Big Sigh. I, I like this game. I, it's another one of those games that I liked for you know a few hours yeah. and then, um, then then just never went back to. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. You know, I think I played it over PAX West, and it was perfect for that. Yeah. This game has a nice amount of... It's like both satisfying and anxiety-inducing um, in a way that I really enjoy. Like, the loop is fun of, like, i got to organize my stuff, but in a certain time crunch, and then I have to give people what they need and remember where this is or that is. Um, and it has a really simplistic art style that can be a little bit frustrating at some times, but overall I really like it, and I think it sort of suits this sort of, like, corporate warehouse, like, efficiency is key kind of um, attitude that it's going for. I don't know. It's it's without another simplistic darkness. game. Yeah, without the darkness. It's of another... an actual Amazon job. Yes, yeah. 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 yes exactly. <clears throat> After hearing you guys... They let you go to the bathroom in this one? Uh, you're a box. You don't have to go. <laughs> After hearing you guys talk about this on the podcast, this is not how I, I thought this game looked at all. Like, I was picturing something completely different. So it's really cool seeing... Like, I don't know. This game looks neat. This game looks like a fun afternoon, like, yes. over a couple days. Totally. It, I... Yeah. I really liked it for that. I think it's also a game that I haven't really played before, which I always really appreciate... Um, I don't know. I think it's neat. I think it, the progression of it is neat, too. As you go on more, you can, like, unlock certain things, yeah. like a little robot that will help you yeah. or more space in your warehouse for items. Yes, a dash button. And I, I think it's I think it's a well-done progression, even if it's not, like, the most, like, groundbreaking or captivating game around. I think it's perfect for the Switch. It's a perfect, like, kill an afternoon or, like, kill a yeah. car ride or, you know. Good for the organization brain. Exactly, yeah. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Or it could break it. Mm. Yes. I, again, both anxiety-inducing <laughs> yes, yeah. and satisfying. Uh, they just keep dumping those icons on you yes. uh, in a way that... The orders be, never stop, man. No. They, they never stop. stop. You can get never get your warehouse get perfect. No. You're, I'm always, Especially always redoing it. You're, like, uh, somebody who has no respect for the rule of organization. Oh, Go yeah. by color. Yes. I, I did it by color because I have working eyeballs. Uh, <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> yeah, right. Do by theme. The, the cannons go in the warfare department. <laughs> so do pencils. What about the bird? Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> Can't fight a war without birds yeah, and pencils. True. Everybody knows this. Oh, you read Sun Tzu. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the art of birds. Uh, Salt your enemies' birds. Anodyne the second. 
Yeah, uh, this was a big surprise for me. Uh, I don't have a ton to say about this game. I've not played much further than we got in the quick look. But what I really like about this game is it pays homage to that kind of PS1 and 64 era of games in a way we don't see a lot. We're starting to kind of see more and more yeah. as like yeah. people like me, like people our age who grew up with those kinds of games are now starting to make games that they are, they have that yeah. reference for. Um, reference for a, a bad looking video game. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love how bad this looks. Um, <laughs> yeah, this it, does look pretty good bad. It's also really funny. Like, uh, it's got a lot of charm. It reminded me of kind of the same same sort of writing style as like an Undertale or something like that, where it's a little lighter, it's a little breezier. Um, the actual gameplay itself, when you kind of tr- transition to the 8-bit 2D stuff, it's like, okay, it's whatever. Um, it's not the main draw for me. The main draw is like exploring this weird open area, and you play this like weird guitar hero thing to enter people's hearts and souls. I, I don't know. Wait, is this Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's got a similar vibe okay. of nonsense. Uh, but without the Disney licensing. Yeah, it was more dirt worms. Wasn't the first Stanodyne like a 2D Zelda kind of thing? Yeah, it, it was very much like, uh, basically the way they talk about it is like, uh, Anodyne 1 is 8-bit Zelda, Anodyne 2 is Link to the Past era Zelda. Um, Ocarina? Oh, sorry, Ocarina. Ocarina. Uh, but you still play, the majority of the gameplay is like a 2D, kind of very simple, mm. like move and shoot, plat- or side scroller, I guess you'd call it. Top scroller. Yeah. Cool. Um, Love to top scroll. Check out Anodyne. It's a good game. Music is really fun, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. forgot about that. Uh, Astral Chain. Is that fun? Is it off the chain? Uh, I, it's I, fine. I tried. Like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a platinum guy, and yeah, yeah this yeah. was not doing it for me. It definitely it seemed was, like there was a subset of people that really liked this yeah. game, but I also saw a lot of people being like, no. Yeah, I feel like there was, was a lot no. of people who were all set up to really like yeah, this game. Yeah, they got yeah. it and like, ah, it's not quite... Yeah, it's not like quite the, there. It seemed like yeah. the, the the wonderful 101 audience was like prime oh. for this game. <laughs> I mean, the gimmick works. The whole thing of like having the the robot guy that you're moving around with the right stick and wrapping him up and doing little like uh, shot stuff. And, don't like doing it. Yeah, like the combat I didn't think was super fun. Yeah. Um, and and like some of the longer like investigative stuff before the combat. So, like I feel like a lot of the big story missions had like a very long uh, investigation stuff. With there's some personality and fun there, but then you'd go into the same kind of like red crystal area and just do a bunch of the same combat over yeah. and over. I, and, I have to say there is something terrifying about a futuristic anime robot with a giant sword that says police on it. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, Don't worry about it. I think the game like kind of a cool look. Yeah. yeah. Design. Some weird charm to it as well. Like I, I, met, I met like a bathroom fairy in yep. the bathroom. Uh-huh. Needs toilet paper. Needs toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed to the toilet. Yeah. Afterwards. It's got personality. Uh, there were some things I liked about it, but overall, it just did not grab me like other platinum games. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what is the last like universally acclaimed platinum game? That Transformers game, right? Bayonetta two. I guess it is. It probably is Bayonetta two. That's the last, the last one. Bayonetta two was great. People really, yes, really that, loved. Unless Wonderful One One came out. I did. I did like that Transformers game. Forget. But Devastation anyway. is that? The yeah, yeah. That, that was okay. It was okay. It was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. It was better than Korra. I mean, Nier obviously is great, but not for the reasons that you normally associate with Platinum. I mean, I still don't really think of that game as a Platinum yeah, right, game, yeah. even though it is very much right. a Platinum yeah. game. Yeah. Maybe that's my problem. Yeah. Um, There's some really good ice cream in this game, though. Better or worse than the Ex Machina ice cream? Uh, about the same. Okay. What flavors? I couldn't tell. Okay. You stack it up in a t- tall tower, got to deliver it to a little child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aw. Mm. I spilled it. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just spill it in front of the kid? Yep. Like, hey, kid, oh, here's yeah. your ice cream. Plop. Just uh, The Dark Pictures. How do you say this? Dark Pictures, Man of Madan? Madan. 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 Does that ever come up in the story at all? Madan. Madan? Did they ever say Madan or the Man of Madan? Isn't Madan an island? I don't remember. Maybe. I don't think so. I played that whole game. I don't remember hearing Medan said once. No, it's uh, this is the from the people who made um, Until Dawn. Until Dawn. It has now become this kind of anthology. What they're promising as a or pitching as an anthology of horror story games, which I think is the right direction to go with this. Totally. So it's a little shorter mm-hmm. than Until Dawn, or significantly shorter. The but if you know until dawn, it is very much that you got a bunch of characters pretty realis- realistically rendered mm-hmm. as, <laughs> graphically, yeah, uh, and realistically rendered in the cliche horror right. sense. Yeah. Uh, and this kind of has more of a tales from the crypt vibe to it than Ooh. yeah than the kind of uh, until dawn had that teen horror picture romp. This yeah. has more of a like. Submitted for your approval, Twilight Zoney. Okay. Yeah. Do they put any kind of wrapper on it? Like the does the dark yeah. pictures a have guy. a vibe? Is there yeah. a guy? Yeah, there's, there's a guy. Okay. There's a literal a Rob Sterling. Yeah. There is a in, you play, and then there is an intro movie with, with cool. a guy walking in a raincoat kind of thing with a hat huh. and the, the whole thing and you know, the okay. dark pictures. But the the neatest thing about this is the multiplayer, not local multiplayer. So if you're playing with, you can play multiplayer local where you divvy up the characters and pass the controller around, and Mm. that's kind of interesting. But uh, the really interesting part is you play online, you play simultaneously different characters experiencing different things that uh, then meet back up at certain points and crisscross paths. Uh, And that's, that's really interesting, especially in the way this game plays with a lot of, mind games where you're, you're seeing stuff that's maybe not really there, but you on the other end who are playing are maybe seeing things that aren't really there. And you have to make choices, like in um, Until Dawn. So mm-hmm. you suddenly are faced with a choice you don't really know the answer to that could affect the other player because uh, you're not yeah. doing the same thing. Right, right. And I, I think that part works really well, and they nailed that part. Uh, and I hope, I hope they do a lot more of that in the promised other ones, which mm-hmm. sounds like the next one is maybe a little Creature in the Woods-ish. That sounds really interesting, the online stuff. Uh, but even like locally, Until Dawn worked really well for passing the controller, but it didn't have like that built-in, built like in, pick yeah. who your characters yeah. are, and we're going to tell you, like, hand the controller yeah. to... So yeah, Bianca and I played it uh, on the couch, yeah. and you know we each kind of like do a draft at the beginning of our characters, and uh, I thought it worked really well locally. Yeah, that's a, that stuff is fun, and then you can play through locally again and see some of the other stuff you didn't see, the alternate yeah. perspective stuff. But when you play online, both players are doing that stuff at the same time. That's so somebody cool. is that... For an example, somebody's underwater and somebody's playing on top of a boat and an explosion's happening and the one player knows why the explosion's happening and the other player does not and there's a very early choice of underneath, you don't know why this explosion's happening on the boat, do you wait to decompress or do you just run up to the boat, which again is going to have some consequences. Yeah, that's a specifically important one. The yeah. Bends. yeah, yeah. You get the bends. You, you don't want to get the bends. Or you let whatever's exploding on the boat explode. You don't know what's going on I don't up there. Care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. down here. Uh it's it's neat. I, I want to see more. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'd say overall I don't think I was as into the like story and characters as until dawn, but it's it, this isn't like a huge step down. No. You know? No, and I, I like it as a set set you know, like setting the table for future totally. ed- editions of other weird horror stories they yeah. want to tell. I think someday if we get a collection with three of these games in it about mm-hmm. this length, it's gonna be killer. Yeah. yeah. The Dark Pictures anthology, Little Hope is the next one. Yeah. Okay. And it, yeah. it sounds like a monster in the woods. Yeah, they had a yeah. teaser, it looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. 
yeah, yeah. it's a neat direction to take that stuff. Yeah, the online stuff is really interesting. I mean, considering how everyone was convinced Until Dawn was going to be a disaster right before that game came out, and we all played it and went, oh, this is actually great, I'm just glad they're getting to make more of these things. Yeah. Like, It seems yeah. like they, they have the confidence to continue on with this stuff. It's cool. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. That's a hell of an expansion <clears throat> in the Monster Hunter World <laughs> universe. Um, so traditionally, yeah, the, whenever they would have an expansion of this sort, they would have a standalone. Release. Yeah, good on them for actually putting out DLC and not just making you buy a new game. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they take you to uh, the, the land of Iceborne. Uh, it's, it's got really good snow tech. It's got really good monsters. Um, too bad it's only on the PS4 right now. And not, still? Uh, oh, they still haven't put it on the other ones? Holy still shit, not, that's right. January, January, right? January, okay. yeah, about right. Um, so I kind of unfortunately fell off of it, but I, I stayed on it for quite a while just because they they brought back some some fan favorite monsters, and uh, I really liked the uh, the new ones that they that they brought in. Uh, the inclusion of the Clutch Claw was uh, kind of uh, not a game changer too much, but it, would you say it was Clutch? It, nice to have. I, would you I, say it was Claw? I was I was trying very hard to stay. Clutch Claw. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it changes up the dynamics of uh, the fights pretty considerably, which is cool. Did they bring in any new big weapon change, like big weapon paths? Uh, no, actually. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, there's there's new uh, levels of to the existing trees. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- yeah, there'll be more powerful weapons for sure, but um, not not a whole new thing. I mean, yeah. there's a lot to begin right. with. Yeah, the biggest change is the uh, the clutch claw for sure. Is that a traversal? Um, I have no idea what a clutch for claw mounting? is. It's for mounting monsters, typically. Okay, yeah. which I, I always found to be kind of a like obscure process. I think a little bit. Like yeah, it wasn't always super. A clear. little too fiddly. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. having having a thing you can just like zip to the back of a monster sounds yeah, kind of awesome. Almost, yeah, any moment yeah, is is pretty cool. And then you know like uh, hit him in the head to uh, send him into traps, which is you know pretty great mm. as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I really like the the roster of uh, of monsters in this guy, and uh, I can't wait for the PC release. It's like I said, it's a bummer that they're not locked mm. up. Uh, but yeah, two versions yet. Yeah. It's, it's been long enough at this point. But yeah, it's a it's it's a very meaty expansion. There's yeah. a lot to it. It's like forty bucks. Yep. Yeah. And you can buy that. Yeah, I think you can get the whole combo. Sixty now. F- yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Something like that. Yeah. Just not bad. Nope. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, NBA 2K20. Yeah. Basketball. Basketball. Are you ready for some basketball? I thought I used to think We're I was playing basketball. So here's alley-oop basketball. Here's the thing. Yeah, what she said. H- H- hike. I have been saying I, w- I feel like for years now the thing I have repeatedly said about these games. I, I have to make a laundry list of criticisms about all the things around the edges, all the different features, all the weird gambling shit that's under the hood, mm-hmm. and inevitably I always say, but the basketball is still really good. So you know you can tolerate all that other shit to a point. I think I'm finally at the point where I'm starting to tolerate that less. Mm. The basketball is still really good, and that is starting to matter less and less to me because the basketball has not really felt drastically different or, you know, like like it has really leapt New beyond. Modes, like two balls. Uh, you know, maybe the rock and jock maybe, maybe some something. trampoline yeah. or something okay. might be the solution. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it, with with sports simulations, at a certain point, it's like, what can you really do to revolutionize the way you play basketball yeah. with controllers? You know, like, right. there's 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 definitely diminishing returns with that stuff. I think the game still plays well. I am getting to a point now where I'm starting to just get kind of tired of playing that game, especially when all the different wrappers around it, all the different, like, you know, modes yeah. and, and features, are just becoming less and less compelling to me over time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think the associate or 
their franchise mode has always been like very weirdly organized and it's just like maybe a little too in depth for like what I'm looking for in that kind of stuff. And it just hasn't really gotten much more fun in several years. Yeah. The the stuff with like the neighborhood where you're like running around a fake little basketball town and then like, you know, going off and playing street ball with people online and stuff has just never been compelling to me. And it requires way too much engagement with like the virtual currency and all that stuff to like outfit your player. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. And the stories, like the my player stories they do year after year, like this one was fine. I, I don't think this was a particularly bad one. Uh, but it also just didn't really register with me, you know, and I think those stories have kind of stopped registering with me at a certain point. Like, after you get... The, the novelty of a sports game having a story mode is over. Like, yes. it, they've been doing it for a while, you know, Madden did it, like, it's it's kind of happened. They, did, they, didn't, they didn't get Spike Lee back. No, they did get Idris Elba, and, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a couple of notable actors and, and sports celebrities in the mode, but it's just like the stories they are telling don't feel radically different from one another, and they yeah. don't feel like they have really, like, changed any perspective I have on what they have to say as far as like what it's like to be an NBA player. Right. And I'm just, I, I think I'm just kind of hitting my limit with it, especially as they have kind of taken the mask off and just said, nah, fuck it. Yeah. There's gambling in this game. I don't care. Whatever. You know, right. like there's no longer trying to obfuscate that. It's just like, no, seriously, here's like a wheel you spin to get more virtual currency now so you talking. can buy more shit. Okay. I just, I really hate the monetization direction this series has continued to go in year after year. And I'm, I just, I, I feel like there are people there that want to make just a really good core basketball sim. Yeah. And they are being hamstrung by the economic realities that 2K is laying down on them. Yeah, and but also like they, they made that yeah. really good basketball sim years ago. Many right? times it's not over. like the, you know, so it, it seems like you're either in for the roster changes because you care that much about the real sport or like, hey man, this is still a good basketball game, just like it was last year, and maybe you don't need to play it every year. There have been times, though, where they've, they've leapt forward. You know, mm. they've done things that have made me say, yes, okay, I understand this justifies a sequel. This, yeah. just, this is new generation, new technology, right. you know, and it's not just necessarily the visuals, but like the way they can pl play with basketball dynamics using the controls, you mm. know, inherent to each system. Like, they've done things like that. They just haven't done one of those things in a while that's really well, you're in luck because next year new console. Yeah, I, we'll right see. about the point you hit your breaking yeah. point with it. Yeah, here it is. I would really right? love it if they changed all the shit around the edges too. If they really mm. just like dialed of back course, yeah. the VC stuff and really just kind of leaned into, I don't know, just just trying some different stuff that isn't just this legacy like laundry list of features that I just for me like I'm sure there are tons of players who love this shit. I just, I, I can't get into any of it anymore. This was the first year they had the WNBA? This is the first year they had the WNBA. The NBA Live, the last one, also had it. Okay. The last one. Yeah, the last one. <laughs> Not this year's. Because the there was no one. Yeah. yeah, no. I, it may actually be the last one. NBA we don't know. Elite to 2021, yeah, maybe? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Hope Springs Eternal. Yeah, again, it's not a bad basketball game. I just think I just kind of got to my wits end with it this year. Mm-hmm. Well, usually when they have a new console and a new sports franchise, they get the bare minimum in there anyway. So, right. Yeah. yeah. They got to go. We've, <laughs> we've, we've put more sweat on these basketball players. Look how much more LeBron this LeBron is. Yeah. Uh, but we he looks so much more like LeBron. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Creature in the Well, which is this weird fantasy overhead pinball hack and slash. Yeah. Uh, another one of those kind of out of nowhere games that I really fell for for a couple weeks, and then never touched again. It's really unusual. Did you finish it? Uh, no. I still kind of want to go back and finish it I because kind of 
like the pinball stuff doesn't work quite as well as I would hmm. like. It's yeah, not bad. Same. I think I also wanted to be more of like a puzzle. I didn't. I don't know. It it's very, very action. It's very action heavy. It's just a lot about lining up shots and, yeah. and hitting specific targets yeah, and stuff. I, the, the, oh, go ahead. So I played this after everyone kept describing it as it's kind of a pinball game, but it's, it's you know, I mean, there are, you like, don't have flippers at the bottom. No, the no, no, no. It's, I mean, it's a very the, loose association. Yeah. But there are elements. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're aiming a ball and hitting like... They're hitting bumpers. bumpers. Yeah. I wanted more pinball yeah, out it's, of this it's not, than it too. was. It's not, it's not uh, pinball forward, let's say. Yeah. There is some aspect of it's that a, in there's there. There's some notes of yeah. pinball. Yeah. Mm. I'm well, actually fine with the amount of pinball in there. My biggest problem is like the other stuff isn't yeah, that's, super interesting. Yeah. Which, yeah. which stuff? The like just running around the dungeon, oh, like the other the skill yeah, challenges yeah, yeah. where it'd be like, okay, hit it through this tiny yeah. hole six times in a row. Yeah, or... some of those, especially I I talked about it on the Bombcast back when it came out, but I played it on the Switch and in handheld mode, those sticks are just not accurate enough to yeah. line up some of those shots at all. You eventually find a a, a bat that like gives you a tracer. Yeah, the different, yeah, the different weapons are cool, which is cool. And I like, I, I don't know, I like the like idea of it. I like that it's this what it's one big dungeon next to this little town, and you kind of bounce back and forth between there. I like the weird relationship you have with the creature, yeah. where it's like antagonistic, but it's also, you know, pl- plucking you out of the dungeon and throwing you back at the entrance instead of killing you, and you can talk to yeah. it. And That's like, why I wanted to finish the game was to see what the resolution was of all the mystery around the creature. Yeah, yeah, I like the aesthetics a lot. Yeah. And it's got a neat look to it as well. Uh, but I don't think it... I didn't play it fully it grab anybody here. It's, it's, it's it also be more like Arkanoid or something mm. than yeah. Pinball. Like there's, there's yeah. a little more... There was a an era of early arcade game where it had like the breakout paddle at the bottom, but mm. pinball shit up top. Okay. And it's kind of like that. Okay. It's, uh, I believe, still on Game Pass. Hmm. If you want to yeah. 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 just I check it out. It. Yeah. I've, I've heard good things. Yeah. Gears 5. I've heard good yeah. things. The fifth, the fifth Gears. It's a real good Gears. Of War. Is it? I keep hearing that. I, it's, it's, just, it's just Gears. It's up there with my favorite. You know, okay. they, all the numbered Gears, I feel like I have like the exact same opinion on, where it's like, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love playing co-op. The Horde mode's great. Yeah, Horde like, yeah, There's not like huge like dips and valleys. It just kind of keeps that tone. I mean, Judgment was kind of a drop, but that's mm-hmm. not really yeah. like a, a I mean, We don't talk about Judgment. Yeah. Uh, I had to write a ten-page cover story about that fucking game. Uh-huh. Um, so this is uh, up there with the the best of them, I think. I think Horde mode is as good as it's it maybe better than it's ever been. I thought the co-op worked well. The two acts with the open world stuff. It wasn't like this huge open world like revolution yeah. for the game, but the areas were fun. Riding around on the skiff, there's I just was nothing to do out there. Like it felt like a waste of time. Uh, you'd find a place with a flag and you'd go up to it and you know shoot <laughs> and a bunch then of things shoot and... like two guys. No, and... there'd be way. Okay, sorry, four guys. <laughs> Forty. Uh, yeah, no, the, the, but the, I feel like all the side stuff was really slight. Uh, and and so I, I feel like they never really justified the open world other than that weather stuff in the second zone. It at least looks cool. Yeah, it all looks really good. Um, the red sand area is yeah, really cool. The the skiff just it, it it felt like a storytelling vehicle. Like here's a quiet moment for these two characters to <laughs> talk. So they replaced the walk and talk with the walk with, with skiff with and talk. Skiff and talk. <laughs> yeah. I, I will take that above that because the skiff is fun and fast. And you're not just walking with your fingers in your ears. But it's fast. <laughs> Across nothing, it's a wa- mm. they're wastelands. There's nothing like it, it's 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 like okay, here's again. I'll say it's like ODST with a bad open world. ODST was like a cool vibe and had interesting stuff happening in between all the Halo yeah. levels and spooky jazz. Whereas this is just like here's an empty wasteland that looks really pretty, 
But then you get to a point where you like duck under a thing and you're like, oh, now I'm in a Gears of War level. And yeah, you play yeah. through that entire level and then get dumped back on the world and then you fucking ride the skip to the next one of those and maybe you stop at the side thing, which is like always like it's either a third of a Gears of War level or it's eight guys standing around a broken helicopter. A, a train crash. Yeah. And, yeah. And you're like, oh, I got to shoot these four guys and then pick up an item for an upgrade system that doesn't really matter that much. You're, like it's, there's cool stuff, but none of it matters. <laughs> Mm. You're not wrong about a lot of the open world criticisms, but I think as I was playing it, I wasn't like comparing it to other like more fully fledged open world games. I think I was just seeing it as a different way to present uh, a couple acts of Gears of War. And yeah. like, okay, I would take that over just doing the exact same thing as previous ones. I think they could have put a lot of gameplay into that spot, into the into those two zones, and and really done something with it. And so I think right. it's a shame that they just like they came up with this idea of just like, hey, let's try and open it up a little bit. And then kind of don't do anything with it. It, it I, seems like a thing that, like, had this game had a longer development cycle, maybe they would have filled that stuff out more. But it, just, it seems like they just did, maybe didn't have either the time or the resources or the ideas necessarily to do anything with that stuff. It, it feels like a, a little unfinished in that in those spots, which is yeah. a shame because I think, like, yeah, when you get into the part where it's Gears of War, it is some of the best Gears of War they've made. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks fantastic. I think the you know, like Kate is a is a good character. I think her story is. Interesting. I think they've they've found a way to open up a, you know, it's like the middle chapter in a new Gears trilogy, and they, they by the middle of this game they've justified why they have continued the Gears franchise. They have. That's yeah. good to hear. You know, it's like by the end of three, you're like, all right, Marcus took the do rag off. We're done. Um, but you know, four I think did a good job of opening it, and I think that they're continuing it in okay. in a good way. Um, and they've left me like, okay, yeah, I will absolutely play a Gear 6. I will absolutely finish the fight again uh-huh. uh, against whatever. Put the do-rag back on. Yeah, I will put the do-rag back on. Uh-huh. You like the Gear story? I like it enough, yeah. 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 Hmm. It's, it's, it's good enough You're for, for what it is. Yeah, at this point, yeah, sure. Like, hmm. I, will, I will murder those bad guys again. Whichever ones. Whichever well, ones they are. Yeah, whether they're, until you realize whether they're, they're lab experiments. Or, yeah, well, yeah, or yeah. You know, they've already done it. Uh, yeah. In this one? Yeah, they've already... Oh, yeah, this four, wait, the four and five or? is a lot of like... Oh, oh actually, <laughs> there is. <laughs> the locust? Uh, oh, actually, this is... Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, whole, Kate, the, the end of Gears 4 is Kate realizing, like, oh, shit, like, I'm descended from the Locust Queen. Right. Wow. Wasn't she good? Oh, shit. Wasn't she good by the... I mean, I kind of assumed that's where it was going with all the amulet shit. Yeah, that is literally like she pulls it back and goes, oh... I thought by three the Lyles were good again. Like, weren't they good locusts? No, you're thinking of Halo Halo when you fought alongside the Arbiter. (laughs) I Uh, am always thinking about that. But I thought there was, like, the Lambent locusts, the ones that were... uh, I think the Lambent ones are bad locusts and worse locusts. Is that right? Yeah, the Lambent ones are crazy locusts. And then, yeah, you got the robots at some point. dad, like, married to the queen and, like... The reason I said, wow, he's, like, working for them and... It's a real mess. They drop all that stuff about the queen at the end of three and then it goes nowhere. Like, they didn't resolve any of that stuff. I thought everybody was... I thought they were, like, originally here and then we did... The oil is bad. Yes, the oil is bad. The thing that makes things lambent are also emulsion. like oh what emulsion. If, yeah, emulsion is bad but then also these lab experiments we were doing bad. to try to cure rust lung were also bad what is the thing that makes our uh, wait, they go is also killing us uh, yeah. yeah no they're there yes. yes exactly it, it is literally they're telling the story and then they've been telling it for years long before it was in vogue weirdly enough of just like they saw it coming yeah hey the emulsion is fucking killing us by mm. the way um and they have found a way to wrap that stuff or, or, or pull those threads together okay. for 
you know, for, to reinvest. For most, yeah, to, to, okay. to reinvest. Oh, so, so by the time they get to the end of Gear Six, you'll be like, okay, we have murdered these people again. <laughs> we, we, may have, we may have created them. Solar power. Um, we did it. We, there may have been some torture involved. Oh, where there are some bad people, but hey, at least we killed everyone again until Gear um, Seven. Until Gear Seven. Yeah, and and so I, I think they've done that stuff. The horde mode. I mean, the, the last game had the cards and. And it was kind of a grimy system yeah. that got in the way of that horde mode. So I, I think largely they just stripped that stuff out and kind of made it feel like horde again. Oh, except yeah. now the characters all have unique abilities. Yeah, the and you can be Batista and Sarah Connor. Cool. Uh, you can't be Batista. You can be it's the Marcus, Marcus skin, Phoenix. But he's yelling Batista but, but, lines the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but it's it's just a skin for Marcus what? Phoenix that changes the dialogue also. But not the face? It's, it's, yeah, no, it looks like Batista. Okay. They should have just made Batista a whole separate character because you can't play more than one of the same character uh, in any of these modes. Oh, true. So, so if someone plays as Marcus, you can't play as Batista. Uh, sucks. And it's just, it's fucking, oh. like, why? So why not fucking do that? Why not just oh. cast him so as, as fucking also, Marcus? Yeah. He, uh, who on earth looks more like Marcus Phoenix <laughs> than Batista? <laughs> Batista in a do-rag? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, if he was his own guy, his ultimate could be the thing for Exactly! Different. Yeah. That'd be like, they, good. they blew it. They could have made Batista a full-fledged character in that game like they did with fucking Sarah Connor, the fucking Terminator. She's great in it, too. Yeah, well, Batista's better than both of those combined. <laughs> wow. Does Batista still wrestle? Or he, no. retired he retired, he retired okay, cool. uh, at the last WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, You're only I, okay I, with him as long as he doesn't wrestle. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. The, the little bit I played a horde, I liked that they went in the slightly MOBA-ish direction of having the characters matter. Yeah, different abilities. The, and the, I feel like the abilities like never quite not, matter uh, as much. Like I they're all right. A, I played a dude with some kind of rocket barrage that was real fucking good. Oh, yeah, and then they have that other mode, the uh, the uh, the hive oh, escape man, mode, which is just bad. Such a bummer. It's it's a bad it was mode. So disappointing. Oh right, I forgot about that thing. Yeah, that that mode is like it's it's supposed to be you with like limited ammo and time. Escaping a a hive basically, right, like a and, there, and, and, like, and, and like, you set up a bomb. So like, there's a gas like behind you, yeah. and you have to outrun the gas to escape. Uh, and so you don't have a lot of time or right. ammo. It sounds cool in concept. And, if you get hit by and there's a map gas. editor that lets you kind of fabricate your own these, and then they'll they'll come up with new ones all the time. Snap. But yeah, but none of them are any good. Super it's just, dull. It's like just a really really dull mode. Yeah. And they've got separate characters for that with separate abilities, and it just feels like. Simultaneously, not enough and too much. It's like, oh, you really fleshed out the wrong parts of this mode because mm. it's like the core of it is bad, but you sure spend a lot of time on the like coming up with new characters with abilities and mm. stuff that like you think might synergize, like like make sense with this mode, but it just doesn't work. It's it's a it's a waste. Um, what about the the Funko Pop mode? That's, that's a whole a separate game, game <laughs> for mobile. Uh, I played some of that. Uh, is that out? Yeah. Out? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I got some achievements in it. Okay. I, I don't care for it. Okay. Mm. Weird. Um, the gas turns you into a Funko Pop. Exactly. Yeah. Gears yeah. Five is is good. I, I think that yeah, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of aspects of it that you're like, man, this the campaign could have been a lot tighter, or or they could have done more with it. I think the, it's it's one or the other. Like they could have tightened it up into a more traditional Gears because it, it's at its best when it's just being Gears of yes. War. Yes. And they fuck around too much with all this other stuff, uh, and and that kind of ruins the pacing of the campaign. I will say I had a really bad bug, and I had to redo a whole act of the oh, game. And also, uh, the boss fight against the matriarch is terrible. So there there are things that I did not like about Gears Five, but overall, I really loved it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's good. It's good. It's the giant bomb verdict. Greedfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Greedfall, not too much to say. Remember that company, Spiders? Uh-huh. How yeah. can I forget? They come out of the game every once in a while, and they're yep. like these big kind of... Yeah, but Spiders still at it. 
<laughs> Mars logs and uh, Mars war logs, war yeah. logs, and it's like these kind of old school RPGs that look yeah. like they fell out of time. Mm-hmm. Greedfall is one of those, and it's probably their closest attempt to breaking into uh, uh, a more mainstream audience. It's not perfect. It it does interesting things with loot and gear, and it is very reminiscent of the earlier Dragon Age games before they went more action and mm-hmm. kind of brought the camera over the shoulder and, and stuff like that. Uh, there's a bit of a tactical combat thing where you can pause, but it didn't really do that much. It's for people who miss those games, I think. Hmm. And the story in it is... Say, is, the, is the quality of the storytelling up to like a Dragon Age? That seems like that'd be pretty cool. Uh, no, well, it's it's clunky in bits. It's got a lot of text and a lot of dialogue, and they, they do present choices, but I didn't play enough hmm. to know if those choices pay off. Uh, it's a story about colonialism and uh, basically, you know, who... Who were the natives of this land, and like you know, what is the what is the story behind you know uh, the empire that is trying to uh, colonize it? And like, lo and behold, look, people were here first. What do you know? Huh. It's, uh, a, it's a fantasy setting, right? It's not. It's, yeah, it's, not, it it's a fantasy not real, setting, not real world. And I don't know if they deliver on that or they fall into the traps yeah, of yeah. like this is bad. Um, but what I played was engaging and. Uh, it's one of those things you have to sink time into. I don't have the time to mm-hmm. sink into those old RPGs Like, anymore. maybe if it was better out of the gate or it just grabbed you more, you would, but... Yeah, right. It would have to be kind of exceptional at this stage of my life to, to kind of have to, to push me into that area. But uh, I enjoyed it, and I, I think the combat was serviceable, and the story is serviceable, but it, uh-huh. for me, it needs to be a little bit more than that. But again, it's for people who miss these kinds of games. Sure. I'm, I'm glad there's somebody's trying to make them. Uh, but as things get more refined into a very action and streamlined mm-hmm. case, mm-hmm. it feels more open. Okay. Spiders. Somebody they're going to make spiders. it. They're gonna... Somebody named their development studio <laughs> Spiders. Yeah. And they were right to do it. <sighs> Man. Okay. Uh, kind words. Lo-fi chill beats to write to. Is the full title of this game. Please tell me about this. Game. Because I love low five beats to chill and fail on Steam. Let's game. call it a game. I mean, whatever. We don't need to get into some weird semantic debate what here. Is a game. I mean, you interact. With, I mean, it's really it's more of a social experience than like something that they have gamified. Although that you can like collect a few things for your cute little shoebox room. It's a strand game. It is kind of a, it is definitely a strand game. Strand actually, game of the year. Now that I think about it, man, that the deer, the, the post deer. In the game is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's got a great vibe. It is, in fact, lo-fi and chill. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a reference, right? Is that some? It's an ongoing thing, like especially like on YouTube, like people will put up like long videos that are just like lo-fi <laughs> beats that people will put on in the background while they're doing some task, be it you know homework, uh, stu- studying, you know, like writing, very whatever. Thing. It's a very online. It's like thing. one of those YouTube things, like ten hours of Brock Lesnar screaming. Or yeah, something. here's a whole exactly bunch of like okay. chill ass beats. Okay. Except the fidelity's a little lower. Oh yeah. yeah, and there's an anime girl reading a book. Yeah, uh, but I mean, what this what this game lets you do is write little anonymous notes about whatever is concerning you and. And put them out there, and other people can come along and read them and respond with encouragement or motivation or, you know, whatever you feel is appropriate. In your time with it... So you could pick... Yeah, I'm sorry. Was it exploited? Uh, just a tad. Okay. Uh, I played a good bit of it the first weekend it was out on Steam, and we saw some stuff on the stream here, but then at home the whole weekend I didn't see anything okay. bad. Mm-hmm. Do they uh, have any kind of reporting tools if you think someone's oh yeah. like, yeah. okay. Oh, 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 As no, far as no. like, oh, this person maybe needs to talk to a doctor, not 
go on. There are a bunch of references in different spots to like crisis hotlines and Um, other mental health resources, but but there's nothing that is like sort of moderation directed. Like you're not sending a message to somebody saying like, Hey, check in on this person. It's much more just like, here's a phone number to call and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it goes both ways. You can either write a message and put it out there for people to respond to, or you can go through people's right. written messages already and, and respond to those. Yeah, what if you hit something that's super heavy? It's That's not a what if. That's, oh, uh, that is, you will never I don't know if that that is the, shoulder that. That is just of. the experience of playing this game. Like People people get real on this thing right off the bat. Oh, man. Like, I was surprised, actually, to the point that, like, you started feeling this weird sense of responsibility That's playing right. yeah, it. I don't I think people, I'd like, be yeah. Yeah. people are like burying their soul on here, and I feel like I have to choose my words very carefully. Yeah, like more than like a good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, I have a great deal of respect for anyone who does want to engage with that, and I do think that this is like a really interesting experiment in you know trying to create a sort of like interactive kind of like communication tool like this within the realm of something like a game. Yeah. But yeah, I can see how that would like be very daunting to someone who is just looking for something very lightweight. Right. Well, like yeah, I right. I think conceptually, I like the purity of this, but I can very easily see where I think if I engage with it a lot, I might feel like I am not a paid professional, yeah. and this is way out of my league at that yeah. point. Can you choose to skip? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can pass. You can just yeah. keep going through stuff. Too heavy pass. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, it might be an option. I don't know. In, in the cases where I was confident in my responses, it felt really positive right. and uplifting. Yeah, I, like, I, I think conceptually, yeah, I, I like that idea. At the point, it was just like, all right, here's a little small opportunity to put a little bit of positivity into the world. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a really neat thing. Also, it's like four bucks, maybe five. It's very cheap. Have you been on it recently? No, I haven't started up in a while. So I don't know how active it is at this point. Um but I wouldn't mind checking back in on it, actually. Experiment, yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. soundtrack, too. Just is it lo-fi? Is it, is it, is it chill beats? Genuinely chill. Uh, to listen to. Going from genuinely chill to no chill. Absolutely oh, yeah. zero chill. Borderlands 3. Mm. Did any of us beat this game? No. I think we all played it. No. I did not play it. I, I did not oh, play yeah. it. I didn't okay. make it to Sanctuary. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, really? That's the uh, ship, right? Yeah. 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 I made it reasonably far, I think. I got, I got I pretty damn far. Beat it out on this on this game. I made um, it a few planets in. Yeah, uh, I mean, like yeah, three or what four. What happened? What was the problem? Uh, the problem is that like it really doesn't challenge me at all. Like you know, it doesn't do anything new. Like it's got the same tired jokes, you know, that it, that it has in tone. It's a lot that mm, it has since the inception. You know, it's, it's a lot Mortarlands. Yeah, oh, wow. It's wow. In, you know, it's more, I'll, but I'll not expected royalty check on that like one. A, like a Rick and Mortar land. Uh, no, for sure. You know, I, I like some of the abilities of you know some of the characters, um, but you know, ultimately, you know, when you're you hear the same jokes over and over again, um, it gets a little tiresome. Um, and that's kind of where I just, yeah. And just every character being the same screamy internet humor, it's just like, yeah. that was that was kind of blame in Borderlands 2, and that was like seven years ago. Yeah. And it's a little yeah. less internet humor and more just like bad humor. Rick and Morty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not That's not. It's not. I understand that it's Rick and Morty the game. I know that's the easy thing to tie it to, but like, it's bad humor. There are references to Rick and Morty. I'm sure there are. Like wrestling humor, right? Like WWE humor. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like you would know. It actually has. How much time do you have? It totally has the sense of humor of Vince McMahon. No one gets birth no. to a hand in this game that I'm oh, aware boy. of. That's probably um, like MacGruber humorous, right? But, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing about this game. Don't make it, this the game that tears us all apart, man. Come on. The, the, that's not gonna happen. the thing about the humor in this game is like, so I, within 20 minutes, muted the dialogue in this game and it made it way, way, way better. Way, way, way better and then I stopped playing it like three hours later because it's just so much of the same I, thing. I found it to be really boring. I think the character classes are not I, I didn't like the options. I, I, don't, I really I don't liked like the, the hunter class that I played yeah. with the pets and stuff. Like I, I like thought the, there was a lot of cool customization there. The yeah. kind of illusionist guy that I was playing was not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you just picked the bad class. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I ended up fiddling around with the other classes just to kind of see what else was out there after the fact. But, um, yeah, I, I think that the story they're trying to tell, the bad guys they have oh, uh, being like the, like, the, the, the like twin influencers that are just like always streaming... <clears throat> That's in the game. Those are the yeah, the, the bad yeah, guys. The bad guys. Oh. Um, like I, I think it's an interesting idea because it's yeah, like, but they, yeah, they influencers don't... have a very cult like following sometimes. And they're bad guys. Um, and like the idea of using them to kind of it, it seemed like an, it could at least be interesting. But then I remembered this is from. The team that did the other Borderlands jokes. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but that's there, the there's thing. probably like a funny story to tell or a funny way to write those characters, but yeah. boy, they didn't find it. It also uh, isn't even really the same people that no, wrote no, Borderlands no. 2. Yeah, right. like, it's, it's a different set of writers and seemingly ones that are just maybe even not quite that good. I, yeah. just, I just think the, the tone of it just sucks. Uh, yeah. and, and I think the gameplay is really dull. Uh, they, they just don't do... It hasn't evolved enough. Yeah, they don't me. do much with it. And, and I think that, you know, it, it, there could just be more to character customization, to, you know, just the, the whole thing of like, it's got a trillion guns! Like, it's just like fucking whatever. At like, this point. The, like, it's the not. Map. At the, like, at this, in this day and age, no, it doesn't. Like, also, yeah, like, uh, in, in, in the same age when every, everything has some procedural yeah, generation yeah. in it, like, like you, you see the gears you turning, see, you see the archetypes in in the first mm. six hours or whatever. Apparently, there's a late game way to like design your own guns that seems really interesting. That's cool. I'd like that's but, something like, that, that I feel like cool. they should have kind of done yeah. all along. What if, yeah, what if they gave you that at the beginning of the game? Totally. <laughs> yeah, like just some kind of mod system that was more yeah. upfront about the guns because like, that's that's how they're built on the back end, you know. Uh, like I've said it before, but like some kind of armor system. Yeah, like, yeah or been, something more been, than a shield that would give you yeah. like a visual customization. Like, visual you, you, and also you don't get the, oh, there's a lot of visual customization, but they're all just generic skins. They're all just like meaningless cosmetics. So we're talking yeah, specifically yeah. like I did this dungeon and did it well, and now I have the sick armor to prove it. And not just yeah. that, but, but armor is also uh, those are also other slots for uh, new abilities and yeah, buffs sure. mm-hmm. and all kinds of customization. But yeah, I don't know. Like that, that stuff, I think all yes, definitely could have been better. But I think if you get get back to the core of it, like they just didn't do enough with it, and I think it's a incredibly dull game, especially when you consider how long it's been. Yeah. Like how long they right. they sat between yeah. these games, and like you know, you you have to think that that design doc would have iterated itself it just, over time. It just time. feels like they just say like, well, they didn't like Battleborn. Give them more of the other thing, yeah. and then just made more of the other thing. And and I think that there's. A real missed opportunity. It's a shame because I think, you know, like Borderlands 1 and 2 were games, uh, 1 probably more than 2, but like I fucking New Game Plus completed Borderlands 1. I finished Borderlands 2 multiple times, kind of fell off through some of the DLC, but probably spent 100, 150 hours playing that fucking thing. Yeah. 